like I'm already getting messages. Are you streaming? I can't find it. No, bro, we're late. And it's not even my fault this time. Nah, dudes, we're late. Ooh. Yeah, I like that, Blake. Let me find my spot. Here we go. Um, Clint, you have to talk right into this screen. How's how's that sound? Close. It's pretty good. Like, do you see where it is on my face, Clint? Like, I'm not even exaggerating. (laughs) This is where it needs to run. Yeah. So you can move it wherever you want. It feels weird, but 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 you got to stay close to it. Yep, you got to stay in it. I don't edit. I don't turn you up. I don't turn you down. What kind of hat is that that you got there, Chris? Is that a flat tire hat? That's a nine to fivers hat. I'll run them instead of red, bud. I just take my hat on your greasy ass skater hair. Oh, Shut how the do you fuck like up? I just booth. got out of the shower. Okay. What's that? How do you like our paint booth? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk shit about our studio, though. <laughs> you can talk shit about whatever you want. I'll just roast you. Yeah. Speaking of that, has anybody talked to Alex in a while? McPherson? No. No. Actually, I thought he was here when I showed up. Whose white dodge is that? I think that was Woodhead's. Oh, yeah. Oh. Was it Woodhead's no, or was it? Woodhead left. That might have been Braden Stegall's. Sorry, you guys kind of have like dueling this? mics over there. What? Am I too close to you if I sit like this? No. Okay. Well. <laughs> uh, as long as your them. hands stay above the table, Blake. Oh, okay. What's that? <clears throat> Whoa. Something wrong? Gage, look, your face is I on the TV. Switch to them so oh. I could see where you guys are sitting. <laughs> No, not yet. Oh. Nice sneeze on the big screen, Clint. <laughs> no, I was coughing. I'm like, oh. ah. <laughs> it freaks me out every time you switch to me. I'm like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> okay. I'm just happy I don't have one. Reminder. Start a live show. Okay, we're going to do it. Live video. Dude, we should have ran. Uh, I guess we're good. What? Nothing. What do you need? What's the opening song? I don't know. I guess Clint gets to choose. Shit, I don't even know. I listen to so much music. <laughs> What's the last song you listened to? Let's pick something on the way up. ACDC. There you go. Yeah. Oh, dude, it just started. How did that happen? Okay. You don't have that one memorized, though. No? It changes every time you do it. They give oh. you a new one. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it does suck. I just seen how super long it was, and I was like, that was a long password. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys sure you want to start? Here we go. I guess it's doing it. I don't know. Fuck it. We're going live. I don't have a song picked <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. I got some new buttons. What's up? I need an extra beer before we start. If I forget to click ACDC, the camera, what's a good song from ACDC? What's that? The first thing that I came forget. to mind. You haven't moved any cameras yet, Blake. Uh-oh. You just cut out. Did anybody else cut out? No. No. I'm good. The first song that came to mind, though, when you said ACDC was Thunderstruck. Yeah. Those are... Uh, Blake knows. Yeah. Those about to rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We saw Facebook Live can't find it. Uh, Clint, what song you want? ACDC. Bro, what are you doing? You know, I can see what you're doing, right? (laughs) I know. You were talking, so I switched it. it. You want ACDC? Sure. Blake distracted me. (laughs) That light turned out pretty good. Fucker's bright. I, I think I'm gonna have a suntan. <laughs> yeah, I think it sucks. I stared at it in Menards for like ten minutes. So I figured if I was fine, you guys would be fine. Did you always wear glasses or no? <laughs> just kidding. Just recent <laughs> stupid shit I've done. Um. Oh, look at this. It looks like it works. 
There I am. There you are. Cool. Oh, I should mute that so it doesn't do that. Sick playback loop. <laughs> oh, piss off. <laughs> the Bluetooth's not on. <laughs> we are a hot mess, but we're live, huh? Yeah. Um, it says we are. Hello, Facebook world. <laughs> we'll put up the chat once in a while. Check it out. See who's talking shit. Oh, yeah. I'm sure about everybody that listens to it. Yeah. Once Blake gets this camera guy thing figured out. Producer Blake. Yeah, I'm slowly but surely yeah. i'll get it i set it so it's one two three just like you'd read it it's not hard though like figure out which camera's which it's a like when do i switch it oh whenever you're feeling it like it should have been on me because i've been talking to you right now well yeah. you were you were <laughs> complaining <laughs> you were you complaining go. when i switched it to you so oh did you buy a new mic another yeah mic. another mic another mic nice we got room for one more oh, nice <laughs> send send us your application <laughs> we don't have a position. Where do you. we have room? We don't. Yeah. They have to sit outside. She said. Welcome to episode 16, 2022, the first one. We are back in the MX Connection Studios. New sponsors. First one, gold standard cabinetry, custom residential and commercial cabinets, including garage cabinets, closet systems, kitchen cabinets, reception desks, and more. They strive for true Black Hills product using local materials and local manufacturing. You get a hold of Zach at 605 223 1633 or email sales at goldstandardcabs.com. Thank you, Zach, for coming on. Wassie Customs, Joe Wasperger side gig, taking boring stock vehicles and making them stand out. Message from Joel. Remember, kids, cool shit ain't cheap and cheap shit ain't cool. That is a pretty nice little slogan he's got for himself there. They are Wassie Customs at Facebook and Instagram. Send them a message. Thank you, Joel, for coming on. Uh, I'm going to do yours last. Jonah Kelly with Dean Kelly Construction. Three generations of new construction homes, remodels, and septic systems. Check them out at Dean Kelly Construction on Facebook. Or call Jonah at 605-415-0240. Jonah's racing 450B tomorrow. Gage? Uh, yep, yep. He is? He didn't sound very convincing when I asked him. Yeah, it sounded like he's going to race. Oh, I think he's good. He's Hopefully in. he does. It's good to see him out on a dirt bike. Yeah. yeah it's Too bad to his brother him. Jake won't make a comeback. Uh, he needs to. <laughs> he needs to. So thank you, Jonah, for coming on. Uh, the OG, Static Collective. Creating apparel to be static at times, taking the rest of life. They are at staticcollective.com. Get your static gear. Facebook and Instagram, Static Collective. New black performance hats are out. Beanies are out. And shirts are on sale from 5 to $15 for a static shirt. Nice. That's sick. That's pretty good. He's got That's gloves, really too. Dirt bike gloves. Gloves are $15 now. That's gnarly. Flannels dude. are 40 dude. Sales at staticcollective.com. Get in there. Thank you for your... Continue support, Zach. 4GMX Indoor Motocross. Race tomorrow, boys. Let's go. Yep. Hell yeah. Appreciate all their help. They've been with us since the start. Deadwood All-In Freestyle and now Motocross All-In. Yeah, buddy. Two next year. Freestyle show hosted by James Carter at Dave's 76. You can visit deadwoodallin.com for more information. They're working on 22 dates. And if you didn't catch it last night, um, James Carter was on the show Go Bigger. Yeah. With T-Pain. Super cool to see him. Did you guys watch it? No. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. know. You didn't know? 
I watched this clip, but I didn't watch the show. No, I watched it. Oh, did you? On cable television. Nice. Look at you go. Yeah, it was sick. Sick. And then our last sponsor, new this year, Cobra Town Torres Motorsports. They are your Cobra motorcycle dealer in Miles City, Montana. <sighs> Race Tech, Pro Circuit, W Wheels, VP Fuel, Ride Engineering, Troy Lee Designs, and Trex Throttles. The Clint is a dealer for all of those. So if you're in the Montana area, go. Clint is the man to see. Instagram, Torres underscore Motorsports underscore LLC and Cobra Town LLC. Facebook, they're Torres Motorsports LLC and Cobra Town. Give them a call at 406-852-3858 or stop in and check them out in Miles City, Montana. Speaking of Clint, that is our guest today. Good. How are you guys? How are you doing, Clint? What, you don't know his number, Chris? What? It's 27. You should have introduced him. The 27. <laughs> oh, do you want to do it? That's your job. Well, oh, well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead. And I'm Miles City, Montana, for at least now anyway, the 27 of Clint Bucklin. Backlin, Backlin, you freaking dork. And I dropped the ball. Um, in your defense, Mike, all when I was typing this online out, switch it to me, Blake. Sick. <laughs> My bad. My bad. When I was typing this line out the whole time, I kept saying Buckland. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's not right. Yeah, and I would go look at my contact. Just so I could spell it right. It's probably because I didn't say Mason because you corrected me on Mason's last name. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> We've been called worse. <laughs> we're janky. We're a, we're a janky little podcast anyway. Yeah, Nobody's if you haven't noticed, fun. we started late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People are like, are you doing it? I'm like, I don't know, baby. Well, it is the night before indoor, and like we were busy right up until we started, basically. So that's the way it goes. You Not- know. Not only is it the night before indoor, it's the eve of A1, boys. Ooh. We're going to get there. We're going to get okay. there. Okay. Yeah. But I'm excited. Um, Mike Neal, welcome back. Hey, how's it going, man? How was your Christmas? Good. New Year, same me. Not changing anything. That's <laughs> 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 great. <laughs> uh, Mike's got a little trivia coming up later. I found out um, from Brandon Woodhead that my Facebook post was too long, and that's why nobody read it. <laughs> nice. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, Gage, welcome back. Yeah, doing good. Yeah, it's a busy day today, um, especially in the last part of the day, but this is what we're here for, and we're excited to go racing tomorrow, and definitely really excited to see the Supercross. It's going to be interesting to see what happens tomorrow. A lot of big names. Uh, Dusty Gardner, welcome back. What's up? What's up? How how was testing today, Dusty? Uh, it It was really good. It was fun. It's a good track. Easy, I think. It looks fun. Did it you is. did you hit the whoops or no? No, I went around those. Literally, <laughs> literally every time. Like clockwork. Like clockwork. I got video every of lap. Him. Uh, I said I got video of him. Oh, I actually was there early enough to catch a little bit of the shakedown. Nice. So he went every single lap, went around the whoops. Well, duh. Yeah. Dude, Gage, <laughs> Gage, he didn't even do the double before the whoops. No, dude. because that might make him have <laughs> to do the whoops. Like, yeah, I'm set up. I gotta yeah, go in. that's exactly no. why I didn't do it. I was like, I'm gonna have to if I land it. So that's awesome. I want no no part of that. Today we're gonna do product review, favorite fast food. Um, stole that from Pulp. Nice. A one talk, fantasy talk, four GMX race, gold standard, cabinet trivia. That's your boy Mike Neal. Gage's tech tip: the new Stark bike. Clint, I put Clint's story because there's just tons of stuff, and I just want you to take me on a journey. Yeah, we can do that for sure. I'm no, I'm no one special, but I think uh, I got to live a pretty cool life. Yeah, you know, coming from Mile City, Montana, and then being able to do what we were doing and 
met my wife that way and everything. So Heck yeah. Kinda cool. I have some questions, but I want you to pretty much guide me through it. Static Collective Tire Poppers and what did we learn? Product review. We'll start with Mike. What's your favorite fast food? Ooh. Uh, Dairy Queen, actually. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> That's so fucking gross. Why? Dude, the flamethrower is solid, and you get, a l- you get a little ice cream when you're done. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> fucking Dairy Queen. <laughs> Clint, favorite fast food? Good uh, luck, dude. He didn't like Dairy Queen, so uh, Chipotle. If it is fast, does that food, count? It's, all, it's owned by McDonald's. So. Okay, questions: Does Chipotle and Qdoba count? Well, if it does, I'm switching to Qdoba then. You guys have a Qdoba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spearfish and Rapid. Yeah, two two of them in Rapid. No, oh, and Charles is better anyway. Oh. Well, they serve you pretty fast. I mean, I don't know if it's fast food, sure. but I know it's owned by McDonald's. Count it. So. Um, Gage, favorite fast food? <laughs> well, we got a Taco John's really close. So it's really <laughs> convenient. <laughs> and I mean, that's honestly, and you know, Taco Tuesday, and then we got Taco Bravo Thursday. So, <laughs> dude, he is it's like down dialed on Taco John's. <laughs> yeah, he like Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> he knows all the specials every day. <laughs> he explained every each day of the week when he goes and gets fast food. He explained what well, all of them mean and like what you can get. Wednesday's six pack and a pound. No, no, no. Wednesday's Whopper Wednesday. <laughs> Correction. <laughs> Correction. <laughs> Tuesday's Taco Tuesday and Thursday's Taco Bravo Thursday. And that's what we do. So That's awesome. You have a routine? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, we change it up, but. That's fun. I mean, I, I don't know. Culver's is good, you know. Oh, God, I hate that shit. Really? Oh, something about the butter and the butter burger. It's like a cleanse. It <laughs> goes right through me. Uh, Blake, fast food. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, Blake, fast food. I didn't introduce you, Blake. Blake's over there running the cameras. Yeah, you can't see me though. Yeah, we didn't get him a camera because he's shy. But um, if I go like this, yep, there you, you go. Can see me. Yep. So that's who I'm yelling. That's at. for you, Dad. I know you're watching this. <laughs> and Cuba. Frick you, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Frick you. In, in Cuba. Yeah, my dad got deployed uh, yesterday. Oh, no oh, way. That sucks. Yeah. No, not really. Kind of happy about it, honestly. Jeez. Deployments are good. They get a little extra money. In the, uh, most yeah, and guys. I don't have to see him. That's so good. <laughs> I'm completely joking. But What's your fast food spot, Blake? I don't know. I don't really eat fast food a lot. I take that back. I do. Definitely Taco <laughs> John's. Taco John's? Yeah. Taco Bell just gives me the shits. Yeah, T-Bell did not make anyone shortlist, did it? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what's yours? What's your um, Hold on. I'm super spot. I screwed this up. <laughs> Have we not been live this whole time? I don't know. <laughs> See this little button? Oh, my God. Go live now. Nice, dude. <laughs> you guys want to do all that again? Sick. <laughs> we got to start over. That's yeah, easy. I yeah, haven't even get, been recording. I'll get your name right this time. <laughs> See, that was a reason. <laughs> I thought we had a good thing going, too. Now yeah. I need to yeah. Google if yeah, uh, Chipotle is a fast food <laughs> so I can correct it. I do like Chipotle. It's good. Dude, never, the camera thing's kind of fun, though. Like, you switch them, and if you get it perfectly, you're like, hell yeah, it's like hitting a double clean for the first time. <laughs> I get that feeling. That's how long I haven't ran. What happened here? It says public, man. How come I can't? Oh. <clears throat> Once you ask them, like, are we live or no? Yeah, watch no, live. When I when I do it, there's a comment section. Right. I'm pulling. I'm pulling it up. 
It might lag it out. Who knows? Oh, what happened? Yeah, you're not live. Well, growing pains. This is growing pains. It says it's happening now. Mine says it's starting soon. Mm. Mm. We're the only ones not on our phones. Yeah. <laughs> Blake, do you care if Scooter sits behind you? Yeah, I have a big problem with that. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You like my paint job? Did that today. The stickers cover up all the shitty parts. The drips. Do you have them, Gage, or do I still have them? I don't know. I know I went through my knee surgery with them. <coughs> what does that mean? Well, I should probably go pee before you get back on it. It's funny that it went so easy on the trial. I should... I should probably do the same. Feel a pee coming on. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll well, probably. Anyway. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Start settling thing. in a little. <laughs> I cannot get comfortable with this mic. It's hard to get a good spot. Once you get it, it's golden. Well, I'm trying to get it comfortable so I can, like I want my arm like right here, but this thing won't move. Why not? I'm like. So. Oh my god. You just had to type some shit in. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> it just wanted some details. <sighs> um, the cool part is the board's been recording the whole time. Yeah. So. That's cool. So are you going to repost? Like, are you still going to post it on Spotify too? Yeah. Still? Like okay. normal, yeah. But like, can people go back and watch the live? Like on yeah, Facebook? Yeah, it, it saves it to... Like, like you uploaded a video. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. <sighs> My bad, boys. I was feeling it, too. Yeah, it was good. Getting in there, good energy. Blake was getting the cameras figured out. I'm not trying to be needy, but we definitely need another one of those little tables, like, right here. Oh, for your business? The problem is I'm out of cord by the time it gets to you. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. It's fine. It's fine. Someone's sitting yeah. Is the board still recording? Yeah. Is, Tom, is Thomas cool. still out there? Yeah. Dang it. I was laughing pretty hard at some shit, too. I know, it was good. <laughs> the Taco John's thing was funny. Because I do like Taco John's, too, and I'm like, I don't want to say Taco John's. <laughs> Chipotle, you know, I'm a Chipotle guy. Lately, I've been, like, eating it, and it's, like, it just tearing me up. You're like, nah, bro, I'm Chipotle guy. Yeah, if you want to clean, for sure. Taco Bell or Taco... Yeah, no, everyone back cheese. here is not on camera. I'm not even on it. Okay. I haven't ate fast food in a long time. So I can sneak in and sit there whenever you want. Yeah, you got sure. plenty this is, of room. This is your house, Scoots. Do what you want. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Are you sure it's live now? It still says go live. It's not yet. I'm just setting shit up. <laughs> It says it's live. Okay, we're good. Oh, I got a notification. Mm. Oh, so we're live. Sending it. 
Yeah, now it says end live, so I think we're live. Are we doing it? Doing it live, fellas. Flat Tire Factory is now Oh, yeah, because here's my sit comment section. <laughs> yeah! Oh, I can see it perfectly. Get in, get in here and talk shit to me. Just what we need. Dude, I already have a feeling Dalton's going to join in and start saying some stuff. Good, I'll hammer him. Dude. I'll hammer him to the ground. I love Dalton for that. I always see him, like, heat on people, and I'm like, dude, this entertainment. We have two viewers already, and I bet one of them's Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Checking to see if it's working. <laughs> Can't hear desk. <coughs> Better. Is that good? Welcome to episode 16. Um, so some stuff happened. We got about a half hour into this podcast and <laughs> Chris forgot to hit go live. Nice. <laughs> so there's people tagging me they're like, no live podcast? I'm like, piss off. It's going right now. But I think we got it this time. The comment section's up. Oh, look at all this. Dalton. I told you Dalton Finally, was be in it. How's yeah. it going? Yes. Here we go. All right. We're doing it. Sick. Um, in the MX Connection studio, we got some new sponsors this year. First one is Gold Standard Cabinetry, custom and residential commercial cabinets, including garage cabinets, closet systems, kitchen cabinets, reception desks, and more. They strive for a true Black Hills product using local materials and manufacturing. That's Zach at 605-223-1633. You can email sales at goldstandardcabs.com. They're on Facebook at Gold Standard Cabs and Instagram at Gold Standard Cabs. I was in this dude's um, shop. And it's mm -hmm. pretty incredible. If you know what a CNC machine is, oh, it's yeah. like that, but for wood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sucks it in. He literally, whatever um, blueprint you give him, he sends it right to his machine, cuts it out. That's cool. Everything together. It's really cool. It's re actually really impressive. So thank you, Zach, for coming on. Uh, Wassy Customs, Joel Wasserberger side gig, taking boring stock vehicles and making them stand out. Uh, message from Joel. Remember, kids, cool shit isn't cheap, and cheap shit ain't cool. That's a pretty cool little slogan. They are Wassy Customs on Facebook and Instagram. Um, we'll have our Wasi Customs beer break later on, which we, is our beer break. We're going to do some rev limiters about That's it. That's it, yeah. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Joe, for coming on. Uh, Jonah Kelly with Dean Kelly Construction. Three generations of new constructed homes, remodels, and septic systems. Check them out at Dean Kelly Construction on Facebook or call Jonah at 605-415-0240. Jonah racing 450B tomorrow? I think so, but <clears throat> I don't know. I should have confirmed with him on our halfway through break. Yeah. Yeah. Live video blocked. Looks like your live video may contain music, audio, or video that belongs to someone else. This bloke. Oh, my gosh. ACDC got us, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Chris is about to have a meltdown. Hey, <laughs> Look just, at him go, just dude. Just hit resume. You can't. It says no one will join. If you stay live, no new viewers will be able to join your stream. Man. Where did I leave off my sponsor Because <laughs> I'm done. Cool. We're just going to run it. Yep. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'll do the other one. My God. <laughs> this is awesome. Dude. When? I said, did I spell it right? 
Oh, I wasn't even listening. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I spelled it wrong. To see if we were live on my Facebook. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> right after it got posted, my name spelled wrong. <laughs> so, uh, fun fact: we got kicked off Facebook for playing ACDC, and we're back. KTM suck. RM Army. Thank you, Static Collective. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't Solid see that one coming. <laughs> Chris is having a great day, Thanks. guys. Thanks. He's back. Okay. And we're back. Um, back to what I was doing. So we can't play ACDC songs, apparently. Yeah, too popular. The same thing happens with my videos I make for 4GMX. Oh, They'll yeah. get blocked instantly so, so you you should have seen this coming is what you're saying i didn't put together that facebook would monitor our live stream <laughs> and then boot us off i didn't figure that within minutes yeah that was fast that was fast yeah. kudos to facebook yeah. yeah okay um jonah racing 450 tomorrow not sure i i thought so i'm pretty sure he's gonna but hopefully I, hopefully jake kelly still needs to make a comeback though yes get that 606 back out there yep i'll talk to him yeah, when yeah. it's funny. I'm working with Jake now. Oh, nice. Yeah. You still have that beta? No, no, no. Let hey, let me that. get through this freaking read oh. for the fourth time. <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, was that you quit? <laughs> Did I like this look? It's just why? Like, like what now? <laughs> the OG Stat Collective creating probably static at times and taking the radness of life. Visit staticcollective.com to get your static gear. They're on Facebook at Static Collective and Instagram. New black performance hats are out. New beanies are out. Shirts are on sale. Five to fifteen dollars for a shirt gauge. <laughs> for a freaking shirt. That's really good. Dude, he has gloves too. Gloves! $15 gloves! Holy shit. $40 flannels, statcollective.com. They've been with us since day one. Go check them out. We need to get Chris riled up every time because that is the <laughs> best <laughs> sponsor read I've ever heard come out of him. That's pretty good. So for those of you just tuning in, Chris is all riled up because we've had some technical difficulties to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> We can't yeah. even blame it on Gage's Wi-Fi no. either. It's not. Dude, okay. You guys you guys watching this can't see this. You guys see this green little box in the corner here? That's yeah. your internet. And it's good to go. <laughs> that is good. Solid green. Oh, I even tested this, Gage. I did not foresee ACDC bootness, though. For GMX Indoor Motocross, Indoor Race tomorrow. Sick. Track looks good, too. Appreciate all the help and support. Dusty, how was testing? Good. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Deadwood all in freestyle and now motocross all in. Hell yeah. Sick. Freestyle show and races hosted by James Carter at the Days of 76 Arena Deadwood. Visit deadwoodallin.com for more information. 22 dates coming soon. James on the TV show Go Bigger that was for $100,000. Nice. He, if you didn't watch it, um, he was against a lady who ate like fucking five pounds of <laughs> deviled eggs or some shit and then he whips a backflip out on dirt bike. yeah i can't believe they made him watch that that was disgusting do you think you have more talent <laughs> yeah i do like i ate five pounds of dough this afternoon so i'm not really sure how big she's going uh james we appreciate your business and the whole did it all in crew they've been with us since day one um let me scroll up here Cobra Town Torres Motorsports, Cobra Town dealer in Miles City, Montana. They are your race tech, pro circuit, W wheels, VP fuel, ride engineering, Troy Lee designs, and T-Rex throttles dealer. If you're in Miles City area, Clint is the man to see. Instagram, Torres underscore motorsports underscore LLC and Cobra Town LLC. 
Facebook, they are Torres Motorsports, LLC, and Cobra Town. Give them a call, 406-852-3858. Clint Backlin, welcome to the Flat Tire Factory Podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank you for sponsoring us this year. You betcha. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Are we still live? Sick. Nice. You made it through the sponsor read. <laughs> I made it through the sponsor read. Hopefully, I didn't forget anyone. Third try, but we made it. Uh, Clint, what's your biggest pet peeve? Lazy people. Oh, that's oh a good dang. One. That's a good one. Dang. Yeah. Do you have an example? I don't know. Just not really. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. <laughs> I don't really know anybody. That Look, way, I'm injured. Okay. To, you go ahead, man. There's not very many people watching this. <laughs> no, I, I don't really have anybody in particular, but you see them out and about, and you're just like, man, get, Come on. get on with it. Yeah. Like, let's go. You ever see someone that looks lazy and you instantly hate them? Yeah. Like, kinda. bro, you need a shower and a job. Kinda. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> shower and a job. That could be me some days, though, dude. I look pretty rough on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, that's what I want to look like <laughs> yeah. and be. But. Some days you're like extra skater, Mike. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the way you wear your hat. Keep the camera on him. Look at his hat. It's because of my big He was a skater, boy. <laughs> he said, All right, dude. Facebook chill, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get the boot again. Today, favorite fast food. Thank you, Pulp. Stole that from them. A1 Talk, Fantasy Talk, 4GMX Indoor Race, Gold Standard Cabinetry Trivia. You might have a chance to win a $25 gift certificate to MX Connection. Fat like, chance, yeah. boys, because I'm, I'm, I'm on the other side. Fat chance. I made the trivia questions on my computer, mm -hmm. took a picture of it with my phone, deleted it. Gone forever. Nice. Gone forever. So you don't have them anymore? They're on my phone. Oh, okay. Gage's Tech Tip, the new Stark electric bike. Clint story. Clint, I just want you to walk me through your life. <laughs> Dude, he went, <laughs> you were just going hard on things. And Clint, so I just want you to walk me through your life. <laughs> Do we need Thomas in here to say cinnamon for you? Um, yeah, text him, Gage. Have, have him come in here. Get a cinnamon out of him. I got to check every two minutes to see if we're good live. Luke Stahl says, looking good, Clint. Good. Luke's good guy. Good family. Glad to see Chris could finally piece it together, finally. Not by much, Matt. So sick. <sighs> Static Collective Tire Poppers, what did we learn? Product review. Um, Gage. Yeah. What's your favorite fast food? Sick, Blake. <clears throat> well, because it's so close, we <laughs> go with Taco John's. Because they got Taco Tuesdays <laughs> <laughs> and Taco Bravo Thursdays. Okay. Um, I'm having some wicked so deja vu right when now. This, when, yeah, this pod, when this podcast comes out, like on um, iTunes, and, hey, switch the fucking camera. <laughs> Watch your language, dude. When it comes out on iTunes and Spotify, you should listen to the first 20 minutes because it's when we were not live. <laughs> but we were thought we were live doing a podcast. Yeah, you're not having deja vu right now. That's our bad. Yeah, that's just us. Why yeah. Taco John's cage? <laughs> well, because it's so close, and they got good deals on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you do anything on Wednesdays? <laughs> what do you do on Wednesdays? <laughs> well, Wednesdays <laughs> is Whopper Wednesday. Whopper Wednesday! <laughs> Whopper Wednesday, everybody! <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Are we still alive? Oh, thank God. <laughs> Burger King didn't get, didn't boot us there. <laughs> no, don't, yeah. no, don't sue us. Don't kick us off Facebook. We're trying so hard. <laughs> oh, my God. Dusty, what's your favorite fast food? I don't eat fast food, man. Oh, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you order two Qdoba burritos <laughs> at one time. <laughs> if you're counting Qdoba, yeah. It's pretty fast. <laughs> it's pretty fast. <laughs> it's pretty fast. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't eat fast food. <laughs> eat two small children in one sitting. Blake, fast food. Uh, I'm just going to go with Taco John's. All right. I think. <laughs> Tuesday's a good-ass deal. Yeah. Uh, Clint, what's your favorite fast food? Uh, I think Chipotle. If it's it's not Taco John's. <laughs> no, I, I canceled out. Okay. He pushed out on Taco John's. <laughs> Question, is Facebook, like, do they know we're cussing and they're going to kick us off? <laughs> All I've done is laugh. So I don't care. Um, are we still up? <laughs> no, we're still going sick. Um, that was a better laugh than last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because we've done it three times already. <laughs> we knew Whopper Wednesday was coming. 20 minutes before he said it. it just, oh, yeah? Well, what about Wednesday's gauge? <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> you look know, how, we have these train wrecks, and it always comes out better. Yeah, look, so I don't care. Look at my wife. Look how dumb she thinks we all are. <laughs> oh, God. I'm fogging up. Yeah. <laughs> Am I up? Uh, Mike, <laughs> what's your favorite fast food? I like Dairy Queen. <laughs> okay, fuck Dairy Queen. <laughs> Dude, you can get the flamethrower. <laughs> you can get a nice little mini ice cream to cool you down. <laughs> okay, okay. Get it together for the sponsors. <laughs> for the sponsors. Think about the sponsors. For the fourth time. Okay. Well, this is um, about where we left dude, off, so everything else is new. Grables are probably watching this right now and looking for another announcer because this guy just laughs. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't want this guy doing our videos. We don't want that guy announcing. Dairy Queen sucks. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours, Chris? What's your favorite go-to spot? It's probably Qdoba. Or if I'm feeling really dirty, it's Taco Bell. <laughs> but Taco Bell's a nice cleanse. System <laughs> cleanse, you know. Gathers everything in your body and turns it to liquid and sends it out. <laughs> okay. Do you guys want to talk about A1? <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's get serious a little bit. Oh man. That was that was a good time, fellas. Are you Cletus? Yeah. Do you need a bush, Cletus? I'm good. I got one. Because right here. Kelly says better get Cletus a bush. <laughs> Uh, I like the chat section. That's <laughs> sick. Stay off that so we get something done here. Oh, yeah, you're right. We're way behind. A1, can Bam Bam do it again? Yes. No, I think so, huh? I think so, because one thing with Bam Bam is I don't think he's in it for the championship. I think he's in it for race wins, and everyone else knows you can't win it at Anaheim, but you can throw it away. Right. So I think he's going to go in full force, like, let's do this, where everyone else is going to be a little bit, like... Hesitant, almost a little yeah, bit? Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, there's other players that are obviously going to try to go for it, but he you wants think it. Bam, I think he wants it so bad. Bam has the fire, huh? I think so, but <clears throat> that could change. I mean, it is super cross. So. Right. Dusty. Yeah. I'm going for Sexton. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. a nice poll. Yeah, yeah. Over Roxton. 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 Yeah, well, I was watching uh, Sexton's videos, and he's looking pretty solid. Yeah, he is solid for sure. It sucks that he's not training with Stewart anymore, though. That was kind of cool. Uh, Mike can Bam do it again? Uh, I don't. I don't know. He'd be j- breaking Jeremy McGrath's record, right? Jeremy is the only one to win three Anaheim ones in a row. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with. How about that trivia? Yeah, get ready, Jeremy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm gonna go with Anderson. I think Anderson, new team, has got fire under him, excitement, 
Ah, I'm going to go Anderson. Clint? I'm going to just go for Plessinger. Nice. Oh, dang. He's been training down at Baker's Factory and stuff, so. That'd be cool. Just, you know, there's always the one guy that comes out just hot, mm-hmm. like Barsha, you know, and then everybody else kind of just kind of feels it out a little bit. Or like Villapoto that one year where he's, he's lost his grip and he changed bars and went to the fat bar and then he was like, talked about it later and he's like, man, I was just a disaster, <laughs> you know, and then had to pull it back together. So You I, said Plessinger, Plessinger, right? Yeah. Um, apparently, apparently they fixed that bike in whoops and there's two whoops sections. Oh, yeah. but B- Big whoops too. Yeah, I, po- they were. I posted them earlier on Facebook. They're, they're loader whoops. Now. They're loader whoops. Doesn't Ryan Peters like loader whoops? Yeah. They're not dozer whoops. I don't remember which ones he doesn't like. <laughs> I don't remember either. I, I thought he said dozer whoops were too steep in the transition. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was loader whoops, though. I don't know. I don't can't know. remember. And see Mookie do the Superman. Dude. Yeah, Mookie almost had a big one today. Yeah. That, that was, was close. That would have sucked to lose him before press day. Yeah. Or like on press day. Yeah. Um, who do you guys think is a sleeper? Mm. Define sleeper like somebody that could win or somebody that could break like, top ten or like what? Win the race or win or do the, really good this year? The I would say the both. Like Dean Wilson would be a good example of a sleeper. Like not a titleist guy that, but could break up into like the yep. top five area. Yeah. Mm. Who are you starting with? It wasn't Dean Wilson. No. Um, I think, I think, not really a sleeper, but Chase Sexton. Yeah, he, yeah, he could because be a he hasn't really done title, a whole though. lot. Yeah, last year, you know, you could consider him a sleeper for the title though, because he's yeah. never won a race. It's all getting a long list though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so probably Sexton, Gage, uh, probably Seth Hamaker and Thomas Doe. Do I think both those guys? I, I think it is Thomas solid. Doe though. It's Thomas Doe. Doe. Yeah. 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 Nice. So I think both those guys are, you know, pretty solid riders and, and. Yeah, it's hard to say with you know, time off. It's hard to s- know what they're going to do on the track. <laughs> that was static. A- says Justin Bogle on the Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty, who's your sleeper pick? I'd have to say probably Malcolm, and then maybe Shimoda. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see Shimoda, Shimoda. do some work. Like yeah, that'd be good. going to be pretty good this year they're for the talk, title. They are talking about Shimoda on Pulp, and then, um, like, his average finish last year was, like, 3.1 or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That's some legit stuff right yeah. there. Yeah, he's good. It is cool, though, because he just seems like a very humble person. Like, every interview... It's because he doesn't him. speak English. Yeah, that probably helps. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say much shit. He hasn't got hit hard by the bro cow. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. Season predictions, boys? Kenny going to do what he always does, or hair can, on fire for five rounds. Can and we finish he, our segment that we were doing there? We only it's got, on there. Season predictions. We only got to Blake, though. Blake, yeah, what's with you and forgetting for the, me? This is the third time. The probably because I can barely see you over there. And there's a big white um, light in the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, okay, go ahead, Blake. For 450, I got Sexton. And then 250, I don't know. All my 250 guys are out. Cooper's out. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Yeah. yeah. Jets out. Maybe Hunter. That's all I really know. <coughs> Could be yeah. a good year for Hunter for sure. Clint, who's your sleepers? Swole. Oh, oh Jaleek Swole. Yeah, he's an animal. Yeah. He can just keep it together. About 450. Probably Sexton. I, I hate Moosecan, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? I guess I, sh- I can't say hate. Maybe we'll get kicked off of here. But <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I, yeah. I don't know him. Yeah. 
he, you get kicked sleep, off of sleeper. here and kicked out of here. <laughs> yeah. Later. <laughs> no, uh, I just say Moosekin too a little bit just because he's been hurt or this or that, and it's his last Supercross only year. Yeah. And he's just like fix that overseas. bike in the whoops. Yeah. And fix it, that bike in the whoops. Overseas, he was on fire. Yeah, he looked good in Paris. Yeah. I sure. keep yeah. hearing stuff about him. Well, you hear stuff about everybody at test tracks. They're flying on the test track. Yeah. But a lot about Marv. Yeah. Marv's Marv. saying Marv's flying. But you see it in his eyes. Like you can just tell. You We all watch those guys all the time. And you can just see if they, they got it or they don't. Yeah. They got that fire. And he's got a little bit of that fire. So I, I wouldn't count him out as far as a sleeper. Is this the last year of his contract? Yeah, he's got a Supercross only deal. Supercross only. Oh. So he's going in. He's hammering down. I think do, so. Do you think he'd come back next year for Soupy if he has a good year this year? Or do you think he just goes out with a good year? I think he would. Yeah. Especially for money, too. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's a fair, fair yeah. size paycheck for yeah. sure. <clears throat> Chris, what's your, what was your picks? It was Sexton. Okay. Yep. Um, for 250, I didn't, I didn't think about Jalik Swole. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He had a good year, breakout year, really, in outdoor. And then, uh, yeah, Supercross, he's, he did pretty good last year, but he kind of was a little wild. Hey, right. What's up? Dude, sorry. I was moving my leg. I was moving my leg. I can see what you're doing. You've told it's me all this. good. Sorry. Um, this brings me right into fantasy talk. Is Marv on your guys' team? You guys want to tell me your teams? I'm not telling anybody my team, but Marv, Marvin Musquin is not on it. He's not? No. Garbage pick. Nobody needs that. Okay. Gage? Three. He's not on my team yet. I'm going to watch you know, some qualifying. I got a team pick, but... It's a real backdoor, just like in case something happened, I couldn't pick anything. But right now, I, I want to watch some qualifying. I just want something on the board. Clint, you doing fantasy? I I don't. Not Are you need to? You're not. No, I don't. You need do to, dude. Why not? I'm too busy. Same. Honestly, get the yeah. get the mulligan thing. I know this is the I most just, I've ever seen this guy sit down, though. I'll give him that. <laughs> is, it, is it killing? It's you? not because I don't want to do it. I just I don't really think about it. You know, I hear about it a lot, and it's growing, and I think it's cool. I don't I have anything against it, but I just not for I you. blame it on the being busy. Freaking <laughs> on the actual dirt bikes in front of you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's different. Oh, don't. That's what I gauge don't do so don't shame me for doing fantasy, Mike, Neil. <laughs> I'm so balls deep in a fantasy. I can't <laughs> I shame anybody. Um, if you, it's really funny to chase Mike around the indoors Stop. on a Saturday. Chris, because if people start doing this, I'm going to get pissed. Like legit pissed? Yeah. <laughs> sorry there goes that sorry <laughs> sorry i wasn't gonna get i'll end the i'll end the live feed right now <laughs> oh no, no you i'll can. do it again stop you can tell uh dusty are you doing fantasy no what the hell what i forgot like three races last you get time. the mulligan thing now this year yeah i'll eat it up fucking first three <laughs> i'll forget i'll just forget fine uh blake yeah you doing fantasy yeah Sick. Are you in the yeah. static group? Yeah. Nice. SDMA group? No. I did. I They're not only joined the static one. I was like, I don't even know how to make my picks. I don't know anything. <laughs> um, What are we giving away? First place is getting a helmet? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm getting a helmet. So Ooh, I'm shit. I'm going to win it. So. They have mulligans now. That's the only reason why I lost last year. So I know. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, this is the greatest creation ever. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, first place is getting a helmet. Second place is getting... Shit. Nice work, Chris. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I'll tell you what second place is getting. And then, you're not going to tell me any of your picks, Mike? Uh, Give me like one or two. I got Carson Mumford on my team because he's RM Army. 
He's a handicap five. Right now I got Carson Brown. Yeah, so do I. First yeah. place, uh, Moto Helmet of Choice. Second place, goggles and a $50 static gift card. Third place is static gloves and $25 gift card. Nice. I love that Zach just loves to give everything away. Dude, That's he awesome. gets... he gets. I had to, like, talk him down a little bit. He's like, we should give a helmet away. We should give boots away. I'm like, bro, you just, that's like 1200 bucks right there. Right. <laughs> two items. Well, three, because there's two boots. <laughs> there you go. I'm not wrong. Um, who's hurt? AC's hurt. Yeah, Cianciarillo's hurt. Jet's hurt. Um, yeah. but he's still racing. Yeah, Lawrence is going to do um, East, or Jet, Lawrence is going to do East Coast now. Cianciarillo's still going to line up. He has a AC separation. Bro, he's going to get his ass kicked. He does this every year. Last year was the elbow. This year's the Dude, separated ace, whatever. Separated shoulder last year, too, on top of his he's done, ulnar bro. nerve or whatever, not working on him, which sucks because he's my favorite rider. But I am going to change my prediction for A1 to Anderson, though. To Anderson, really? Yeah. Hmm. New bike, new team. Feeling the fire. Okay. I, I didn't know if we had done this yet. Or done that one yet. <laughs> um, do you guys want to hear the pro picks that you should pick for Fantasy? Okay. <laughs> uh, for 250, Joe Shimoda. That's a good one. Jalik Swole. You were on that one, Clint. I picked these days ago, Clint, so we're on the same page. Mm. Carson Mumford, Dylan Schwartz. Did you just do all expert picks? Or are those just your picks? Those are mine. Oh. These are my picks. I thought you did. Yeah, come at me. Nice. We can tie for a helmet if you want, but we're not going <laughs> to. Uh, Malcolm Stewart for 450. Marvin Muskan. Shane McArath, Justin Bogle. Ooh, McArath might. Sucks because he didn't do a whole lot of racing last Flying year. at the test track. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's just flying at the test track. Oh, man. They all are. <laughs> um, I did first to the finish lines, too. Oh, did you? Really? Are you ready? That's gutsy. Christian Craig. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. actually. Starry yeah. Yamaha, fast bike. Justin Barsha. I don't know if he's going to win it. I'll bet you... Um, what Gage was saying, I'll bet you he comes out on freaking fire first lap. Just swinging hard. Number four! Kills anybody in his way. I'll bet you it happens. Yeah, he'll probably wreck a guy or two. That'd be sweet. I I hope we have just an interesting race. I don't really care who wins, but let's see something interesting. Yeah. Let's have a good race. But it has to be, dude. The top ten guys are like this, <laughs> yeah, dude. this close to each other. Yeah. Check it. Chris Sudo picking a Suzuki rider on his fantasy. What the fuck? Oh, look, static answer for me. Goggles. Oh, nice. Sick. Thanks, boys. He was probably screaming at you the whole time you were looking. It's goggles, you idiot. We talked about this two days ago. Uh, 4GMX, Dusty, how's the track? Good. (laughs) It was fun. (laughs) What's up? Just your transitions. (laughs) (laughs) You're just wide open and then back to normal. Dusty, how was the track? I'm almost like kind of tired from how bothered I was earlier. You were worked up. Yeah, I was. Your glasses were legitimately fogging up. They were. Um, started late. <laughs> Check. Check. Didn't hit go live. Check. Check. Get kicked off Facebook for playing Thunderstruck. Check. Check. <laughs> One for five today. <laughs> track good? Yeah, it's good. Explain explain the track to us. Uh, well, there's whoops. <laughs> did, did you hit those? <laughs> I went around. Did, did you hit the whoops? No, absolutely yeah. not. So okay. yeah. I went around those. Um, Homie wouldn't even hit the double in front of the whoops. Yeah, because then I'd commit to the whoops, and I didn't want to do that. I think I got you one time. I saw you hit the double. I don't think I did. Did I? I thought so. In front of the whoops? 
Maybe I did. I don't know. Mm. Maybe I was on a heater. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thought you were gonna do them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. That was flowy and fast, and I think it'll be a good race. Tell good. us about the huck. The finish line's a good huck, but I mean, you gain speed through the whole section there, so it's easier. It's like an easy it one because you have momentum. You're set up. Even if you case the step off, you're good. Just kind of hammered. So down what? Straight away, right hand turn. Then. Yeah, start straight. Uh, yep, start straight. Right hand turn, double double. Left hand turn, step on, step off, and then the finish. Huck that, City, the bigger double. I don't know if they're going to do the finish line on that. Yeah, but then it goes to a left, to a table double thing, to another left to double to whoops, and then left back down the start straight. Yep, a le- flat, flat, flat corner after the whoops. One eighty left. Yep, it's got a hump after it too. Nice. So. Like you B class or? and C class kids, you're gonna spend the entire whoop section about to eat shit, and then that last little bump will send you over the bars. <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah. So good for you guys. Yeah. Oh, I want to talk about last one a little bit. Um, two things: one, Drew Audlin, nasty old pro hole shot, ripped it, dude, ripped yeah. a hole shot. That God, awesome. he is riding good lately. That kid too. is so impressive. Yeah, yeah. For fifteen, fifteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice work. Ryan Peters, right? Them two strokes, his hole shot. Dude, especially in the 250 class. Yeah. Um, two, Camden Doney with some freaking whoop speed. Yeah, buddy. Do you remember that? He's going through the whoops, and both of our heads turned, and then I look back, and we're just staring at each other with our mouths open. Like, what the hell was that? Dang. Um, him and Baxter Shrimp in one of his motos, one lap just pounded through those whoops, and I was like, nice work. Yeah. But, oh, and Jonah Kelly was going through them pretty yeah, good, too. Jonah, yeah, too. He's looking good. Jonah surprised me how well he rides. Yeah, Not that I thought he was bad. <clears throat> he hasn't raced an indoor in like what, four For or five years. Ever. Yeah. yeah. So that was good to see him out there. Um, And the, those guys went down and did that. Uh, Hoosier. Hoosier cross. Cross, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Down in Iowa. That was good. Oh, at, he's 16 now. Oh, nice. Thanks, Adam. It's getting old, Drew. Dang. Yeah. So now that whole shot's not that impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it would have been cool last year. It'd been way cooler if you were 15. Um, Still impressive. Though. That's <laughs> no, it was team. really good. <laughs> it was really good because this is his first season as pro. First, yeah, yeah. first, yeah, yep. indoor. Yep. First race was the Deadwood All In. Was his first A race, and then uh, yep. this indoor series is his first year in pro. Pretty sick, but yeah, good for him. Ripping two strokes too. That's cool. I like it. Um, anybody want to make bets on what? Anything. I'm pretty much down for anything. What do you got? I won fifty. Come at me. I got fifty bucks from you last time. <sighs> I forgot about that. Let's do double. Let's let's go again. Let's just do another fifty dollars bet. Do, is Don, oh, I'm Don, like, is Donnie racing? Is Donnie racing? Is I don't right? know. I have no idea. I'll find out. Continue. Um, if Donovan's racing, I'll take that same bet. See those whoops, dude. He's gonna work Peters in those whoops. Well, while you're figuring out if Donnie's racing, also last month Donovan should have. If Donovan would have had two more laps, he would have beat Peters. It's always two more laps. I know it is, but it's always dude, two more laps. We were both watching that same race, I was and you were nervous. starting to sweat it. I was getting nervous. Yeah. I'm like, Pe- I'm like Peters, what are you doing, bro? And Donnie's just getting it every lap in those whoops, and I was like, oh, dude, we are, we are getting somewhere here, but he just ran out of time because he threw one of them away. Ryan did. What race did he lose? He didn't throw it away. Uh, he was. <laughs> he right, did in my right, mind. Dude, he was right behind. <laughs> no, him. he was in second. No, in my mind, he lost. Donnie just just bettered him, mm. bested him. But I'd be down if Donovan if Donovan's racing tomorrow. I'll take that bet. We'll again. find out if he's racing. We'll take our first Wazzy Customs beer break. <laughs> 
That's what you want to do with your Cowie 250. Are we still live, though? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to take it off. You got pee? No. I said, are we still live, though? Because that could be copyright. (laughs) That revved out sound? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. I hope not. We're still good. Eric Molman, still sore from the December race. Oh, beer's up, boys. (laughs) Oh, Blake, why don't you hit all three for us, bud? All three cameras? (laughs) Sick. Hopefully, you don't get kicked off for that. Your Wazzy Customs beer break. Oh, you guys are leaving. Okay, sick. Yeah, go ahead. Take a break. Can I have another beer? Yeah, what do you want? No, take a break. Just leave it live. This is such a janky show. <laughs> I liked the four tries to get her going. <laughs> Dude, I like our loved our breakdown about the fast food restaurants. <laughs> oh, no what? The fast food restaurants. Oh, oh yeah. Going, and it was like, you can't top that laugh. And it yeah, like, I know. You, I was crying. I was <laughs> yeah. crying. I'm like, this light hurts too. So <laughs> this light hurts too. <laughs> Is Clint sad and blind or laughing? Gage, <laughs> <laughs> what's Wednesday's? Dude, I fucking lost it. Dude, I just couldn't hold it back anymore. What for me? I'm Oh no, we just lost six people doing that. Well, well, sorry about their luck. We're back. We're back. We have a whole 25. Snooze, you freaking lose. That's okay. Clint, we might actually make it to you this time. (laughs) What's up? So are we going to have to cut out all music then? Probably um, on the live ones. No, they don't care. They don't care what you do. I don't know what I have to do, Gage. Mm. Probably on the live ones. Does that make you sad? No, no. We, we just have to find somebody that doesn't care. Can't do the friends or the, what was the other one that we're doing? The office. The office. Oh, yeah, yeah, the office could have booted off real quick, too, I'm sure. We should do some tests at the end of this. Like, we should start with the office and then see if it boots us, and then we'll go from there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm down. Okay. It is weird not coming back to a song, though. I don't... Do you want to, like, sing us a song? (laughs) Sure don't. (laughs) And we're back, everybody. (laughs) 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 (
Okay, so what we're going to do now is um, the Dalton Doonhager Deep Dirt t-shirt fundraiser. He wrecked in October and broke his humerus. Did you guys see that? Yeah. The pins in his shoulder. He broke his humerus where it goes into your shoulder socket. Oh, yeah. Which Gnarly. is disgusting. So, Ashley Fickbaum and Deep Dirt teed up to create a one-of-a-kind shirt for Dalton to help raise funds for his hospital bills. Let's see if I figured out the phone. Ashley. What's up? Ah, oh, tell us about Deep Dirt, Ashley, and what you guys are doing for Dalton. Um, so, basically, I'll just start at the beginning what Deep Dirt kind of is. Uh, it's a Actually, it started with a couple kids back in the days when they were running around on 65s. Um, Nick DeJordi and Chris Blotch, and they called themselves the Kids, K-I-D-D, which is Kids in Deep Dirt. And they always had the, like, goal of creating their own motocross gear and stuff when they were kids. And uh, they were really good friends up until Nick passed away uh, at an early age. And so it kind of just fell to the wayside. And then later on, uh, Brian McCoy came along who's a road racer on sport bikes, or was a road racer, I should say. And now he's actually on the dirt trails and stuff. Um, he came into the picture, and him and Chris, um, they've been doing this for three years now, just over three years. And they continued on the business with Deep Dirt in honor of Nick. Um, their saying is, which you can actually see it on the back of our motocross pants, pants it's kind of cool, but it's called We All Return to Dirt, most in death, but lucky in life. And so their goal is to donate a portion of each of their sale proceeds back to programs that are dedicated to helping injured riders to help get them back into the dirt. And so our donations this year is actually going to the program Road to Recovery, which some of you guys might remember uh, back when Mickey Diamond got hurt on his bicycle. That was one of the programs he was in. Kind of a well-known program, I guess. And then um, about a year after the company started up, I came into the picture. And honestly, it was kind of weird because I just started Googling like random motocraft gear. And I wanted something unique and something that stood out, something that was not what everybody else was wearing. And they actually came up as unique motocraft gear in my Google search. And so I started looking into them and reading their about us page and um, it was just kind of cool to like see like they give back to writers and stuff. So I got in contact with them and became an advocate with them, and I've been working with them since then. So it's been going on three years now for myself. Um, Sweet. But anyways. Oh, delay. Sweet. So uh, what do you got going on for Dalton? Dalton Doolin Hanger. Everybody knows Dalton, right? Oh, yeah, the 36 of Dalton Doolin. 36, yeah. What do you got for Dalton? Yep. Yep. So with Dalton's situation, what it is, is our sponsored riders have the ability to receive help from us. And so we set up a charity shirt where 100% of those profits go back to that rider to help ease those medical costs. So in Dalton's case, um, we came up with this shirt, uh, which is actually a sketch of him from a photo that I took of him this past fall on his little pit bike. It's Dalton. Welcome to live shows. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's, the whole shirt itself just feels like Dalton. The saying, chasing fears and shifting gears. I mean, he is just one of those fearless riders that just, he's always out there. He's always pushing everybody. He's, he's always telling me, go bigger, go bigger. But he's also, he also enjoys being pushed by other big bikes too, to go harder. 
And, you know, he's one of those kids that, like, even with all of his smack talk, like, I think he's also just a very respectful kid who, who was raised very well by Jason, his dad. Um, you know, and we kind of came up with this shirt as a surprise to their family. Jason's just one of those single dads that helps anyone and everyone. And, you know, I, I think he deserves a shout out just because of an awesome person he is and the boy that he's raising. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, I agree. Yeah. Dalton is an incredible little kid. Actually, yeah. every, every little opportunity he has, he's helping at the local races. He's flagging or, you know, whatever, whatever he can. That's, that's super cool. Someone of his age. Exactly. Yep. And I would love to just see more riders like that and more, you know, we, we need a better generation to be raised like that. So I think it's a good situation and, and we would really like to see, you know, them come back with a huge check kind of thing because they, they need, they deserve that break. For sure. Absolutely. So, so if you want um, to support, Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Ashley. Oh, I was just going to say that the shirts are under $30. Yeah, how um, much is a shirt? Are, they are twenty nine fifty. Okay. So, but we also have a code for tonight um, to help everybody out. Um, the code flat tire, all lowercase letters, all one word. Uh, you can use that at checkout. We're going to use that on our February release new gear that we're releasing. Um, when I was down there in Florida this last December, we did some test gear uh, rides, and the gear is stepping up. It's just amazing how like. You start from the beginning and you just keep improving. So we're going to do that release in February. Um, so that code flat tire will go to that. And then we also have 50% off already for the all in stock gear on our website. And then any sh orders that are over $50 already has free shipping on that. So go out there, get a shirt at Dalton, check out some of our gear, check out some of our other apparel that we have. Uh, we've got gloves. This stuff is actually pretty cool, and the, the best thing to keep in mind is that, you know, proceeds are going to Dalton as well as proceeds are going back to that writing program that, you know, someday one of us might need to use. So, Awesome. If you guys want to support Dalton, go to dirt, deepdirtgear.com, enter the code flat tire. That's us. Look if you didn't us, get Joe. that, we got our own code. That's 25% all off pre-orders and new gear, and that includes free name and number on the back. Nice. Yeah. So flat That's tire, cool. all one word, all lowercase. Get you uh, lowercase, uppercase, don't care. All one word, flat tire. Oh, they don't care. Lowercase, uppercase. Right, Ashley, don't care. Yeah, it, it shouldn't matter. It still goes in. Sweet. Try it every way. Get yourself a shirt and uh, help out Dalton. Check the gear out. Thanks, guys. And I'll also be around for the main event tomorrow night. Um, I'll be out and about the Blackhawk CBD booth. So just come find me if you want to order a shirt through me, and we can get those ordered and brought out here too. Sweet. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See ya. That's what we got for Dalton Dunehanger. That's pretty cool. I had no idea any of that was going down. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I saw some picture. He's back on the bike. Oh, really? Nice. I think. Didn't um, his dad post some? Hmm, don't quote me on that. Maybe the comments will help me. <gasps> <gasps> Do you know what time it is? Oh, is it trivia time? It is freaking trivia time. All right. The first so one. Okay, 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 okay. I was not prepared. I didn't know we were at this part of the program. <laughs> Shocker. You're not, yeah, you're imagine not prepared. That. Imagine that. It's not going good. Oh. Let me call Jeremy. Oh, man. So we're going to do a little trivia here, boys and girls. Yeah. I'll explain it be once we get um, Jeremy on the line. You're going to have to leave, too. Yeah. Get up front so you can't hear. Okay. Yeah. Yo. Yo, what's up? Jeremy Where Miller, everybody, from 9 to 5 -ers. Yeah, his number's 219. 219 from 9 to 5 -ers. Yeah, buddy. 
Are you ready for some <laughs> trivia, Jeremy? I I am warmed up and ready to go. Oh, damn. Okay, good. Jeremy, how well do you like second places? <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I do have a few second place trophies, but, uh, you know, I'm feeling hungry for a first, so. Ooh. Well, it could happen here. I, I may drop the ball. You never know. I have no idea what kind of crackpot questions. I freaking Chris, love this shit. Chris brought up. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to explain to you guys how this is going to work, okay? Okay. You're each going to get um, four questions. Okay. Are you chewing on your phone, Jeremy? What's that? Are you chewing on your phone? <laughs> no, I just got out of the truck. Oh, okay. Pick up, Pick do, up Jeremy. Do you need a minute? <clears throat> oh, you're good. Okay. You'll each get four questions, all right? Two moto, okay. two non-moto. They will be timed. Um, whoever gets the most right out of four wins. Um, if it's a tie, we go to time. Okay. Okay. Um, so with the timed questions, everything's timed. Okay. Everything's um, timed. Gage, can you time for me so I can read the questions? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the timer starts after I read the first question. Does his phone have a You're going like to run, run off Gage's <laughs> sundial? No, come on. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Did someone hand me a phone. <laughs> Why? You don't know how to use it. <laughs> the flip phone don't have a timer? It does, but it's out there. <laughs> Do you want me to pull one up on Dude, Google? Dusty, Dusty, whip out your freaking gotta, phone. Let's see if I even know where the timer's at. Oh, man. We got two Timer. old timers on that side. <laughs> okay, so... Um, does Gage have a timer on his flip phone? No, Is that no that's the issue we what's, had. Well, what's our, what's our time? I have a timer on the flip phone, but it's uh, out in the other part of the shop. What's so. our time on it? The time limit? Yep. The time limit is one minute and 30 seconds. Okay. For the whole thing? For all four. Let me make sure you just set up. Okay. So, so I, the timer will start after the first question. Um, if you would like to pass, say pass, and we will come back to that question. Question. Yes. If we get something wrong, do you tell us that we get it wrong? No. We? You will leave. Jeremy will go first. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll do Jeremy's four. I'll mute him. We'll do your four, and then we'll go through them both together so he wins. Okay. Okay. You writing, the, are you writing, part? Who's writing stuff down? Writing what down? Like Gage, we have computers. We don't need to write okay. anything down. All right. Well, let's see. So is this the part where I leave? Yep. Um, get out of here. Go to the front. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> All right, Jeremy. Do you have any questions about trivia? Oh, gosh. I... I know a few, but you're probably going to ask no. all the questions I don't do you, know. Do you have any questions about how to play? Say or pass do if you questions? don't know the answer, and we'll come back. No. Okay. No, I'm good. Okay, so I start the timer right after the first after question. After I read okay. the first question. You bet. Here we go. Jeremy, your turn on trivia begins in three, <clears throat> two, one. What is Chandler's last name in the sitcom Friends? Oh, uh, Bing. Where did the first motocross event take place? Oh, my gosh. Uh, pass. Name the three primary colors. Uh, that would be... I think brown is one of them, isn't it? Um, and white and, I don't know, black? Which one of the following <laughs> Australian motorcycle... Which one of the following is an Aust- Austrian motorcycle and sports car manufacturer? Which of the following? Which of the Austrian brands is a sports car and motorcycle manufacturer? Oh, um, not KTM, not, not Husqvarna. Uh, Beta? Which country invented tea? Tea, uh, 
30 seconds. Which country? England. Who is the current champion of the Motocross World Championship? Like, the World Championship. Like, that's Europe and everything? Yep. Uh, oh, my God. Not, not Cairoli, um, Hurling. Where did the first motocross Ten event seconds. take place? Oh, gosh. I'm going to say San Bernardino, California. Time. You had one second left. All right. Well, don't tell him the time, Gage. <laughs> well, that was one second I could have used. No, we don't tell him the time because okay. it comes with a tiebreaker. All right, somebody get Mike. Somebody get Mike. Mike! Alexa. Alexa. I feel like it is absolutely terrible. <laughs> How many questions was that? That's only four questions? That was six. Sorry. I forgot it was six. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm pretty bad at counting, but I was like, I'm pretty sure this is more than four. So six questions, Mike. Great. I'm not very confident because when my wife came and got me, she goes, you're not going to get them. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what he answered on all those? No. Do you? That's why I will say, what? <laughs> write this down. But no one listens to me. Shit. We do, we do need to know that. Though. It's recorded. We, no, but I need to know it for when we... Yeah. Yeah. He, he got friends. Okay, time out. Hold on. I got a pen right here, Gage. I'll write them down. We'll, we'll work on this together. <laughs> it's a team effort. This goes right along with the rest of the night, boys. It has been a total you can't, shit show. You can't ask me the questions again Any because I'm not going to remember my answers. <laughs> He's not going to remember his answers, he says. Oh, I, I remember. Chris, you Just have a fucking notes Chris, on your phone. cell phone in front of you. Notes. I got to read the questions off of that. You can save They're his the answers. TV. The questions I, I thought I was crazy. I don't want to well, okay. Let's I'll go through Mike. Let's go through Mike and see where he does. <clears throat> I'm nervous. Yeah, you should be. I feel like I've been sitting. Yeah, you, you definitely should be. Mike. <laughs> Mike I killed it. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy, we got to mute you. So you don't shit okay. talk, Mike. Goodbye. Suck it, Jeremy. Okay, <laughs> um, let me go to my notes. You're going to have to sweat this out while I do this. Ooh. Were they pretty tough questions, everybody else? Kind of, yeah. yeah. You don't have to yeah. give anything away. Threw me off guard. Just how many did you know, Clint? I'm just curious. Probably like three. Oh. Damn, son. So half of the six. <laughs> That's There's six questions. Oh. The friends one? <laughs> I didn't know the first one either, and we watched a lot. Hey, don't tell Mike any of the. I didn't. Um, stop. Hey, Gage, can I get a beer from you, buddy? Mm-hmm. Oh, look at you! You're just such a man, dude. This is this is why I went to Gage for everything, Clint. He's on top of it. <laughs> just can't beat him. This one's Jesus. finally thought out. <laughs> oh, I'm getting there. I'm remembering him. Are you about ready? I'm getting there. I remember a few of them, so you've got questions. Oh, I forgot what you said for that. I'm going to guess. Yep, so I wish Facebook wouldn't kill all of our music because it would be some good time for some background music. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about that. This is what happens. How many riders? How many riders do you guys think we're going to have tomorrow? I think it's going to be packed. Hopefully. The weather's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I bet we'll get... 400 plus. Man, I was hoping for an intermission during the day at some point so I could cruise on fantasy for a bit. I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it too. Doubt it. Um, Gage, do you have anything to 
write down his answers? Um, I, I got a pen. You yeah. have notes on your flip phone? Yeah, but I have. Oh, I, I don't have you're the only one looking, so don't you just type his answers? I don't want to type them as I'm reading questions. Oh. Oh, Scooter's got a receipt. Yeah, take perfect. That. Every good idea ever. Okay. Well, Should have prepared for this. I was just reading Ryan Peters' comment. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Fuck this guy. What'd he say? <laughs> Don't kick me off, Facebook. Sorry about the language. Chris, are you spending all this time on your phone trying to figure out if the difference between four and six on your calculator? <laughs> it's three, dumbass. Can I ban him? <laughs> Delete, hide, or report this? Freaking report. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, in North Dakota, we learn our numbers in elementary school, such as the difference between four and six. <laughs> oh, that's a little higher there. Okay. Always got five legs. Boom, roasted. Are you ready? All right. Is it trivia time? Do you have any questions about trivia? Uh, no, you just answer the questions that are given to you, right? Say pass. If you don't know the answer, we'll come back to it. Okay. Your turn after I read the first question, Dusty. Is that what you did for Jeremy? Yep. Right Your turn for trivia begins in three, two, one. What is Chandler's last name in the sitcom Friends? I've never watched Friends. Don't know. Where did the first motocross event take place? Belgium. Name the three primary colors. Blue, red, <laughs> yellow. Which one of the following Austrian brands is a motorcycle and sports car manufacturer? What Austrian brand? KTM. Which country invented tea? Did the British do it? Who is the current champion of the Motocross World Championship? Uh, Jeffrey Hurlings. Time. Wasn't there more questions? Gage, you didn't write a single thing down, dude. That was all of them. <laughs> Gage, you were supposed you to write my answers down. down. You were supposed to write his answers down. Oh. Mr. Pen and Paper over there. <laughs> Are you freaking serious? <laughs> Are you shitting me, dude? Bro, that's how you do your picks. <laughs> Come on, man. I was listening. I, I, I remember him. I remember him. Uh, Jeremy, are you there? Hell. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, I am walking through Walmart, like, laughing my ass <laughs> off right now. <laughs> okay. Well, I think I remember. Um, was I right about Belgium? Yeah, that's what I thought. No. God dang it. What? Who won the world championship? First motocross race. Or uh, there it might be some argument, because I just pasted the answers off of Google. So mm -hmm. if they're wrong, tell me. Okay? Are you ready? Uh, first question, what is Chandler's last name on the sitcom um, Friends? Jeremy said Bing. Mike said never, Mike said, never watched doesn't it. know. Uh, one to zero. Jeremy. Boom. Dang. Where did the first motocross event take place? Um, Jeremy said Detroit. Detroit. Is that what you said? No. What'd you say? San Bernardino. No, he said pass. San Bernardino. Fucking wrong. Uh, <laughs> Mike, Mike said Belgium. Belgium. Los Angeles. That's what it says. Oh. That was close. One to zero, Jeremy. That's incorrect, boys. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, motocross. Is it Clint, in, the, what is in it? the United States or what? I'm not sure exactly. Los Angeles. You mean in the world, like the first world? I don't know, bro. Or motocross. I just in read the, the question. It's definitely not being. <laughs> I just read the questions. They didn't bring. Anyway, Jeremy, one to zero. Jeremy, one to zero. Oh, yeah. Name the three primary colors. Jeremy said brown, gray, maybe white. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's white, brown, white, black. 
Mike said red, yellow, and blue. That is correct. Woo! One to one. Sucker. Which of the following Nerd. Austrian brands is a motorcycle and sports car manufacturer? Jeremy, did you say Husky? You said Beta. Uh, no, I, I screwed up and said Beta. Beta. <laughs> Mike said KTM. Yeah, that is correct. It. Two to one, Mike. <laughs> Which country invented T? Jeremy said uh, England. England. Mike, Mike, I, I said the British, so. Both wrong. China. Really? Who, I don't what? know about this one. You guys had the same answer, but that's not what the internet said. Who is the current champion of Motocross World Championship? Jeffrey Hurlings. You 100%. both said Hurlings. Is it? 100%. Okay, well, then this one's he's running. Yeah, the, it's got to be Hurlings. He's running the number one for the first time right. in, this year. Well, then the internet's wrong. Yeah, you want it. Both got that one correct. Three to two, Mike Neal. Suck it, Jeremy. Ah, <laughs> Told <it>. you so. <laughs> yeah, well, Mike, you better be watching yourself. All right, with the Indy tomorrow. We're gonna get the oh, boot. we're going to get booted. Oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Are we still on Facebook? Oh, we are, dude. <laughs> so far. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Sauce? Nice. Just little. I wouldn't risk it. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> dude, you can see me freaking out on camera right now. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> dude, I had a really good one of Jeremy one, too. <sighs> Dang. Oh, well. Real quick. Real quick. So, dabble. Just dabble. Don't give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a little question here. So next next time we do a podcast, it'll grow to fifty dollars, right? Correct. What if I go undefeated? I'm not saying that I'm going to, but what if it happens? We haven't thought of that. So do I? Do I get a pretty good deal on some boots, Gage? Sure. I saved you a ton of money all year, buddy. <laughs> then if, if you if you win, then Chris has to buy you a real bike instead of a Suzuki. Oh, oh dang. dang. Dude, I don't want any garage sale piece of shit that he's going to show oh, up with. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, well, Jeremy, thanks for playing. Um, sorry you suck. We'll see you around <clears> the races. Jeremy from 9 to 5, everybody. See you tomorrow, buddy. Say hey, bye, uh, Jeremy. Yeah. See ya. Good job, Mike. By the skin of my teeth. Um, you guys we beat him by time. For sure, though, the you first ever motocross race ever was in Europe, guaranteed. It was in the United States. Yeah, what? We're out on the mics or the headphones. Both of you? We can't hear shit. You there both can't? There it is. There it is. Uh, what's up, boys? Nope. Back to nothing. Oh, my God. Hello? Hello? Hey? Maybe try me the board over there. No, it would be these two. They're not in the board over there. No. There. There it is. Kind of. Kind of staticky. Yeah? Yeah, we're good. They're good. Fixed it? Yeah. Still good? Yep. yep. Don't, All right. don't touch that red wire. And we're back. And we're <laughs> back again. All right, good job, Mike. Uh, <laughs> next podcast, if you want to um, do face Mike and Trivia, it will be $50 up, on, up for grabs for MX Connection. Nice. So did you guys tie on, or did Mike beat him on? Three to two. Mike beat him three to two. You killed him on time, too. Oh, really? He took a minute and 29 seconds. What'd I take? Out of a minute 30? Yeah. used it all? Holy (laughs) shit. Minute seven is what you took. Nice. Or No, not 37 seconds is what you took. The whole thing? Yeah. Nice. Uh, Trivia brought to you by Gold Standard Cabinetry. That was that. Gage's tech tip. Shout out to those guys for coming in, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so today's tech tip, it will be about tires. Um, I get this question a lot. Um, people say, hey, I want a, a soft train tire. Well, a lot of people know, okay, a soft train tire, is it a soft rubber or is it for soft train? There's a lot of 
confusion about that. So if you get a hard pack tire, it'll actually be a softer Duram rubber. If you get a soft train tire, it'll be a harder tire. Like the actual rubber will be harder. Like the carcass and everything, the, the, the knobs, knobs and stuff. and everything, yep. So on a <coughs> soft train tire, they want the knobs to stand up and scoop more, where a soft or a hard train tire will actually want to bend flex, be a softer rubber, and uh, so they won't rip or tear as easy. Um, there's a lot of confusion about that, so we're just trying to clear that up on, on t- you know, softer hard pack tires. So Nice. Do you sell around here mostly medium hards? Mainly medium hards because everything we have around here so is pretty much hard, hard yeah. pack. If it's not hard pack in the first moto, by second moto it will be. So, What about indoor season? Do you sell more soft terrain tire? Yeah. We little get like scoops kind of sometimes? A little bit more. Um, you know, But even second or towards the end of the night, that even hard you know, gets pretty hard. It does, pack, yeah. So we try to keep, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard. If you get medium to hard, medium to soft, they work well in a lot of different terrain, but... In our area, it's mainly medium, the hard packs. So. Mm-hmm. I heard tires are going to be a little difficult to get next year, huh? Anyone that wants Difficult tires, to get this year. I know, dude. They were difficult to get this year, and they, the way they're talking about it right now, is it's going to be worse next year. So Oof, That's rough. If you want tires, you want good fresh meat on the ground, you better stock up early. Um, right now, they're readily available, but they said by July, August, like, they might not be any, so Dang. I'll make sure to get get them, get them early, get stocked up because uh, we don't know what's going to happen here in a couple months. So, right. Gage's tech tip. Uh, Sean Dion says hi, Clint. Hello, Ryan Peters. <laughs> um, oh, Luke Bestian says this is the true definition of a janky podcast show. I don't appreciate that one bit, <laughs> Luke. I'm right there with you, buddy. Um, Chris. Oh, what is this? Can you get Clint to show his tattoo on camera? His tramp stamp one, though, right above his man thong waistband. <laughs> From Ryan Peters. Clint, help. Yeah? No? <laughs> no. Okay, he's out on that. I got his name tattooed on my ass. <laughs> Do you really? You have Ryan Peters' name on your yeah. ass? No way. No, I got your name. Oh, your name. Okay. <laughs> he won't show it, Ryan. Right now... Ryan says, right now, 10 times more people are watching this than there are that like the Sturgis track. (laughs) (laughs) Not my words, his words. (laughs) Okay. Stark electric bike. Clint, what do you think? I think it's pretty cool. People like to bag on it and stuff. It's coming. It's inevitable. Yeah. I just want to see one. I just, whoever makes, I mean, I know they struggle, you know, they get investors and that kind of stuff, but. These guys seem like they're the real deal, you know. You got Tortelli, is it Tortelli? Yep. And, yep. Um, you know, Eric Bernard's yeah, involved, and Hill. He's been on them and around them, and he's just a perfect fit for that kind of stuff. Like anything, just that is right that's up his alley, and it's like going to change the game. I think the thing's awesome. I think yeah. it's badass. Watching the videos, it's probably one of the best. I mean, we way back on the Troy Lee team, we got to ride one, and I don't even remember the name of it. And Ping did a deal on it when he was on Racer X. Oh yeah, they rode around. I can't remember the name. I'd have to text him, but that's before an Alta. Yeah, it was before all that, and it was kind of like janky. Oh, really? Yeah. Sketchy a little bit. We were we were at Star West, which is State Fair now. Sure. So we were there, and I was out there. I didn't get to ride it, but I was around it, looking at it, and they were doing all these things on it. And I'm like, I bet that was super weird back then because that was probably the first of its time. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. oh man, that's silent. And, what is that? <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't like KYB suspension and 
you know, done oh, it right. Yeah. Like th- they're doing their homework now. They those things are going to be. Yeah, I was I was actually surprised it didn't have WP suspension right, on it. Right, but yeah, it was cool to see KYB go back on. Yeah, but you're right though. It's going to happen one of these days. We're going to be racing electric dirt bikes. I'm I'm a gas motor dude, but yeah, me too. It's good for tracks though, right? It's good yeah. for. Uh, like people starting kids in their backyard too. There's no noise complaint. You know, that's the biggest downfall of dirt bikes is everybody complains about the noise. And that's cool that they've found a way to eliminate it. It just. They're doing it in F1. Yeah. Yeah. They have the E series. Especially too, like in theory, um, you can adjust, you can infinitely adjust an electric motor. Right. You know what I mean? Like I get, they'll probably have maps and stuff for it, but in theory, like you can adjust current. Mm-hmm. infinitely until it, it's maxed out right so like if you're starting out on a bike that could be your bike from a 125 to a 450 mm-hmm. the whole time it's right. going to be tough to regulate cheating though i feel like you know mm-hmm. there has to be i was talking to someone about this um when we played um like semi-pro paintball our guns have computers and screens on them and they had tournament locks on them and you had to turn you could look at the gun and see the lock was on and the only way to get the lock off was to take the gun apart which you can't do in a game you don't have time right so there'd have to be some kind of like class lock on it because it's coming with a screen right right so it could say right on the screen 250 locked right yeah so like the guy cruising down the gate could just check him over real quick right yeah yeah something like that you know they would have to find a way to regulate it. They absolutely have to. Otherwise, people will be cheating. I mean, people cheat now in the freaking PW class at <laughs> Loretta's. You know what I mean? Like, people yeah. cheat any chance they get. I I know it's coming, but I just it's weird. Can you imagine tomorrow night, all sitting there? <laughs> yeah, you just hear them. You walk you, in there, you see the, the only flames thing... going, and you hear the announcer, and all of a sudden you just don't hear nothing. Then you just yeah. hear chains and. Could you imagine weird. tomorrow night at our indoor? All you hear is me. Oh, that everyone's gonna want to recall, dude. dude. <laughs> That's gonna suck. That would suck. The thing I don't like about it though, it races the noise of like 450 Pro Class taking off adds a lot of hype to it. It does. And then yeah. Mike Neal screaming over top of it adds a lot to it. You it know? gives you that that's energy. That's what I mean. It's yeah. just yeah, it's that. That's why you come there. Yeah. I mean, I'm still I'm 41 years old, and I come to a race, and sometimes like get right behind a start gate, even at an amateur race, and you get a little. A little emotional. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you still love it. You know, you're yeah. still into it. You get it. that feeling. Yeah, that, it's just, it's oh, pretty man. cool. It's cool. What does that mean for, like, guys like Gage and you guys like Gage and Clint? Like, all electric bikes. Like, it's kind of like I get on board or get left behind. You still got suspension. You still got to make for the sure. bike handle. But I, I'm just saying, like, big time, like, A, A1 filling the stadium ain't going to happen. No, yeah. It'll be not our generation because we're all gas heads and yeah. gear heads and that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's Dude, what I was going to say. Do you think my kids, when my kids are watching racing on TV? Maybe. Because they don't know no better. Right. Think of that. Like if there was no gas engines and you grew up and that's all you know. Yeah. Back in my day, you know, that's all you do. <laughs> when I was mixing gas and oil, yeah. boys. And they're probably like, you're crazy. Yeah. You know, like, this idiot put oil in his gas. <laughs> yeah, I want to tell that. <laughs> my dad's so dumb. <laughs> He said they all did it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think um, there's something about, you know, mechanisms and, and things that are going on. Um, no different than a firearm or a, a you know, bike. There's an explosion going on. You know, the, I don't know. I think it's, it's going to be, it's going to happen, but it's probably not going to be in my lifetime. Um, but I think it is coming because there's more and more people that don't want to, work on their bikes they just want to ride right you know with the easiness yep like i just want to get on and ride the thing put it away 
and get on next time and be able to do the same thing. But, you know, especially us older guys, um, I like mechanical things. I like knowing that there's so many moving parts and we got control all that. Right. So I, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. So do you think that they will possibly be a little bit safer? Like a guy doesn't have to worry about a bike letting go on the face of a jump? Not that that Could happens shut all off. the time, but they shut off. I mean, that's why Cobra hasn't put theirs out yet. Oh, you know, there. I I know other reasons too, but basically, KTM had a little bit of issue there, you know, and uh, I think with the liquid cool, they're trying to liquid cool them and everything. But I I think anything you uh, is is built, it can break, right? Yeah, and it can is, lock up chains, yeah, that's true. Yeah. swing arms, wheels can explode. You know, and that motor, that shaft, like whatever they're having trouble with with the KTM's for a bit, but they just got to get it figured out because the ones where they're having trouble is like snow, cold, mud races, oh, sure. sand, huh. like those, and then, but they'll get it figured out. They need to hit up the boys at Dewalt and figure out what they got going. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> man, you just clip an eighteen volt on the front of your bike. <laughs> yeah, man, I got the supercharge pack back in the trailer too. <laughs> then you will forever be married to the Dewalt battery game, though. <laughs> yeah. dude. You are fucked. Have you ever seen those videos of um, where they hook like Milwaukee batteries up to like Barbie Jeeps and they just rip? <laughs> no. Oh, dude, they're so cool. Well, they're spinning Brodies. Yeah, <laughs> just doing nuts on drifting them. Drifting in them. But really, I mean, motocross bikes. The things that they can go through and the things that they take, I mean, they run from desert races to snow bikes. It's the worst conditions on the planet, dusty, wet, mud, sand, Extremes whatever. Extremes yeah. on every end. And really the most reliable vehicle out there. I mean, when you think about it, there's not a side-by-side or vehicle that can take what motocross bikes can do if they're well-maintained. And that's where I think, like you said, a lot of the real wet, real cold, because lithium batteries don't like that. Right. You know, so it'll be interesting to see how it all comes along. But, you know, like we said, it's, it's going to come, but probably not in my lifetime. But we'll see. Enduro guys don't have to worry about it for a while, it sounds like. And the overload of it. Yeah. You just hit the table. It's good. Oh, it's good? Yeah, no. It was uh, like. Yeah. My bad. Jesus. But just like. You're good, though? Good. What a sensitive setup. <laughs> Can't even touch a cable. Goes right along with our whole show. <laughs> uh, KYB, they were talking about um, their goal is bulletproof for 4,000 hours. Minus, like, wearables. What? That Stark bike. 4,000 4, hours. 4,000 hours. Dang, that is insane. That's Just a lot. bike running. That isn't. That'd be insane. How do they know that already? That's th- that's yeah. like a, That's like a goal. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's a goal. They said oh, that's a goal. Said they, no, no, no. They said, said the goal they is. They must be testing it now. No. Russia. <laughs> like yeah, it, somewhere. Seen it's just on a yeah. treadmill. <laughs> Wicked. <Yeah. laughs> Wee! Yeah, it'd be silent too. <laughs> yeah. Does the treadmill louder or the yeah, bike? Probably the treadmill. <laughs> you got to change chains in the middle then of it. Then you blow a breaker because you're charging your. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, KYB on it. We said that. They had it listed at 13.5. But it's not bad. You so got to think dude, for if, a new, right. totally new motorcycle. And if it's quotes bulletproof for four thousand hours, you're not doing oil or air filters for four thousand hours. That's insane. Yeah, but man, that's gnarly. Really. Cool concept. Yeah. Anything else for start? Oh, eighty horsepower. Max 80 horsepower. It's nuts. What are you going to do with that? It is It is cool that you could do 125, 250F, 450, whatever you wanted. You know? Open class. Yeah. That is yeah. pretty cool. And to get that package at that dollar amount, 
seems like a pretty good deal, right? Yeah. You know, cause you're kind of buying more than just one motorcycle at a time in a way. Yeah. You know? And what was the weight on those? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I know. I think they're taking pre-order. God damn! I hope they're heavier than a Suzuki. Two forty-five. Hear the end of it. Two forty-five. <laughs> What's it, what was a Suzuki? Do you remember? Oh god, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Zach on the chat wanted to know if Suzuki's electric bike will have a Kickstarter on it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Taylor Schaub, talk about C class. Talk about C class. Let's talk about C-Class. What do you guys want to know about C-Class? <laughs> um, Chaos, carnage, and confusion. The boys. whoops are going to be tough for you tomorrow. I can tell you that. Taylor's not C. No, Taylor writes B, right? Yeah. Yeah. He just wants to know about C-Class. Yeah. Tell us about C-Class, Blake. Crash class. That's all there is to it. <laughs> They're definitely not hitting that double after the step off tomorrow. No. no not the finish line. It's got a real hucky vibe to do, it. Do you think they'll even allow them? No. No. Uh -uh. They'll shut it down? No. It's pretty big. What else? Anything else for C-Class? Quit cross-jumping! Yeah. Stop doing that. Pay attention to the flags, too, guys. There you go. Think little Gage Shelton will do good tomorrow? Yeah. Is he riding C? I think he's riding C, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. yeah he did the last one. He's He's been kind of coming right along lately. Yeah. It's good for him. If good. he can just ride how he rides at a practice track, I know the kid is capable of winning every class. Flying at a practice track? Kick and rip. It's, it's all <laughs> mental. Yeah. That's how it is for half of them. Well, like, he got the whole shot, and then he checked out. Yeah. But if he's in mid-pack, it's tough. I mean, indoors is tough, because you got to get aggressive, or you got to get left behind. I mean, mm -hmm. Adam said the C stands for crash. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, we're on to you, Clint. About to hear from Clint. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Do we need one of these first? <laughs> do we need a Wasi Customs beer break? Oh, do you need a beer? Sure. Piss, beer. Dusty just pissed. <laughs> All right, piss and beer. Um, give us five minutes. Five minutes. We'll be back. Taylor, is it just me or is Chris looking red? Yeah. Okay, so Same yeah, we, have, we are on fucking live. What's that? Adam Odlin. See, the C stands for crash. That's true. But they go for it. That's for sure. Gotta give it to them. One thing is, like, I don't know. To me, in the C class, like, you need that stepping stone. You want to get out of there fast. But you you got to try it. You, you got to. But yeah. you got to oh, be yeah. responsible about it. Yeah. Like pick and choose the right time. Well, there's got to be a little bit of self-preservation there. Oh, my dad is watching now? <laughs> Shit. Switch the camera, so. Where can he see me? <gasps> Clint, did you see that? Hey, Dad. I wish there's a camera over here. <laughs> I knocked that off and caught it behind my back. Hold on. Uh -huh. Hi, Dad. Oh, hi, Dad. <laughs> hi. So where is he at? He's in Cuba right now. And he's watching. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. You just yeah. talk shit on him, too. I told him he could stay as long as he wanted. I don't really... I mean, I, I'm stealing his pickup and his dog while he's not here, so... <laughs> just a joke thing we got going. Yeah, that's good. We're trying to answer questions on the chat. Oh, yeah? What's on here? Shit about C-Class. Is it just me or is Chris looking red? Probably because I was laughing, bro. Man. <laughs> Blake, no one cares to see you. <laughs> oh, dang. Taylor? Eric said uh, he rode some Altas and could hear the oil in the suspension. Eric Molman. Oh, even my dad told me to stop the camera. Like, dad, just stay there. 
Stay off the camera, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Ratings will go down. <laughs> I'm glad you left. <laughs> Frick you, Dad. Jesus. Damn. What did, what did Eric say? That he's rode Altas. That you could hear the oil and the suspension. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. You don't do that on motocross. Like, you kept uh, reaching for the clutch and shift lever. Yeah, I suppose. It's natural habit. Yeah. It's got to be crazy, too, because two stroke to four stroke the first time. Yeah. Over jumped our double at our track, like, over jumped it. And I thought, like, I wasn't going to make it. Yeah. You know, because you're just so used to 250 and then hit it. And that yeah. thing's just like, and you're like, oh, there's the landing. There it goes. <laughs> so different. Well, it's like riding Ezra's 500. I don't know how many times like you come up and it gets that little extra ding off the lip. Yeah. And it can send an extra five feet. <laughs> yeah. If you don't get it, though, it, it's <laughs> minus five feet. <laughs> That's the first bike I ever raced. Really? That's scary. A KX500? Belfouche, yeah. My, Dang. It was gnarly. Belfouche? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you said? Oh, nice. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Was but that a step what? down or Wait. was it a step up? It was like where they had the tabletops along the ridge. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, and my. But did you I do was young and I didn't. My bike blew up. Well, we'll tell the story. But yeah, my bike blew up and the, my buddy that I was with, he's like, just. He was like an old welder at Railroad there, <laughs> Transisco. He's like, just ride my 500. Yeah, why not? And I'm like, <laughs> do you want to die? Sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sure. I, I was letting off. I didn't know what I was doing, man. Like, first race, rode for maybe a month when I was 18 yeah. you know, and I was endoing really bad and not clearing the jumps. Cause I was scared. The thing was just going to take off Yeah. about the time I get whiskey. <laughs> I never did wreck. What year was that about? It was, uh, 99, 99, 90, maybe 98. So did it have the big step down or yeah. the big, st- okay. So, back in like, step I down. just remember those tables along the ridge kind of coming back. Yep. Yep. Like one of them was probably the finish. Yep, yep. Yeah. And you pit it up top. Cause it, it's gone both ways, the track. Yeah. So sometimes it's a step up, sometimes step down. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it was step down for sure. Cause yeah. that's that was a scary like, step down. No. Yeah, I'm like, dude. Going like, <laughs> Clint, are you ready? Yes, sir. Where are you from? Mile City, Montana. Oh, okay, so originally. Yep. Oh, born nice. and raised. Yep. See, I didn't know if that was where you were actually from, or if that's just where you live now. Yeah, no, that's where I'm born and raised there. Cool. So he knows yeah. my brother because my brother owns a Montana bar up there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Had a long night with him. Man, we went to his bar one time and it took all night. Yeah, because Tubbs, <laughs> Tubbs Pub and the Montana bar. Yeah. yeah. yeah Tubbs good. Pub. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's good. You got to go there. It is. Get, the get food the was food. actually really, really good. good. Yeah. yeah, get the gut buster. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think so. That's what you're looking for, Chris. <laughs> the gut. Do you have one, Mike? No, we had some really good. What, what did we have? Mac and cheese balls? And some. Yeah, oh, they were fantastic. And I had a burger too. Yeah, it was good. When they get the stuffed burger too, where they got. That's what I had. Loaded and inside is really They good. got like seven different direct TVs. So you can like get racing on. Or there's. Every time I go in there, there's like quad racing or something. And then <laughs> oh. football and whatever. It's cool. Huh. They're a sponsor. Pubs. Tubs Pub. Tubs Pub. Yep. Oh, goodness. Well, he's, he was super Bro, I am and, looking red. <laughs> maybe it's this light. <laughs> He's super I thin. I <laughs> know, yeah, I do too, dude. <laughs> this light's at, ridiculous. At the end, I'll flip my camera around so everybody can see <laughs> this freaking orb in the middle dude, of the room. It sucks. Is it bad? I haven't seen Dusty since we started. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, 
look into the light. But the cameras <laughs> look cool. Look at you guys. Yeah, we do look cool. Okay, Excellent. what would you suggest? I I know what Thomas would. He chewed my ass for putting that thing there. Yeah, hang it from the ceiling. No, that that was our original problem. Because the, the hats, hats make everyone's faces too mm, dark. Shadowed. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Let's just move it along. <laughs> I'm trying to solve your orb problem. Yeah, I don't got one for you. <laughs> Uh, what got you into riding? Oh, when I was a kid. Always wanted to ride. You know, I one of those kids that just had BMX bikes and always putting the playing cards or poker cards in the spokes. Oh, hell yeah. Always riding. And I had a buddy. His name is Kelly Stewart. I'd call him out because he's the one that was on there co- doing the comment. But he always had the sick bikes, you know, like the YZ80 and 95 or whatever. And uh, we built a track in my backyard over on kind of where we both lived so we just grew up together riding and i just wanted to do it i just had such a love for it it didn't pan out <laughs> so i got a bike for like a little bit and then we kind of made a deal with my dad that i had to make honor roll and i didn't make honor roll. oh dang oh, it he no sold, he sold it and, dang it yeah and i wasn't too bitter about it or anything but it was just like in you still you know yeah. so when i got older and got to when i was 18 that's when i was able to get my first bike oh nice. o- always always loved it just intrigued by it. I don't know why. Just always had the posters on the walls because you know you had to wait two weeks for Art yep. Ekman and David Bailey to do Speed World and right. you know do all that and the Supercross and so that's kind of it. Just how it was. That's cool. What yeah. was your first bike that you went out and bought for yourself? Uh, it was from High Tech Motorsports and it was uh, a '97 RM125. RM Army, Chris. I lost my button too because I. Put- <laughs> Did them with tri- I did change them to trivia buttons, you know. Uh, that one will still work. <laughs> <laughs> that's something Billings, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure why. I don't think they had a bike in town because we have RMC up there. Yeah. And uh, I worked for them for a while too when I was a kid, when my early 20s. But yeah, I just went up there and they had a bike for like three grand, and I blew it up. Didn't know it was supposed to run race gas in it, so I was out of a bike, and that's the story I was telling earlier about Belfouche and coming down. So Rick Dittis got me kind of into racing. Oh, yeah. So me and Kelly would ride. So my friend, childhood friend, he had bikes. So he had a like a YZ125, and then yeah. I got one. And, uh, yeah, we just we rode out at Spotted Eagle. And uh, we was just uh, the, I just remember the first day getting it, it was just, like, awesome. Yeah. You know, that feeling oh, of, yeah. like, the sun's going down. And I'm like, dude, I got a bike. Like, yeah. like how cool is this? Yeah. And, uh, just, and nothing beats that fresh new bike feel especially oh, yeah. when like you're the first one you've ever bought you know what i mean yeah. like that's incredible that's something you'll remember and forever I, and i was savvy enough i didn't want an xr 100 yeah or, you right. know i yeah, knew yeah. what i wanted and what i could afford or whatever at that time and even though my parents helped me with it too so yeah i got that and then it blew up and we're having trouble with it so then i went back up there traded it in and i got a brand new rm 125 oh nice. and i rode the heck out of that thing for a whole year and I, I raced Gillette broke my arm oh man yeah and uh separated my lower back and Ooh. I was kind of messed up and so I was like oh maybe I shouldn't race you know so I just would ride and ride and just loved it a year later go over to Jamestown North Dakota and do the same thing get tired and go through a set of whoop section that they don't have anymore and they had this 180 corner and you guys know Krogs oh uh, yeah Easton no, Krog no yeah Easton they're his dad and Kyle, sure. or sorry, Kyle, Luke, mm-hmm. all those guys. And so when we got into riding, they had a track in Dickinson. I don't know if you guys remember that. Don't. I've but only... they held races there up on their property, and Dennis would do 
schools and stuff. So we, we got to hang out and that's where I got to know like Eric Nelson and all the North Dakota guys. Sure. That's cool. And we raced over there a lot too. So he, that's what I mean by him getting me into the racing was I just, yeah, let's go. And it's then cool I get you, hurt. Cool that you found yourself in the Black Hills racing on Belfouche though. Yeah, absolutely. We'd go everywhere. We'd come down here and I'm jumping around, but we'd come down here, do the arena cross or the super cross in front of the stands and then go back up for North, the NDMA stuff that was on Sunday. So it's fun when you get that mode where it's just like, we got to go yeah. anything local, regional, whatever. And it's just put it to the grind yeah. and go. Yeah. Like that's, that's a fun, it's a grind, but it is a fun grind. Yeah. It's awesome. I, mean, I, I miss going to a different race every weekend and just whatever, all the struggles that come along with it and everything. It just, it ends up being fun and somehow. Just, <laughs> and just being a kid, you know, just riding and not worrying about tomorrow. Yeah. You know, just just having fun. And he was really into it, and his boys were young. You know, his kids were young, and I was just kind of like that older son probably a little bit too, you know? Sure. And he just he taught me a lot. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, so I got hurt the first two years. I'd wreck, didn't race, held it together, practicing, and we are a spotted eagle. He built, like, gnarly stuff. So that's where I learned how to, like, get better faster like really quick because right. people come there and go man this is gnarly for like back in the day it was gnarly yeah. and so like i said i went over jamestown wrecked again hurt myself then i just started learning how to tame it down oh and, sure uh i sold that and i got a 250 and everybody was like oh no <laughs> 250 what's gonna bro can't hang on a 125 <laughs> yeah so <laughs> kind of a squid a little bit there c class you know just learning and then we started doing arena crosses so we'd come down here, do Seven Downs Arena. Oh, this man, and Spearfish. Yeah, yeah that's and back in the day. do Casper. Sure. You know, and that's back in the day when, like, Tanner Reedman was on 80s riding 125 Pro classes yep. and stuff, and it was just cool, you know, and we'd ride down together. And the Pruitts owned Outdoor Performance in Sydney, which is, like, basically Mondack now that moved to Williston. So just a lot of good people and we would just race all the time in south dakota back then had a lot of races like we'd go to brookings and you know doc oh, peterson sure. and stuff i know those guys have pictures of back in the day we'd come over there two three years in a row so we were in it and i was in it i just love to do it you know yeah and when you're in that zone you just eat breathe and sleep it you yeah. just love it it's and i'm just playing catch up you know I'm oh like, yeah i'm trying to be as good as i can be as soon as i can be because i'm like kids are riding since six i'm riding when i start at 18 right you know and it's just like behind the eight ball so just doing five gallon cans of gas like every time you go ride just ride the wheels off stuff you know same so, situation dusty yeah it's pretty cool well and they're talking Catch about c-class it. stuff and you know th there's a spot for that i mean there's a time where you need to be in that class absolutely and, and learn every one of us at this table was racing in the c-class yeah, at some point I'm not, like i don't we've, I, we've all been there it's sketchy and i understand I, I get it you know barely you made it out no yeah, I mean, there's I had some bad wrecks racing that stuff, you know, and then you just learn like right away, like either I better get it figured out or this ain't for me. Yeah, or I get, it sucks, man. Like yeah. you're getting bathed by your mom at 18, <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, no, 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 I got it, and then you slip in the tub and re-break my arm, like <laughs> and lay there, and just come home at lunch, and I'm all like messed in, up again in the tub, like white as a ghost. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's and that chick back there's having have has had to give me showers like full on oh, showers yeah. and bathe me. You have to wipe your wipe your butt. Not yet. No, I'm sure that day is coming though. <laughs> <laughs> so they're nodding. Nah, <laughs> but the thing is, like, you know, there's a time and place where you need to be in that and and learn, and you see what other guys are doing on bikes, and you see what you know 
the block passes and, and you think you can do that and you might not have quite the control. <clears throat> so you're trying to learn how to navigate all that and still advance and everything else. Plus so, adrenaline. Like a lot of a lot of kids there there's so much adrenaline involved with motocross. Like as soon as that gate drops, half the kids just black out on adrenaline, you know? Like Yeah, it, absolutely. So you have to learn how to channel that a little bit and understand like what your body's going through because your your mind's going nuts. And you just have to figure out a way to just chill that out <coughs> and make sense of it all, kind of. Yeah, maintain it. I think the best it. part of C-Class is your, mo- there's like a part in your head where it clicks. You're like, ooh, I need to get out of this class. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's good. And that's like that winter where I just, you go indoor and you think you're going to wreck worse, you know, because you see a lot more wrecks because it's so tight. Right. Yeah. That. And I just remember going to Valley City, winning my first race ever in the 250C. And I just like was... It was Static. awesome, right? yeah. yeah. Like you're just like, holy crap! Like I finally did it. Yep. Like I won a race. I made you know, it li- straight up. Yep. Yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody it's knows. Like C, me it's now. like C class, you know. You're but not jumping anything. <laughs> yeah, you know. And you're, you're still stoked though. Yeah, you're still and stoked. I was always conscientious of my style. I always wanted good style and good form and technique. I didn't want to look like, you know. I was uh, so you're. It's hard for some people because they just don't know. Like they're like, I feel like I have good style, and you're like, no. You kind of don't, you know, like you got to, yeah. you got to, yeah. and we didn't have cameras and stuff. We didn't watch. We just tried sure. to think about it and emulate it. Like I said, I had a really good teacher who did us. I mean, Eric was down riding with him like a month ago and he's like, if I put gear, like if Clint was in your gear and riding right now, he's like, it's so crazy. And Rick was telling me that last night I stayed at his house cause I was down there. He's like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Cause yeah. he like learn from him and I think he rides pretty good. You know, he, he still rips. He's always He's been fast. And uh, he just always had that style, you know. And I think you just ride with him all the time. You ride with people like that. You just, you kind of adapt. Where some of the C-class people, they don't. They, they're just riding with another C-class guy. Sure. And like my buddy, Kelly Stewart, the guy I was telling you about, dude, he can come off the couch and just look awesome. He's yeah. one of those guys. Like, I have to have God, a ton that. of seat time. And he could just like he come out and blew everybody's mind. He got a one twenty five, come out jump all these tabletops, gnarly doubles, goes over. You guys know Mike? I think it was Mike Barnes. Yep, I remember Mike Barnes. He's, yeah, he yep. went over and raced one twenty five B. Never really raced. He raced an eighty five or whatever over in Billings one time, and then went over there to Beulah, and like was beating him the whole race, and then got second. It was just like everybody's like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah, you know, and he's just so naturally talented. And I just had to work my butt off mm-hmm. to do it you know yeah, yeah yeah i don't feel like natural talent was something i was ever given either it's just no. a lot of trial and error boys yeah. <laughs> like and just repetition and learning and doing the same thing over and over and over again. and just being an extremist not knowing that i'm an extremist now i do and you learn how to channel it but just being addicted to something and you're just like i'm gonna yeah. keep doing it and yeah, yeah it hurts at that moment but i remember like when i broke my arm i did not want metal because like it you know, did us people telling you that are older, you don't want metal, it's cold up here, you're gonna ache. And if you put a rod in that thing and you ride more and it breaks and it bends. So then they had me in an air cast. So then I was already on the bike again, not <laughs> jumping, doing corners, like being an idiot, you know, like if I fell over, I would have ruined it again. Right. But just just But in that moment care. though, it's so worth it. Yeah, it didn't yeah. Care. right. You're so convinced that like, this like, is exactly what I need to be doing. We've always said we don't recommend this. But we've all done, yeah. done things like that. Yeah, I've cut casts off to go racing dirt bikes too. But I am also the first person to tell all these kids that are doing this not to do it. 
Right. I had to get an arm rebroke because I was doing that shit. Right. Like, I got not lu- worth I got kids. lucky, you know. Mine's like seven degrees off. You can feel it. And I still got atrophy there. Yeah. But I mean it's I had a twenty one percent bow in my arm. Yeah, that's crazy. That doesn't sound like much, but on someone's arm you're like, that's messed up. Yeah, they they say like ten percent is where it's not you can do f- like full physical, like basketball, whatever, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean that's just kinda what we did and then I went over just kept pra- like kept riding and enjoying it, but understanding it more. Now I'm in the B class, or no, sorry, we start we started that next year in the C class, and then they moved us up. Oh, nice. So there was like three of us that were just having like barn burners in the C class. Like we just um, can't remember the guy's name, uh, Sm- Smith, out of Oaks, North Dakota, and then this Barnes, not Barnes, sorry, uh, I don't know. They don't matter, but. You know, a guy on a Cowie, you know, a guy on a Honda, and then I was on a Suzuki. Honda, oh. or I was on a Honda for a bit, and then Chance Pruitt said, what is it going to take for us to ride, like Yamaha? And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll ride one. He's like, give me your bike, and I'll give you a, a carryover, so a 2000 YZ. Straight across trade? Yeah. Well, I had some high hours on my, on my Honda two-stroke, but, dude, that Yamaha was so good. I just yeah. remember that thing. What year was that? Uh, 2000. Oh, yeah. So 2001 were... Yep. Not the same bike. Still had the steel frame. Yeah, so I was like, why not? You know, and dude, when I did it, it was just like that bike handled so good. Suspension, frame, and it was such a good bike. Just run mode tool, T800 in that thing and pump gas, and I never rebuilt it all year because you just didn't know no better. Yeah. But just practice, race, practice, and I think I tied for first in one of the classes over there for C, but they moved us up to B and then got second and stayed over there. Yeah. So I got a full year in. Where we were, we were doing that. We were going down to Colorado, or we're coming down here to South Dakota, and then, like I said, NDMA. Now they do double headers, where right, um, there was Sunday races, so we could come here, you know, get in late and then sleep in the back of the pickup, and then you know, go race like, on yeah, Sunday and then morning race, and, then and then drive. You remember like Brett Bruce? Oh yeah, oh, Brett oh, dude, Bruce. Like, yeah. and he'd show up, and we were kind of buddies with him, you know, because he knew Didis and yep. stuff, and then like obviously Bill Stork, oh yeah, and uh, Ball, uh, Ballman. Yep, Bauman and Stela. Stela was Stela? Good. Yeah, I've raced. I, I deal with this boy now. I did some suspension for him, and he's his boys in Colorado. You race with Kurt Hyde and all those guys in yeah. too, yeah. So it's just kind of cool, you know, just being around those guys and just passionate, just yeah. older guys like us with yeah. just a younger group, like saying, "Come on, let's go, yeah, let's go race." And it was just awesome. We went to Millville, stayed in a truck parking lot, <laughs> semi about ran me over. I was <laughs> hot, you know. You're trying to stay in the back of the pickup and just cool memories you know you just yeah. remember it stuff anymore that like kids these days like don't get to do stuff like that anymore right. it doesn't seem like you know what i mean like everybody's so worried about everything but yeah, yeah. it was cool going racing with your buddies every weekend it seemed like what were you doing for work at this time um so i got out of high school and i was actually i'm kind of jumping around still but i was really into hot rods because i didn't have a dirt bike so i was gonna go to uti and do like john force university like build hot rod motors because sure. i just i had a dodge charger as a kid with my dad so you kind of always knew you wanted to do some sort of mechanics yeah kinda. i was always mechanicing like yeah. on anything like at like in high school i had all auto shop classes and then pe and then just your two required classes like english and history or whatever right you know, when you were like junior seniors like yeah. everything else was either gym or mechanicing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i was doing like three angle valve jobs on heads and doing that stuff in high school and the teacher was like saw that and he's like you know he thought it was pretty cool and he's like well they have this thing and we put a grant together or whatever for you and so i was like no i want to go to uti so we lost I get the internet 
Oh, he did. Bad. It's frozen. S- sucked it down. Lost oh. the internet. You're still alive, though. Yeah, it's froze. It might just be frozen on our, yours. Oh, that's red. Oh, yellow. Oh. Now we can chalk this one up to Gage's internet. <sighs> it's finally not my fault. <sighs> but we're still recording the podcast. Feels so. good to yeah. own land. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you're in high school. You're going through all these badass motors. Should we keep going, Chris, or no? Cutting out like an <laughs> RM250 so with a clogged air filter. That is pretty goddamn good, Eric. Um, I don't know what to do. She's all froze up, boys. Probably everybody's on the internet right now. Oh, we're oh, back to we're green. Back. All right. Continue. Corey. Send it. Cool. So <laughs> I don't know where we were. Uh, so you're in high school. You've been working on a uh, bunch of auto classes or whatever. Yeah. They put up a, a grant for you, put a grant together for yeah, you to send you to UTI, it sounds like. No, they had a grant in town like the, to okay. be like to go to college there and then just get your ASC certification. Oh, okay. And I was like, no, I want to, I want, I'm extreme. You know, I want to go and build hot rods. I don't want to go just work. I want to go do something. Yeah. You don't want to go work on Toyota. So that summer I was getting ready to do that. And I went and bought a dirt bike and I got hurt. So then I couldn't go down there. Mm. So that's why where it was like, Hey, then Folsom, I remember either my parents or I don't know how he got back a hold of me. And I said, yeah, I'll take that, you know? So I go in there and it's just like, sophomore high school auto shop all over again i mean i'm like are you kidding me snoring in the back oh dude like i'd not do the written stuff ace the test and it just kind of pissed the teacher off a little bit and uh, then i go out to shop and turn rotors and he'd be like what are you doing you know i'm like well we turn in rotors because now you don't turn rotors you just buy rotors right, right. back then you you know we we're talking the 90s i'm <laughs> like i'm turning day. i'm turning rotors. To yeah, I'm turning rotors. Yeah. yeah turning rotors like in sophomore in high school that's what i'm doing and I'm, I'm in college right you know so we we i had a chip on my shoulder and i just wanted you know something else and i didn't know what and then he kind of called me out in class one day and i just threw the book at him said you know screw you and i'll show you i'll make more money than you next week so i had to kind of hold hold to that you know no so, way yeah i was very alpha male you yeah. know, kind of like a punk ass, but like back, I wanted to back it up though too. You put know, your like, balls on yeah, the crossbar. Yeah, because we're all young, and you see kids like that now, or young pros, or whatever, and you're like, yeah, dude, you'll you'll yeah. get a rude awakening. You'll you'll learn to mellow out. But so I did that, and uh, I went to work for the railroad, and then you know, then it just then that's when the riding was happening, and then I could drink some beer on the weekend, and you know, bonfires and like just living. Right. And I was like, this is this is way cooler. This you is know? what so, you want to be doing. Yeah. And so then, what, what'd you do on the railroad then? Um, just right in town there, they had a facility that cleaned rail cars and stuff. So oh, we'd, nice. we'd do that and chip asphalt out of them, you know, just hard work. You're just a kid. So it didn't matter. Right. Just make your money, get off. You're just three. thinking about your dirt bike. Oh, on the perfect weekend time anyway. too. Yeah. Like six in the morning till two, six to two or whatever. And, uh, yeah, you can go ride. So you had, you could ride till dark in the summer. It's like five hours, right? So you go off, go to McDonald's, get a McChicken. Cause it's cheap. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, and then just go get a can of gas, and you're with your buddy. Right. And you just go ride. Bro, I lived off McChickens in high school. <laughs> Freaking lived off of right? them. After football, go get some McChickens and some honey mustard. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Hot pecani sauce, man. <laughs> Hot pecani sauce. That's their, like, breakfast burrito sauce. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I had a friend that um, 
in high school, he worked at McDonald's part-time. And we would go to like a different McDonald's and get McChickens because it's closer to football practice. And they'd be like, we want six McChickens with honey mustard on them. Like, we can give you honey mustard on the side. And he would like come across the seat. And he'd be like, I know you got a honey mustard gun in there. (laughs) And they'd be like, okay. Anything else? (laughs) So, yeah, sorry to interrupt. No, it's good. So, yeah, we that's just what we did, you know, until you're just living life in your early, late teens, early 20s, just doing it. And that's, like, kind of before, like, I was hurt, you know, so I'd right. hurt myself, then I'd, like, lay up for a bit, and you always had that itch to go race, you know, because it just, that's what you want. Or even just do. be around it, huh? Yeah. Just you just like, want to be around yeah, it. Yeah, and there's just such cool people every time you went to a racetrack. Like, yeah. And especially, like, with, with that family, like Rick and them, they just, he knew so many people, and they were just... You know, I talk to all those guys now, you know, 20 years later. Yeah, yeah, it's and, crazy. And there was a point there where I didn't see him for 15 years, some of those guys. And it's just like you pick up where you left off. Yeah, it's you know? like you never missed anything. Yeah. yeah, that's what's cool about dirt bikes. So the people are like that right. pretty much everywhere you go, it seems like. Right. So did that. And then, you know, then you get a little older. Then, you know, racing become second and partying became priority. Oh. So then you weren't doing good, and then it was like, oh, it wasn't really for you. And then you start wondering if you're doing it for yourself, you know, because you're with someone doing it and right. taking you. And you're, I worked for Rick for a while too, so that was kind of the deal. So I'd like, he said, I'll pay you the X amount of dollars, but you don't have to pay for gas, and I'll take you racing. And that one year in 01, I mean, we, that's we went worth a it. Lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't know how much money, it's like 40,000 miles we went racing oh, man. just locally, you know, and then hit like, we didn't go to Washougal, but we did Millville for sure. And then we go to Canada and race out those up there. And they're sick, you know, like. Right. It was just awesome. It was just like, heck yeah. I'm that's young. so much experience yeah. for a guy. Like, that's cool. And I had girlfriends and stuff like that. And, you know, you'd get kind of sad because you'd break up with one because you'd be riding so much, you know. So your mind, you're just a young kid. Yeah, going learn through the, the ebbs and flows, life, dude. You know, yep. like, but everything anytime you went down a bad road whether it be partying or whatever is like moto always straightened me out that's like your zero it did yep. it always did because then me and rick had a falling out that fall we did i did the whole series we did really good racing a bunch and then i go to like you know me and him not getting along and i leave and i go to the oil field you know and i kind of get into some stuff i shouldn't have been getting into and you know, it was just like, what am I doing? You know, I was still going to some arena crosses down here and stuff and just doing horrible. Like, there's a picture of me. Literally, everybody started, and I was, like, 10 feet behind him coming. Like, what was going on? Like, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I just did that for a while, hanging out with the wrong crowd for a little bit. And then just basically one day was like, I'm done. Like, I'm moving back home. So I call my parents. I'm like, I'm just coming back home. And I'm, like, 20, 21 years old, whatever, 22 and I'm like, I'm going to get in shape and I'm going to go race that Valley City race. It was one year from my first win. Oh, yeah. I trained for like 30 days on elliptical and was getting gnarly and not drinking, nothing. Go over there and I win the 250B and I freaking broke down, man. Like I cried. Like I, you're I just so remember. Proud of yourself. Damn. And I remember me and Eric Nelson met like at uh, Bell. Was it uh, not Bell? Um, Bellfield. Because he come down from. Uh, Williston, and this is back before like cell phones, you know. Right. So, so you call them on the landline. Hey, buddy, you want to go? And yeah, and we kind of. I don't remember how that conversation. I'll meet went. you here at this time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like I said, just in a nutshell, like Moto just pulls you back out of your crap. Yeah. You know, like your own crap that you're doing, and that's like. <clears throat> 
cool that you had enough self-awareness though to be like all right always i need to get my shit together through through my whole life i'm always like looking at myself like clean your shit up or you know don't talk to people certain ways like you know how some people you look at them like man do these guys understand like how they're even acting right now right that's how that's how i am towards myself you're almost like embarrassed for them at times you're like and i'm not perfect dude i've done some crazy stuff and I'm a beautiful rebel, right? Same. Like we all are. Yeah. Like you, you mean well, but sometimes you just don't come across yeah. that way. But we all fuck it up every yeah. once in a while. So yeah, we we buddied up, and the roads were crappy. We went over there, and it was just sentimental, man. Like it was just like that was cool. And then well, it's nice to be able to hit that reset where it's like, yeah, okay, I'm, I gotta get back to ground zeroes, yes. reset, and get back to where I need to be yep. as a person. You know, yeah, as a it, racer, as a rider, because yeah. deep down, all of us love competition. Like, we see competitions at the shop all the time. Literally anything that you could think of. Gage and I have probably jump fought each ropes. other to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jump, jump rope, rope oh, push-ups, yeah. pull-ups, anything. Literally anything. We yeah. will. Do. I mean, it's just, it's Mike, the didn't you and me do a pull-up contest the other day? Because you, remember I was making fun of you because you didn't oh, yeah. hold it like this, you hold it like this? It's not my arm. My freaking arm don't turn far enough. I can't Did I beat it. you? Even planking. We even did planking. Yeah. Gage, did I beat him? I think you did. Yeah, I think I did too. Nice work, buddy. You want to do push-ups after this? Oh. <laughs> I don't know about this wrist. Maybe. Oh, here comes the excuse. No, I'm did you guys, did you get all those excuses when you bought your KTM? Did Ooh. I get excuses? Yeah, like a book of them. Easy. Like you're, you're, you're going to need this. So we'll give <laughs> you a book of them. Is he being serious right now? <laughs> I was kidding, Chris. Calm down. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but no, it's just nice to be able to hit the reset and be like, okay, we need to get back to ground zero. I need mm-hmm. to do what I want to do. And be the person I want to be known for, not just this guy that's right. straight off to. Yeah. yeah. And I, so that spring I was getting back into it. Um, I wanted to ride for my dealership in town. Yeah. And so I got on a Honda. And remember back then they had the airbox problem. Oh, yeah. So I was, oh, dude, I was blowing bikes up all the time and couldn't figure out they didn't have that PC seal. kit, yep. seal kit. Yep. And I was getting over it. And it, I, it came May. I went over. Raced one North Dakota race. The it was opener. like back in 04 or 03? That would have been 03. Yep. yep. So I went over. I was still riding a lot, you know, doing whatever, and I kind of regretted selling the Yamaha. And I got a Honda, and I remember going over there, and Tanner Riedemann's brother, Brandon, was in that 250 class, and he was going good. I smoked everybody. <laughs> like, I was just like, yeah, and then come back the next weekend, blow my bike up again. Oh, I'm man. just like, dude, I'm over this stuff. And did it. What year Honda is this? Mike's been like through old, that struggle bus. Oh, three, you know, where the air boot, they made that kit that sealed it, mm. but they didn't have the kit yet. So oh. we didn't know why or how. You're the learning curve. Yeah. yeah. And like we're doing filters all the time, and I'm like, man, what is going on? Well, the 450s were just kind of really new and all that whole. Well, that, yeah. But I was on a two stroke. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah and then Carmichael yeah. was on the two stroke. So I was riding. Yeah. I had the <laughs> bars rolled back. I, I yeah. you know, I was just trying to emulate. No, two like, was the first if he's year. winning on it, I'm I'm gonna win on this thing too, you know. Right. Just, you're a kid. You're just living the dream. I'm kind of running childhood stuff through kind of an older state, if that makes right. sense. No, I'm, it I'm, makes total I'm sense. Growing dude. as as fast as I can through moto. Yeah. So I get burned out. Dennis is like, don't sell the bike. Don't sell the bike. I'm like, I'm selling it. I traded in for a crotch rocket. Oh, oh dang. I 954. And I just like had fun all summer, you know, just didn't get into bad stuff, but just had one of the best summers ever with my, my friends from high school. Like we would just have good times and do whatever. And I'd ride and I rode like 15,000 miles that year. Holy cow. Dang. Crotch rocket. But 
the motocross claw still in you. Yeah. So then I'm borrowing my buddies. He got like a clapped out 98 CR 250, and I'm out there just, it's all jet black like Seth and I'm out there just, <laughs> just running the hell out of this thing, and he's riding my street bike we traded. Like, you know, just to ride. Yeah. You ride that for today, and I'll ride this. Okay, cool. And I then that's when I got a 450. Yeah. You're and like, I, I need to get back into it. Yeah. And the 02 Honda was the first year of the RC valve, yeah. and that was like a disaster. Right. Honestly, like, the old 2000, 2001 was a great bike. And then yeah. 02, 03, 04 struggled. Then 05, 06, 07, they got really good again, but no one was buying them because everyone was on 450s by right. that point. Yeah. When do you think you're coming back to motocross gauge? Because he's on the street bike train right now. I'm on it, but uh, I think I want to do some motos just to stay in shape. Like, yeah, I heard you're coming back to race 450B this summer. Yeah, he did say 450B. I thought about doing some of those. Did you hear this, Dusty? You should. I, I just got excited. <laughs> yeah me well, too well there's a couple of races um you know like Braden steagle um nick weishire and then uh thomas there's a bunch of us that we want to be like just kind of having fun and uh not pushing overly hard but kind of that hey i got you you know like that's the b class for yeah. sure yeah like instead of taking it so serious where it's like okay I, like i gotta train my butt off and, and go all out where i i, I hope to do a couple couple motos here and there but uh it'd be fun to get in there with some buddies and tangle it up and have some fun and not take it so serious where it's like hey i gotta like kill myself to do this thing you know dibs right. on last though oh yeah chris <laughs> sudo's gonna be in there yeah i got dibs on Dusty. last for sure nice that'll be but, fun to watch though but yeah with thomas and everyone in there just like have fun and just you know hey, i got you this moto you know yeah or Man, I don't know what you did, but you were killing it today, and I didn't have it. <laughs> can I fun, yeah. can I give you a tip, Gage? I would get a front rotor guard. <laughs> Be people aiming for it? Or uh, person. <laughs> Chris points to himself. Yep. Uh, that'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun, you know. But that old two-stroke, she can get some hole shots. I used to do it back in the vet class, so we'll see what happens. It's <laughs> awesome. I'm going to send him a picture after I hole shot him. The future's now, old man. <laughs> Fuel injection. Dude. What if? What happens if I hole shot you every every race? I would not be surprised. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Have fun starting next to Gage. I did that struggle once. Oh, you two in your own head though. No, dude, this asshole is in my head. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You yeah. take it too seriously. We're at Reliance. It's like like the biggest money race that we had at a time at the time or whatever. And like Gage and oh, I were God. sitting next to each other on the line, and like a little bit before the gate drops, like I kind of like to focus a little bit, you know, like just. You know, yeah. get into the zone. Get in the zone. And Gage is just chirping in my ear. I'm gonna get the whole shot. I'm gonna get the whole shot. I'm gonna get the whole shot. And he just and he's talking really freaking loud. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> well, I he wasn't responding, so I'm like, he's not hearing me. And I'm like know? stretching <laughs> and like just getting ready, focusing. And he just keeps going and going like, and going and going. I woke up early this morning. Like I feel good. <laughs> Bike's good. Like, he's telling me his whole story. Like really, really excited today. Like the bikes is like fresh. Like Dude, I finally lost nice it on the bear. start line. I was like, Gage, I get it. You're gonna get the freaking old shot. And like I just lost it a little bit. Okay, thirty second board goes up. Chick walks away. Gage goes, wham, hits the gate. Boom, gate drops. The rest of us go up the hill. And all I could think about going up that hill as I'm shifting gears, that motherfucker just got stuck in the gate after all that shit all that he was talking. That's, and that's uh, what makes it fun. You remember stuff like yeah, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. If I wouldn't have done that, like, we wouldn't have the story today. Yeah. Like the one in Rapid, uh, Tyrell Pruitt. 
don't know if you heard that name, uh-huh. but, but yeah, his dad owned outdoor porn. So we were good buds and we were always battling, you know, and he, we were both on Yamaha's that year. We were in rapid here when they did the bungee cord stuff oh. <laughs> and he was the one that got caught. Was, was that the fair race? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, uh, I don't remember if it was a heat race or what, but we took off and he, me and him are getting it, you know, we're going to be one, two in the B class. And right. all of a sudden <laughs> he went somewhere and I don't, <laughs> what happened? I went in the corner cause he was inside of me and. Yeah, I look back and he is like not on the bike. And his bike just went. It just grabbed, wrapped around his leg. Bungeed backwards. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. Like the struggles of those were horrible. Do you remember the? I don't remember if it was last year, or the year before. It was a fair race, and the entire 450 C class took all each other out. Like yeah, going down went, the start. Yeah, straight, it was right? dominoes. Like yeah. one went down and just they all killed each other. Because like Kelton Johnson was that one. Caleb Caleb Mahoney. Yeah, Mahoney was in it. Yeah, there was a, a handful. Of, of and it was like everyone crashed. And like one guy got caught in the gate, actually took off and got the whole shot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Everyone else crashed. I don't remember how it started, but they were like all on the ground. I'm pretty it sure was I was dead. announcing that race, and I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I just like, well. I had a lot to say, but I didn't know if I could say it. <laughs> yeah, were you guys there in 02 when they did that? And they had a That was good... back with like uh, Mike Ladner was fast yes. back then, Ryan Waterland. Yep. That's yeah, that's cool. They had a good set of whoops, and I remember that was the first time I ever hit like a good set of whoops. And Didis was like, "Dude, you guys just got to roll around this corner and get to get into third, and then just let it go and just never go let go and just look straight and don't worry about them." Because me and Tyrell were getting all screwed up in them, and I remember the first time I come around, I was just like, "All right," because I was scared from my other wrecks oh yeah like, i ain't that guy no more you know like i i push it but i don't go like crazy and i just remember coming around and i did it and it was just like that's how it feels like it was just like do 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 all the way through and it was in practice so the whoops were good and i was like man that that was cool that like, feeling that, right that there that's amazing. what you keep telling and they were all the way along that grandstand like they, it was a long set yeah and i just remember that i was like that's how that's that must be like how it feels or when you yeah. see those guys like doing that. Like, every once in a while yeah. when you rail a corner, you're like, dang, so, dang, that's what it's like, yeah. dude. That's how it feels to go fast. So but, me yeah. and Tyrell were doing it. So Tyrell saw I did it and then he would do it. And then we, when we were moto in, I mean, we're side by side, like, bur, 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 and Dennis is like, freaking just all stoked. Yeah, he's all yeah. pumped, you know, just stuff like that. Like you remember, you know, just yeah. good times. It's great people, you know. Yeah. I hate when you do something and you're like, that's how you do it. And then you go to try to replicate it and you can't. Never, <laughs> right. Like Never you get again. stuck, right. you know, and you're like, I don't know what I did. Thinking thinking or trying too hard. Yeah, like, you why? think about it way yeah, too hard. why am I just dropping in now? What am I yeah. doing different? Uh, that's what we tried talking to Chris and Dusty about is like when you get a set of whoops right, man. It's like you got to commit. You got to go fast. Like if you if you hesitate, if you have that hesitation going in, you just can't get it. Right. Like, it's not there. And then that's what we do. The we commitment. We'd always build cool stuff like that challenged us. Oh, so yeah. Spotted Eagle, if you guys ever, you're more than welcome to come anytime. Is that your, your track? Yeah, or? it's not mine, but it's the a club track. And so I built a nonprofit organization and we like revisited that place and it was just weeded over. So I like, do want to go moto down there sometime. Yeah, it's, it's jumpy right now and it needs to be more laid out and everything, but it's not like as sketchy as it was back then. Cause I, I ripped my nose off on my four fifty there. Oof. Dang. Like, like I don't know, Neil helmet, those ones that come real close to your face. Oh yeah. Get used to that bog in the four fifty and had a really good rhythm section that went over a spine. 80 yeah. foot. 
But yeah, that place always challenged us. So we'd come back with the skid steers, drinking Red Bull and beer at night, and go out there. <laughs> Hell like, yeah! All right, we're gonna build. We're gonna. We, I need whoops. I want to learn how to do whoops, like any whoops, no matter what. Yeah, sure. Um, so well, that's the thing. Is like if you want to get good at something, you got to get to where it's like, man, I'm gonna build something so challenging that yeah. no matter what they throw at me, I'm golden. Yeah, and so you that's show up how and they're it like, was. Hey, th- this this is an early section, but I got it. Thanks, yeah, it's it's, so it's we, hard to tell younger kids this day. Like, like if you want to, you got to be so prepared. I remember going to indoors and be like, there's nothing they can build that I can't do. I was so in my mind that there's nothing they can build that I can't do. Right. And then sometimes you proved yourself wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you said that you had to go in there, like, so confident that they're, like, I got it, you know. Yeah. And I think a lot of people now... I deal with a lot of young racers, you know, all kind of in different Absolutely, states. Absolutely, yeah. And it just frustrates me, man. They don't want to come here. And it's like, dude, that's where I learned how to really jump and learn how to ride is indoor. Like, yeah. I get it. Like, you have lappers, you have people, and, oh, man, they was trying to pass a lapper and wrecked. All so of that's what? part of racing. Though. Learn learn how to ride. Yeah. Get your race craft where you understand where people are in front of you and behind you. Yeah. Like I did. And someone stuffed know? me in a corner. Well. A lapper it, stuffed me. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't, don't get stuffed by a lapper. You're lapping him. Why are you even letting him come? Why are you going outside? Don't, you yeah, like, you don't should stuff. be on the inside of him anyway. Yeah. Don't let him get there. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, that's what Camden had to deal with. Ton of Hoosier, you know, was a guy that was, they were battling and some stuff happened. And it's like, you know, I wish I could have been there and be like, hey, have, is this your first race? Like, people are going to do that. Like, right. It yeah. happens in pro class all the time. It happens yeah. in every class. Like, this is part of moto. I and mean, I always had that mentor, like, Didis. You know, he was, like, someone tell come it, in tell and rub racing, man. Yep. And he's like, you tell just it to you straight. get in there and give him a little, man. Quit yeah. being a pussy. And I'm like, all right. You know, he was always kind of coaching you a little bit. And yeah. I think that was really good where that's when we'd go back home, you know, and he'd be busy or something. And I would go out there with the skid steer. I'm like, all right, I'm going to build some whoops. Yeah. And it's like seven feet apart, 22 of them, just like super cross. <laughs> they were gnarly. Yeah. And we buried telephone poles because yeah. we lack of dirt. And then we had uh, uh oil field company bring out a tanker. So one of our buddies from Canada brought out a, a water tanker with like uh meg chloride. Mm. Oh yeah. So we hardened them. Yeah. Dude, those things were still there this spring when I ripped them out. No way. Like they were still visible in there. Some of them are still that big. Yeah. But I built them three foot tall, seven feet apart, 22 of them. Yeah. Dang. And I mean, it was like you were Did like, you ever blitz them? Did you ever get Oh, to them? yeah. You but could get all the way through? there were wild ass rides, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it wasn't like... 22 the, of them? Dude, yes. you're going to run out of speed in if third we, gear. So you, if, you had to have been hitting them in fourth. If I pull it up and look on google because they haven't updated google you can still see them they're just like you can count them oh man and people didn't understand that until they come there and they're like holy shit remember like, the yeah, tra- this is like where you come we got on offs so you'd have an on off and a big on off so you come in the inside you could go no over lip it. off the table no yeah. and then on off and land and then hit a corner and you're like you're i mean two corners back you're already thinking of the whoops because you're like <laughs> fuck man i gotta get third <laughs> and I'm like this is gonna be like, do, 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 do. like all the way through like, them. damn i'm bored by yeah. the time you yeah. get to the end yeah but so man, long you forget you're in whoops dude that track would whip you into shape it sounds like though. it still does yeah yeah, yeah there's I, I guys imagine. this year and then like ryan you know his passing and stuff's out there but even him telling rick we were talking about last night he goes dad this track I don't know if I'm just getting older because he's rode it a, a bunch out there too. And 
I'm even me. I'm like, I get tired out there. It's oh, it's bet. jumpy, but it's safe, but it just wears you out, man. You can't breathe. Yeah. Like you got to like, okay, breathe. Just busy. Cause you're just busy and it's fun. Busy. I mean, I'll show you, you guys go online or maybe do a video or something. I might have to come ride this. You guys just have this to come track. Out yeah, ride, we should, man. we should do a podcast cool. trip boys. Yeah, yeah it'd be cool. Out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not moving this catastrophe in here, but yeah, <laughs> we, we, we can go rise. Even if even if you guys didn't do the podcast, just come out, come out and road. We can camp. It's right by a lake, and it's just fun, man. Just hang out, ride. We'll prep the track. Should we take your down. Should we take your RV, Mike? Or yeah. will it not make it? <laughs> She'll get there. <laughs> just the trip home, maybe not. No, it's like ten miles out of your destination. It runs like shit every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I got lost when we were at. Yeah, so yeah, just going through that stuff. So I, you know, sold the, sold the bikes, got a street bike, and then got the four fifty, and then started getting back into it. But then was it a Honda? Yeah, 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 and it was good. I mean, I was always a Honda only guy. Four fifty at the what time. What is it? Right? What is this? Oh five, oh six. Um, this would be, oh three. Oh, yeah, end of oh three. Cool. So then, yeah, just go through that, and then I just started kind of thinking, like, you know. Just getting bored of racing too. Not that racing was bored, but I was kind of like, I wanted to do something different. Maybe a little bored of the grind. A little well, bit. that and then just knowing that I'm not going to be what I wanted to be. Sure. You know, so I think I was facing that a little bit. Reality setting in a little. A little bit. So then I was like, man, I just want to do something different. You know, so I was riding. I'd race a little bit here and there, and then I started working on the road. So then I had no time. So I was a mechanic for. A, off at all which is a road they do road construction build roads and reclaim mines whatever so i was busy so i couldn't race as much right. and i'm like man i want to do something so i i actually got a dui down here and uh we were b building the road from turning it into interstate from belfouche to spearfish oh yeah and i just bought a brand new duramax pickup i had two 450s i mean living the life right had a street bike had a jet ski had all this stuff and a life just slapped me in the in the face dude like do you had a brand brand new truck license plate wasn't in there because it the 30 day sticker 60 day sticker and i had dinner with my bosses had six beers and was driving back to the yard because i stayed with the equipment and they busted me oh man so then i was like what am i doing now i lost i'm losing everything you know like this is a real shocker for me at 24 years old like a wake-up yeah like holy crap dude like you are overspent you know because i just put money in a two, uh, 205 Honda 450s, you know, practice, and then I'd erase one like I needed that. But right. I just had the money. I was just thought I was rich. Right. Had jet skis and everything. Oh, everything, you know. <laughs> so, anyway, what brings that back is I start working at the, for Rick again, and then I started getting back into racing again. Start, you know, try to not get back on your feet, but just made a mistake and then had to realize it. So, right. started getting back into racing again and, was working at you the found your shop. zero again i found my zero but then i found my my, my other thing and that was jumping uh -oh. i wanted to jump like i we had a ramp that kelly stewart my same friend built in high school so we had this big ramp it wasn't like a freestyle popper it was just kind of more of like a long ramp and i just started jumping and i was like i want to do a jump i want to go to the fair board so i went to the fair board and i'm like i want to jump a semi and they're all like scratching their head they're like so how are you gonna do it? Like, well, I'm gonna on a dirt put a ramp. I'm gonna jump. pin it. And the one, la and the one lady Leave was wide like, open. The one lady was like, "Oh, we thought you were gonna actually drive the semi and jump it." Oh, like, damn! No, 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 that's not what, what I'm talking about. So. You should have been like, "Well, 
Well, hold on now. Oh, yeah, man. Maybe, we got yeah. options here. <laughs> do you have a truck? <laughs> yeah. So I started doing that and farting around, and they said, yeah, let's do it. And I said the first year, I was like, I'll, I'll do it for free. We'll do it during the fair. And so I had buddies that I grew up in high school, and they had a trucking company. I'm like, can I jump your truck? And they're like, yeah, you can jump it. So you can Google it or whatever. You can Did they think that you were going to hop in it and jump it or no, jump over No, it? they were all oh, for they, it. They, they knew. They, they knew. knew. They are okay. like, this is going to be awesome, you know, so. We, me and my dad, my dad got like a loader from the county because he worked for the county or whatever and come out and built the first landing. And they had rodeo, so you had to kind of like put the landing outside of it. And I'm nervous, dude. Like I, I bet. I'm not really practicing. I'm practicing behind the dealership, and it's like not even close to the distance I need to be. You know, like, and I know that, and I'm like, man, when I go here and we build this landing, it's not the same landing, and we're just winging it dude like pulling a tape measure yep there's 150 feet you jumped 150 feet yeah well the first year was like 135 or whatever you know so it's like whatever that semi was so it was a semi and a lead trailer like a triple axle belly dump or whatever mm-hmm. so i did that and so we did that friday night okay i fucked up i thought <laughs> i was thinking like Jump, jump, semi pulled this way in between them. Like the short way? Like um, hot no. dog, not hamburger. He's, he's doing <laughs> He's talking way. about trailer, a semi and a trailer. Over the cab, over the trailer. Over the cab. The yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's a little different. <laughs> so the first year it goes off? I don't. I can't find. Oh, here's the old one. You can watch it. Oh, yeah, Type, I don't want to watch it. That's the first one at night. You can see it, maybe. You can turn it up. This is great radio. I have a buddy from California. Great radio, boys. And this, this, guy, ramp jump. this guy got a hold of me later and was like, I did, I did the video and I was like, that was cool. I never had him even do it. I didn't even know you did it. And I just come and I just sent it, dude. I didn't even take a practice. <laughs> that is a and I was so nervous. Landing, dude. Oh, I was so nervous and I just sent it. And I barely, barely made it. Just up and over. Oh my god! So then I'm like, all right, I got to do it again. <laughs> it's not showing a fluke, so I jumped it uh, two or three times. No way. Yeah. So I did it at night, which is freaky. Yeah. Because I never jumped at night either. So I mean, your depth perception, you're young. A little different. Yeah. So it's a little different, but. That's big. That was sweet. Yeah. So we did that, and then um, I just, that was, like, cool, you know. Big crowd? Yeah, because I'm an exhibitionist. I'm not going to lie. Like, I like the spotlight on you a little bit. You start feeling that, like, dude, if I can't do it. The energy. Racing, that energy. And then what we did with it, too, was really cool. So I'd always do a good thing with it. I'd always, like, raffle. I'd turn this off. There's the other one, too. Blake, don't get any ideas. Blake, you (laughs) want Blake. What can we jump? A blimp. Oh, I was thinking of... <laughs> Let's ground a blimp. <laughs> no, I've always kind of wanted to jump a house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Mike Sigmar. So, like, that's the other part that I didn't really talk about. So, like, when I was not racing, dude, how big was, like, free riding? And, like, Mike Sigmar's and Twitch and all those guys. And they were they were just starting to spin off. And I was that, like... That was, like, the beginning of That was of pretty them. cool, too. And then, like, Mike Sigmar's was on MTV doing all those, like, Cancun jumps and... All that, that crazy shit. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I want to do. I mean, that's how I'll get my ticket yeah. like, to like wherever I was thinking, like go to California and make, you know, some money doing this maybe. And it was easier than trying to race and be fast because I, I was playing catch up, you know. So I did that. We did it Sunday. It was hot as heck. And then that's the first initial like Monday. The wind gets taken out of your sails. You're just like, oh, I'm just 
back well, to what work. am i gonna do now yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it was such a dream that to even be able to do that and, and back so, to the grind yeah so back to the grind and uh so i i just i didn't really race that much so i did that and then i just kind of ran out the year and my buddy came up from california that's the guy that was announcing oh yeah. so kelly went down there and worked at temecula motorsports so this story is going to play out how how we got to troy lee and uh so he's always like get me you got to come down here and move down here and i'm like all right so that winter after this jump i'm like yeah i want to come down you know i'm like perfect you know you watch crusty demons like that's where you want to be you're young single that's where i want to go just go some some montana kid just going down there so you're telling yeah. me no chick hit you up after that jump <laughs> maybe <laughs> damn <laughs> left that part out of the story yeah maybe we got a little wild times, but no. <laughs> some babes some babes yeah. were impressed with the oh, yeah, semi jump just, huh but it was the just, semi and the trailer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was cool it was humbling you know for sure to look back on it now and and do that like i was saying every time we did a jump we'd always do a good cause so um i can't remember what i did the first year i don't think i did anything but i'll tell you about the next year when i come back but so in the winter i save up my tax return and i'm getting suspension done so i can do another jump so i send my suspension to rg3 and i'm going to get it the the black diamond you remember that kit you could do is like oh, black yeah. anodizing and yep. mm -hmm. all that and i'm like my buddy's like no you need to come to california and i'm like well, i already sent my suspension off so i call him and i said hey can i not do the black diamond kit and just do your valving for jumping and they're like sure no problem so it saved me like whatever 1300 bucks or something it was a lot so i took that money and i went and i got a i went down and got a plane ticket went down to california oh really Come you back, didn't drive no oh. flew down because it was winter and shady so me and a friend i think me and a friend went or yeah me and a friend went down so we went down there loved it right and my other high school buddy was down there and his uncle owned a construction company he's like you need to go talk to him he needs a mechanic and i was like no shit perfect like, i'm gonna do this like so i come back parents are like yeah we knew you were gonna move down there so i go into the dealership and i'm like i'm sorry so sorry it's short notice I'm moving to California. I got to do it. It's like, I'm not going to wake up when I'm 50 and Regret. not do it. Cause I'm just going to go down there and live that life, you know? Cause I just, you see it in videos and yeah, it's not like that no. to a point, but it, it kind of was. Cause we, when I got down there, we went to Ocotillo, we went to Beaumont, you know, we did all the, those things and had such a good time. But so I went in and talked to this guy, Carl Scanlon. He's actually from uh mile city. No way. Yeah. And Small so he world. lives in like Kinsey, which is like 15 miles north of Mile City and moved down there and married into like where this, my buddy's, you know, his mom's sister or whatever. So they are from here originally or, you know, up here. Made it kind of big down there. Built a Temecula Mall, did whatever. So I was just like a 150 employee company and I'm mechanic in for him. So I, I, down there. I suppose once he's seen Mile City, Montana on the... I think that's why, but he never, he never showed his cards, you know. This guy was like, Carl's a gnarly dude, you know. He's a big guy and just super serious, but likes to like jack with you a little bit too. And I think he just kind of took me under his wing. And uh, so I went to work for him and I just always knew something about being down there and like steel roots. You remember watching Jeremy? Mm -hmm. And if you watch that, there's water truck on there. It said Scanlon. And I never even put two and two together till later. That was the company yeah. that you were working for. No, I was working yeah for Carl. So I'm living in Menifee. And then Carl's there, and he's like, yeah. And I'm like, 
looking at this big boat in Carl's garage and it's Jeremy McGrath's boat, like in steel roots. And he's like, yeah, Jeremy's coming over. And I just didn't know he was talking about him. I thought just a guy named Jeremy. Yeah. And freaking Jeremy McGrath walks in the garage. Did you? And I was, I was just like shell shock. Yeah. I was just like, Holy shit. This is like surreal. I'm like in California, I'm like living the dream. Then this is happening. Like the first week I'm there and Jeremy walks up. He's like, Hey Clint, what's going on? Like Carl introduced me. Like, good, good, man. Like, like, <laughs> just, like yeah, like, totally just like. Yeah, it's all right. good, Jeremy. It's all good. <laughs> Still haven't washed that hand, huh? <laughs> no, it just, it was cool, man. And so then I was just like, yeah, I'm just living. I'm going to work here and do this. And I was struggling. I mean, making 17 bucks an hour rent was like eight, 900 bucks. Like just, just hanging on by a thread. Barely making it. Buying exhaust for my 450 on credit cards, you know. Like, <laughs> Hell <laughs> just, yeah. Just trying. Try so Carl's like. I told him, you know, months coming into the next year, I'm like, yeah, I, I do this jump. Can I take time off? And he's like, well, I'll just take you up there. So he has a big badass show hauler because he wanted to come up and he went and visited family. Oh, yeah. But he hadn't been up here for like 18 years. Or, or I don't know if it was that long. Semi-jump number two? Yeah. Okay. So this would be 07. So he comes up, we come up high rolling, right? So I'm coming back to Mile City, like, yeah, this is going to be cool. California works, yeah. boys. Yeah. 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 Like just factory jump, factory semi jump rig. Yeah. <laughs> Did so, you jump the rig you showed up on? That would have been cool. Oh, no, no. So, damn. So we pull up in that, you know, and we got that, and it's pretty cool. And I just remember um, <laughs> he went and visited some people, and me and Gus Kaufman, a buddy of mine, we went out, had a few beers. And get to town and go in there and there's this guy in there and he's just drunk and he's just like you think you can come back and run this town and i'm like in there just have my first beer and i'm like what's this guy doing you know like gus is kind of like i was kind of a fighter when i was partying too and gus is like you all right man and i'm like no not really and like <laughs> took a shot of tequila and followed him over to this other bar and walked in like a western and was like hey stevenson we got unfinished business he goes yeah we do, and he goes, I pointed out back. So I go out back, and Gus is, like, there, too, you know? And I'm a dumbass. And I'm like, come on, dude, hit me. So he hits me, he gets me on the ground, and by that time, Gus is like, what in the hell were you thinking? You know, so then I get up, and he ripped my shirt off, and I started hitting him. I got him pretty good, and I hit him one good time, and I felt my wrist. And I'm like, I got to jump. They're paying me to jump now. So they're paying me, like, whatever money. It wasn't like a lot of money, but it was something. So and I'm it just, it, yeah, as soon as that happened, I was like, what are you doing, dude? Like, stop, you know? So we stop and we go back. And anyway, I, I didn't break my wrist, but it was tweaked a little bit. And I just remember, just let's go back to California and get out of here. Cause yep. they're just, you know, it's just going to be trouble. So we do the jump, you know, everything went good. Um, I, I can't remember that year. I, I always had a soft spot for like mentally handicapped people, like, cause they never had a chance right. in life. So like, I'd always thought that it was like, I don't know what you call that, but like when you're about to like put your life on the line, you do something good for the community. Right. Like, you know, almost like it's not a trade. I don't mean it that way or give yourself good luck, but it's like, if I'm going like to do a, something cool, like it's like, a, it's like an integrity move. Yeah. I don't, you know I don't I mean? know what you would call that, but it's just what I did. So I, bought all these tickets for all the handicapped kids to come out and took pictures with them and stuff and then did the jump and then we left and then just you know did the california thing so i did that did the second jump whatever 
which is a semi and a trailer because you got to ante up right like you did with semi well now my goal was two semis so the next year but this year so semis the both the log ways so then holy fucking shit (laughs) so then this year i did okay let's just start out like let's do a truck and a lead trailer and a pup so it was 105 feet trait of truck and trailer so that one was like 170 feet i think dang so it was big but the the ramp was sketchy because by now you're hitting it so fast that there's a couple pictures of me. The first time I hit it, it just air you out. Like you'd collapse into it so hard. Sure. Gene out so hard. Yeah. yeah. With that it's, speed. it's not built for that trajectory. Right. Yeah. Which we changed it for jump number three. Once I was married and had kids, I did <laughs> 2013 and did the two, ju- two semis. So that was the. No way. Yeah, you did, did two the, semis the long way in yeah, 2013. Yeah. Jeez. When, after what's, I moved what's back, the my wife was pregnant. It was. 240 i think babe could you imagine you being pregnant and me signing up for a 240 foot jump she thinks gnarly no. dude she says no it's a no go a hard no take but, out a lot of life insurance on that guy yeah <laughs> so it kind of like spun me like i was racing 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 and then i went to that and i was kind of hooked in that and it was easier because you could just still live you know and you're living the cali life if you don't fuck it up you can still live <laughs> yeah so if you fuck it up you're not gonna live right Clint. but I, it's weird because like racing you get nervous and it's almost like when i did that it was like i was calm like i just i I, it was so weird like i i did something something always happens when i do a jump like where i channel and it's like i can be on a starting gate and just be like like people are like dude you okay i'm good man just okay focus breathe but when i'm that i'm just like okay let's do this Remember, just fourth gear, just being fourth gear. Just know? being fourth gear. You know what I mean? Like, No, I don't know what you mean. I've never jumped 240 feet. <laughs> yeah. So, Just being fourth gear. Well, we Just went, being fourth gear. <laughs> huh. So we went back to California, and by that time, recession's hitting, right? So Carl's getting smaller and smaller, and I'm he's hanging on to me because, obviously, when we go to the desert or whatever, I would help him because he had such an entourage of cars. He had such awesome stuff class one cars and buggies and well my daughter didn't show up today so why don't you drive that car and it's like because i'd come out and help him because he had a stacker trailer and bikes and everything and i'd have i'd basically help him you know and hang out so just had that relationship with him and did the mcgrath thing you know we went out to his ranch hauled all his uh invitational ramps out there got to know him kind of on a a little bit of a personal level not throwing a name out there but just name it was dropping pretty, it was pretty cool man like <laughs> i was staying at his ranch and building tracks and clearing ways for runways and stuff and he thought it was cool because we're from i'm from montana and i can tie a fence and fix it and end it and do this ranch stuff and he bought that ranch and he just thought that was cool as shit mm. you could just sit there and do all the basic yeah, stuff that tinker. we all know how to do yeah and car and carl was slow so i just stay out there and like work and do that and that was coming into the fall time and you know Ryan Marias? Mm. You remember him? Ryan who? Ryan Marias. He works for KTM now. He was factory pro circuit. I don't. Is I don't really recall that name. I remember, yeah. You remember him? Yep, yep. Yeah, so his dad drove the Asterix medical rig, and uh, he uh, he actually called me the day I was moving back to Montana, and he's like, what are you doing right now? And I'm like, oh, I'm actually moving back to Montana. It's It's over. You know, like, it's just too slow, and I'm not going to look for other work. I did the whole California thing, and he's like, no, 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 man. You got to go down to Troy Lee Designs. They need a mechanic and a truck driver. And it's like, oh, okay. So I just didn't really think 
too much. I'm like, yeah, I'll stop by there. They're like, yeah, stop by and talk to Matt Jory. He's like the team manager and all that stuff. And so I was had all my stuff packed. And I just remember driving. I had to drive up the 15 anyway, and I drive to Corona. Go talk to him, and so you can work on bikes. Yep, you can drive semi. You got CDL. Yep, because we need water tanks built on the back here. Yeah, I can do that too. And he's just like, "Well, let me go talk to Troy and Bob Weber." So he went up front, talked to him. He's like, "You're hired." So I was like, "Okay." So this is the first year. Of, <laughs> it's like four questions. <laughs> yeah, it's like the first year of the Supercross for Troy Lee. You know, and they're already. I knew who they were because they did Supermoto and stuff. Like Jeff Ward won all those championships and stuff. Yeah. And Matt was just a bad dude. You know, like he's just a. You know, he's just an awesome dude, awesome mechanic. So, I just said, "Yeah, I'll do it." What do I got to lose? Yeah. Coming back home to work a normal job or going to really actually be part of a race team now? Like, yeah. this is cool. So. We did that, and uh, yeah, I just started there and started working and driving the truck. And it was Cassidy, Cassidy Anderson's mechanic for Supermoto, and helped out the first year of Supercross with like Gavin Grasick's mechanic. That's when he got hurt real bad. I don't know if you guys ever remember that. He got ran over and had issues or whatever, really bad Jeez. issues. So I just, I just like was wearing the mind cap of who I wanted to be and just had the opportunities and just kind of took advantage of them. And they were like, literally the day I'm leaving and it's happening. I mean, how much, I mean, there could have been an hour there. I would have already been gone. If I would have been in Victorville, I wouldn't have turned around. Dang. You know what I mean? It was that close. It was literally like I was in the garage, like had my bike loaded and toolbox and you were ready to go. Yeah. So, so yeah, I just did the Troy Lee thing. Mm. Just worked my butt off and, with a how, smile how cool of an experience was that it was really just, cool did you just love to grind at that point i like, did and it just turned me i was mechanically inclined obviously and i had honda since basically oh two oh three so i could do bottom ends and do all that stuff but it was just like it turned me into an animal man like it was like this is fucking this is cool so did you uh did you get competitive through your riders like yes. did you feel that competitiveness through them that's cool i always wondered how the mechanics would justify absolutely i i fight people like, I wouldn't actually fight him, but I would for my rider. Right. Like, yeah. I, I chased Jason Lawrence one time because he punched Troy in the face at San Francisco. No way. Yeah, because Steve Boniface cross-jumped or Josh Hansen. And Josh rode for us the year before and stuff like that. And, like, David Pingree's like, Clint, and yelled for me. And I jumped off the semi and then, like, chased him because he, he just straight up punched Troy right in the face. Punched Troy Lee. Yeah. 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 So we have cool stories like that. But, yeah, so just – 08 was kind of like that year. I just drove the semi. I cooked the chicken on the grill. <laughs> I ranched Supermoto, you know, and then started getting into the dirt bike or the Supercross side because, you know, Gavin Grace's mechanic, just opportunities, right? It's kind of weird to me that um, Troy Lee didn't ask for, like, any credentials. Like, so, so like, can you work on bikes? <laughs> he wasn't the you're, guy. You're he like, yeah. Like, oh, cool, no, man. I mean, but, like, yeah. that business. Right. They're like, so, like, you can work on bikes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he's right. not corporate. He's just peace and wheelies, man. <laughs> peace like and wheelies. Oh yeah, he's such a he's such a rad dude. Huh. He has people in place to do that, so they're the thinkers and the serious people. And he's just like, what? A, yeah. yeah, he's, he's peace guy. and wheelies, dude. That's how he is. Huh. He's an artist, man. He's crazy. Mm. That's cool though. Yeah. So that experience, like your your first day, where you're just like, I can't believe what I'm doing right now. Yeah, just like I'm at Anaheim. So we're talking about 
tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm polishing the fucking truck and I'm Dude. just like I am I can't even go to bed, man. I'm so, just like I'm I'm at a truck. I set the truck up and doing all this stuff and just yeah, giddy, you know, just like I bet you're stoked for the next like I bet there's mechanics. Yeah, you know what it's like to to be those mechanics right now. Right. Like they're just stress balls going crazy right, right now. And they're different than what we did and not to like say we walked uphill both ways to school, but they you know, they have engine builders and suspension guys and that. We were we were it. Man. You were doing everything. Yeah, we were doing all And it was it. all on the road, right? Yeah, and Maddie was really good with that. He would develop an engine for Supermoto with, with Mitch and Pro Circuit, and then they would have a setting, and that was good. And, but then he was taking care of all the management stuff, and then I was helping out where I could with uh, Supermoto and extra stuff Troy was doing. Like, he'd do X Games, and Nicky Hayden come in. I'd have to build a Supermoto bike. Nicky would fly in. We'd test you know, do all that stuff. And then David Pingree started coming more on board and was like kind of fitting in to be the team manager. Right. So then it was just growing. And then it was to the point where it's like, okay, we need to find a truck driver. Cause dude, I'm like spent, I'm like strapped and I want to do a good job and I want to be like right. this full time, you know? Right. So I think, Oh nine, we got a truck driver. And then, so then I was like a backup truck driver. And then I wrenched for like Jimmy Albertson. Um, oh yeah. You know, those kind of guys. I totally forgot Albertson rode for. Yeah. TLD. Sean Borkenhagen. He was, a, he was a cool kid. And then Jake Moss, yep. Australian. Yep. He was a wild guy. So uh, we were like, you're like a dad. You're like a therapist. You're like everything. Best friend, yeah. Best friend, asshole, yeah. mechanic, you know, everything. Those Australians, they're, they're a handful. Yeah. And so you have like Sean. So Sean's like Huntington Beach. Hey, man, you know, like come on, dude, you got to sack up and hit these whoops. You're going to get your ass kicked at A1, you know? And Jake was like the other way. He he came on because he broke his back. And so he come on later that year. So, and Jimmy kept breaking his navicular. So he was always out. And it was just like, then Sean, we got Sean on board. But yeah, that's like my dad always said, he, he trained horses as like when I grew up, I grew up around horses never got really into him he sold out when i was 10 but he always said like horses you know some horses like sugar cubes some like baby carrots so you just kind of found out like what those guys yeah. you didn't cater to them and spoil them but you just kind of found out how they clicked yeah. and then you just like worked with well, it's it. like blake like you might be like calm down just like settle you're fine everything's good and you might go to the next guy be like, all right, we got to get this. Like, yeah, and yell it's time him. to freaking go. Yeah. Like, get going, dude. You're going to be pussyfooting around. That's yeah. Cool. And that, then the other guy needs to be like, you know, just keep down. him calm. Take 10% off. You're golden. Everything's good. Like, everyone's calm. Like, yeah. Yeah. I almost needed someone to, like, piss me off a little bit. You know? Yeah. Like, that's what I get needed. You fired well, that's yeah. what that's what uh, Gage tried to do to you at the gate. It worked. Smoked him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hit it. So, like, my reaction time's so good, I beat the gate. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. Damn, we we worked gate. really good together, too, because there was, like, a group of us. There was, like, four of us, like, that core group that did wore mini hats, you know. And we would we would screw around. We had Metropolitans. So when you're at the supermotor races, you know, and we would be jumping them and crashing them and like doing all sorts of fun stuff. So we had a lot of fun too. We had these Troy Lee jackets the first year and they're magnetic, you know, and you'd like get up from the table and like all the silver <laughs> stuck to you. And then the ladies like, you can't take those with you. you know? <laughs> Look down. You're like, what the hell? Oh, sorry. I didn't realize. Yeah, just, just fun stuff you remember, but we were tight, tight group of guys that we still talk to this day. Nice. You know, Matt, Matt. And, yeah. There's Matt and Mikey and 
I'm forgetting a couple guys, but like, yeah, we just had such a good time, you know, like Rich, which was Cole Seeley's mechanic and stuff at Factory Honda. Just a good group of guys, man. That's cool. So how many riders did you, have you worked for then? Like legit I don't know. Riders? I don't know. We'd have to count them. But so it was Sean Borkenhagen and Jimmy Albertson and Jake Moss. And then for Supermoto, we did uh, uh, Cassidy Anderson the first year. Then I was David Pingree's mechanic. And I, that was cool. In 09, I brought him back up to the Metro. So that's how I got really into moto to jump back to 95. Didn't have a dirt bike. Go to the Metro. There's a team green box man sitting there, and I'm like, it's Pedro Gonzalez or it's whoever because I'm following it heavily. And it's David Pingree because he's originally from Montana. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. So he's in there and he's just ripping, dude. Like, just it was just so cool. I have, like, my buddy has a VHS of it still. That's awesome. So he signed a shirt. I had one of those extreme, you know, no dub- doubles, no trouble, or you're not going to work today and your garage is like all full. Remember those? The extreme yeah, yeah. shirt with the X and said ping on it. That was the old gear company, right? Extreme. Uh, yeah. yeah, like Larry Brooks wore it and stuff, I think. Like back way back. Day. It was yeah, like old, older the, stuff. No, like the Yamaha, no, no lean. Yamaha team wore extreme. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, and Ping just seems like he'd be like a fun guy to hang out yeah. with. Like he's, he's just, rad. He's just rad. super laid back, cool, yeah. like just. And, and relates because he's from up here. Yeah. for Like for us. So yeah. he has some of those traits. His mom, so his mom and dad got a divorce or whatever, and his dad wanted to pursue that racing and got a job in Phoenix or somewhere in Arizona. So he raced and that's what he did, yeah. how he got into it. But it was just cool that as a kid, I followed that through right. a magazine, no cell phones, no iPhones, none of that. No Instagram. Just totally yeah. locked in. Like that's gotta be this guy, this guy, or this guy, like at 14 so awesome, years old, dude. you know? I remember reading a story with Ping and like, uh, he didn't do well in school. So his dad sold like everything. Yeah. Got rid of all of his dirt bikes. Like, you're done. Yeah, he was he was hard ass on him. Yeah, like if he didn't do his homework or do something, he's like, yeah, we're yep, selling. It's gone, and he would actually sell everything. And then like all of a sudden, he'd come back. All right, I gotta get back to work and and figure it out. And he'd get stuff back. But so like oh nine, we linked up, you know. So I was his mechanic, and then we just gelled because obviously we had the stories, you know. Yeah. And I told him, dude, I remember seeing you there, and he's like, you were there, you know. <laughs> so then summer oh nine, I called the promoter, and I'm like hey, I want to bring David back. So I told, I talked him into coming back and racing it. So we got to pit where they pitted, do it, and he signed the shirt again and everything. It was nostalgic. He raced my 450. I had an 08 with A-kit suspension, and then we brought up a race 250F on the team, and he raced there. And Was that kind cool. of surreal for you? Oh, like, oh, like so dude, cool. this is nuts. So, so my hometown, cool. yeah. a rider, I'm a mechanic now. Pitting like, in the same spot that that box van was, and he signed that shirt. Like, dude, yeah. straight up like childhood like memory like whoa this is nostalgic this dude is that's so cool. badass yeah that's, that's good, such a cool, cool story like it's pretty cool i still like pingry's story when he snapped the front end off that ktm oh man it's gnarly <laughs> that 125 was yeah it was in phoenix yeah heat race and piston skirt broke yeah dude he it's beat end, bubba that in. do you know that yeah he beat james stewart won a supercross and that nuts just that that's insane so it's cool just always rooting for a guy like that yeah from us up here anybody like peters when he goes and like readman's back then or Ladner, whoever was going michael cook yeah like i was a fan dude like let's go yeah they're from this area that's cool i was never like oh yeah he ain't gonna make it because i was jealous like i was like pumped i'm like dude if he's from this area let's rock it man well that's the thing i think more people need to be like pumped on guys and let's see him su- succeed instead of like, well, let's keep him down. Like, yeah. cause I didn't make it. You can't make it. Yeah. So I, 
it's kind of like even the kids these days. If they want to go do big nationals and get their ass kicked, who cares, man? Yeah, Let them go. go have fun and do it and yeah. come back and be better or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's like if just, you if you go and do that, I can't ever talk shit because you made it further than I ever did. Right. You know what I mean? Like people need to be more like that too and realize yeah. like. Because yeah. I never did any qualifiers or any of that stuff. Yeah. Like I didn't. Yeah, I just wasn't in that position. Yeah, but I know what you're talking about a little bit because, like, even when I'm going through, like, the list of Loretta's, because I still watch that stuff, you know, if I see a name of a kid that I've announced, I get freaking pumped. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm so pulling for this kid. Like, whoever it is, you know. You have a connection. Stoked. Yeah. You know, like, it's like you know that guy or talk to him or, you, yeah, you root for him. It's yeah, kind of cool. It's cool. It you is just, cool. It's you're linked somehow with Moto. It's like you just want him to do good, you know. Yeah. So, like. Yeah, we just did that and just rock and rolled, and I just turned me into like a monster. I had no girlfriend, never dated any girls down there because I was busy all the time, you know, like just, and I just wanted to like be badass, and we just kept progressing so fast. It's like we started out in 08, and we were getting podiums in 2010, yeah. you know, and like in 09, it was like, okay, all four riders make the, make the main. That was the goal in 08. In 09, it was like, okay, all four riders are making the main, now two of them are going to make crack a top 10 and we need one to two make top five. And then the next year we were doing that and then we we're beating Geico and the Geico was Honda's a team and we were the B team. Right. So we had a very small budget did, compared to the, did Geico. Will Hahn ever ride for Troy Lee? Yes. I, okay. I couldn't remember if it was just Geico or if he did ride for Troy. No, Lee. he rode for us. So he was done, I think with star that, that year. And then in 2000. For 2010, he signed for us. Okay. So then I was Cole Seeley's mechanic, and then Matt was Will Hahn's mechanic. And then they signed Bet Townley. And Pingree was oh, like, yeah. we inked it. And he goes, he pulled me in the office. He's like, I want you to be his mechanic. And I was like, fucking A. Because Let's he's go. like, I know you'll just go like all out. You won't stop. Above and beyond. Yeah, yeah. you're you're just going to do it. And you're, you're just like, what we need right now. Was I the best guy at that time? Probably not, but ambition will beat talent any day of the week oh, yeah. as long as give up. Did, did we have great times and low times and struggles? Yeah. I mean, we were... But you had the work ethic yeah, and willing yes. to grind. You can't teach ambition. You can yeah. teach ta talent. You can teach skills. Yeah. You right. can't teach ambition. Right. right. 100%. So... Then once you start getting podiums and things are clicking yeah. and like, uh, okay, our guys are there. They're, yeah. they're right there. It's right. Amazing. And Townley was a badass, dude. Yeah, he yeah. was like, a world was champ. Badass. Did you yeah. get to go to MXON then? Yeah. I was You there. got to do Nations yeah, and stuff? One, yeah, I was his mechanic, dude. Dude. Yeah. God, that's incredible. So we won the GP moto when Delessi took him out. But let me back up the boat. So like 08, um, we had a really cool year, colorful, colorful year, I call it. So I was driving truck, wrenching, and we were doing all this stuff, and we won X Games. So Jeff Ward won X Games. Matt was his mechanic, and then Matt double dutied, and then was Hanson's mechanic. But I was like building the bike. Oh yeah. So I built the motor for one. Uh, I think I built the motor for Ward's bike, race bike, and then Hanson's bike. You know. So and then I was going with Hanson to the test track prior to X Games. So that was pretty special, like to be part of that too. Like we were just this team that could just intermingle and just get it done right and it was just it was pretty badass that that way and hanny is a really good cool guy too like dude super I rad that super guy's rad. style on a dirt bike is just ridiculous yes. god i could watch that guy ride anything all day long yes. yeah, that's my favorite rider yeah, yeah. he's so like you have a huge josh hansen vibe coming huge, off you dusty like, that's my dude yeah <laughs> i love him yeah Handy. so we i we hung out 
He'd come over to the Love Shack. So I lived in Troy Lee's the house. The hell's a Love Shack? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, a bad, that's a bad start. So in, in the Corona Circle, there's Troy's house. So Larry Lee is Troy's dad that owned the house in Corona down the street from the shop. And then <laughs> Troy lived in the Love Shack. So it was like this shack that was just like a studio apartment with a bed above the kitchen. <laughs> and then in his garage, he painted that's where he started painting mm. originally. So oh, okay. it, and it's still a lot of cool shit in there. Yeah. And his house is just all cool and different colors on the outside and shit. But mm. so we, yeah, we'd come back and hang out and just, just, you know, like you were part of their routine. It wasn't like, okay, he's going to go here and you go back to the shop and it's all corporate. It was like you bonded together. And I think that's why when people come to our team, you know, we just like gelled so good that it we just made it. It just we just brought the best out of them, and they brought the best out of us. Like every, know, at the same time, everybody was working with each other instead of like I'm working for this guy only, and I'm not telling you anything yes. kind of thing. So we were like just basically invested in each other. Yeah, there you go. You know, and you had that bond. It wasn't like a like an employee like work together thing. It was like we kind of had like a like a little bit of a brotherhood. Like man. you had some skin in the game. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just it was kind of cool that way. So I think everybody that was there it was always we. We didn't take them under the wing and coddle them, but we just became boys. Right. So then it was just like, it was on. They knew we had their back and we were a small enough team. We could do changes. We could do whatever we wanted, you know, and that's kind of where when Townley come on board, I had to tell Seeley, you know, like kind of, and, and honestly, I tell Seeley and Rich to this day, I don't think Seeley would have done as good with me because I was more of a, like Rich was so good with Cole like all the way through and, and got, got the best out of Cole where I just wanted the dude that was going to win. Right. Like that he, all he cared is if the bike was perfect. Like I, I didn't have to coach him and, and massage, you know, massage him right. like through it and make him sculpt him into that, which we did that. But I'm just saying like to take no credit away from rich and Cole, they did, they, he, they did better together than I think I would have. Sure. Honestly, okay. just, to, just, you just had different mindsets. Maybe no, me and Cole are great people together. Like we're buds and we fuck around all the time and, you know, still talk to him through Instagram and whatever, you know, so we're, we're good that way, but I just mean it in a respectful way. Like, oh, okay. I think it was hard for me, but at the same time, like, yeah, if I'm going to do this and put all this work in, I'm going to go win. Like right. I'm living my dream that I couldn't do through a guy that's winning and won championships and won East. Like it's the real deal. And we're the shoestring budget team. So now it's like, here's my time to like, Shine. let's, let's show everybody that we're going to kick the shit out of the people, you know? Right. So we just like throw everything at it as best we could. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. That's such a cool story. Well, it's nice being a B team and then going out there and just like crushing right. these guys. Like, you're yeah. not supposed to be there, and right. here you are. Right, like. and and people knew once we got Townley, because I remember Townley, like, we were watching Supercross, and then Villapoto broke his leg, and Townley called me. He's like, did you see that? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, we got a chance, don't we? Like, that, I just remember that. It was like 20 minutes after watching Villapoto smash his leg, because Dungey didn't prove himself outdoor yet. Right. Because, you know what I mean? So we didn't really, we knew, because we were we were uh, neighbors too, by the way. So I moved over to Tallahassee. And so you and Ben were neighbors? I lived with Ben, and we lived in the same cul-de-sac as Dungey. Oh, and there was only okay. three houses there. So then with the, he would go train at Carmichael's, and then we would go train at Millsap's, his old place. 
So nice. It was pretty cool. That is bad. So Mil- we, I, Millsaps I, is my guy, by the way. Right, dude. he's he's a bad dude. Yeah. So I'd see him every now and then, and Martine, because Martine Millsaps are buds, you know. So we'd see them every now and then, and Ezra Lust actually came by one time because that's his old place, which would be cool to see, like Yogi. Yeah. But yeah, he he wasn't riding, but he just came by, and like you just know, like that aura, like when you when there's a legend of yeah. the sport, and you're just like, man, that, that's a bad dude right there. Everything just kind of goes on pause. Yeah, you for just kind of like, yeah. yeah. That's like Martin Davalos when he was talking on uh, one of those interviews. Like, what do you do in the sand? He's like, I don't know. I just hold it wide open. <laughs> I don't know. That's that like, I'll let whatever hang out. Just wide open. Let's go for it. <laughs> so, our, like, our routine was um, Ben brought a guy over from Australia that would kind of help him, kind of like a man friend mechanic a little bit but i just I love shack the man friend well you know man you california know, like, like man. a supporter but they call back then and like all riders have a man friend peace yeah, and dirt bikes yeah. boys <laughs> but just a guy that helps out yeah, you, right. you need that right and so i was i came over and worked on the bikes because i asked ben i was like you want me over there i want to be over there i'm not going to sit back at the shop in corona and wait for you to come you know on friday for press day and then build your race bike i want to be part of the program like let's go Right. So then I was like hands on and that was kind of like, it was good and bad because it would burn me out, you know, because we were, it was gnarly. I mean, going all the there's time. a lot of stuff when you yeah. got a guy that's competing for wins and at that level. And I like, remember I'm in Millville and I'm like sleeping in Seeley's helmet. <laughs> if he ever hears this, but like I'd, they'd go back to the he hotel won't. and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude, you know, there's no way he's going to hear this. Right. But no, like I would like pick a helmet out and just sleep in it, <laughs> like because we didn't have a pillow or you know I I stayed at a hotel, so there'd be times that I'd build bikes because it was press day or whatever, and I'd come in from Tallahassee and build that race bike, and I had to put transmissions in, so I I mean I had three motors in rotation, but I had to stay on top of them because then I wouldn't see him again because I'd be with him, oh, so I yeah. didn't have all week long to build my race yeah. bike and fuck around, you know, like I had a short time and. I remember I was in Millville and Mike Gossler walked by and he goes, I remember these days. And I'm out there late, lights on. Dude, Mike Gossler is a legend. 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 Do you know yeah. who that is, Chris? No. Oh, God. And I, I didn't know him personally, but knew him because I, I helped. The first year we tried dabbling in outdoor in 08, I was Gossler's mechanic at Glen Helen. We did a one race. Chris Gossler. Yeah, because Gossler rode for Troy Lee in 08. So I got to know him a little bit too, and his brothers and stuff, and they're good people. And then Goose, which is Mike Gosler, yep, uh, worked for. He's working for Dungey at the time, and he was leaving. You know, and Showa guys leaving and Didn't whatever. He, did he go work for Reed then after he left Dungey? Yeah, he worked for Reed until Reed retired. Red. Yeah, he worked for Honda forever. He was Steve Lampson's mechanic. Yeah, I believe when he won the championships, he's a legend, dude. Yeah, he's been around forever, like yeah. Tony Berluti, yeah. all them dudes. But I just remember, like, you know, you're sitting there and you're thinking. I do it now. Like, I'll be at a local race, and it's 2 in the morning. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I'm out here, yeah. and I'm like, what What, what else? Then I stop, and I am think about it, and I'm like, what else would I want to be doing right now? Yeah. Like, I, I, this is what I love to do. I'm, I'm going to make some family and their kid pump the next day because they get to race because I'm fixing their bike that right. broke or blew up, and I had the parts. Yeah. You know? So and that... Dude, he grinds. Like, so we were at Jamestown, and we were cruising through the pits, having some beers at like nine o'clock at night and his rig is nothing but lights and it's just a grindstone and he's just sitting there working his ass off on a bike and i stopped by and i was like hey clint and he's like hey 
back to work. <laughs> like it was quick, dude. It's like I, I get it, dude. I've watched Gage do that same struggle yeah. many times, and it's yeah. like just grinding. Yeah. It's cool though because that's your thing, dude. You're in your element right there. You're getting it. Yeah. you know, like that's yeah. Cool. And, I, and I, like I said, what what else would you rather be doing? Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. you work. I've worked all the shitty jobs or the boring jobs or the ones you don't. You're doing what you want to do, and you're doing it for yourself. So like, if it just, wasn't for paperwork, this would be the best job in the world. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Ask my wife. <laughs> she, right. She, I try to do. I got QuickBooks, and I try to. To do it the best i can you know so that she doesn't have to because she does that all day and then she comes home and she's like Ew. this is a mess <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's nice we get guys like cody kohoff and his kid i mean they're great people and yeah you, you want know, you want to see cody and Braden, they just yeah. got a cobra from you yeah they're yeah. super yeah. good people awesome and it's just like you know watching those guys come up to the ranks and and you know it's nice seeing kid from the fifth coming from the 50 class and you know he's gonna move up you know yeah. progress yeah, and someone that's not been in the sport or and watch them get really good and yeah. just blossom, and you're like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's just cool to be part of that. Like, no matter like I tell people, the race team turned me into a monster of like, I don't, I never settle. Like, I'm not the guy that will do your suspension, and then it, that's just what it is. And oh, it must be you. It's like, no, if you want to try a different, absolutely, yeah. There you're wiggling. Now you're back. Now you're not. What's that? Oh, it was like what you touched it. Kind of weird. Oh, we lost sound for them boys. Are you good now? Yeah, I was really glad it because yeah. that that um you know that noise we hear that sounds like someone's breathing in their mic. Mm -hmm. That's the one I heard, so I started punching stuff. Nice. Let's think even like Blake Morgan, like watching him come up. You know, he came from BMX and came over. And I mean, how long have you been riding moto? Yeah, I rode a few years when I was younger, and then I quit for about three. I quit when I was on eighties, then yeah. didn't get back into it till about this time last year. So and he's up there in the B class, like winning races, and he's looking good. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is cool to watch that progression, though. Like even B, like you were just talking, Braden, dude. This time last year, he wasn't making a whole lot of mains and all that stuff. Now he's qualifying right through heat races, yeah. and Cody gets so pumped to see Braden yeah. ride so good, and I get freaking pumped, you know? Like, yeah, it is cool to watch that little kid or Ezra. You know, I watched Ezra's whole freaking career until just recently. You know, like. Yeah. That was cool to watch. And just that progression and, and seeing that struggle and seeing the ups and downs and, okay, you know, injuries and then coming back. And then, you know, the struggle, because we've all been through it. Mm -hmm. We've all had injuries that we had to come back through. And just, you know, the, I guess, the, the journey, you yeah. know, yeah. Of, of the whole system. You know? We've all gone through it and we're all there to help the other guy go through the same bullshit. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, exactly. Like, we know what we're signing you up for. Sometimes yeah. it might suck, but yeah. we love it. Don't <laughs> cut your cast off, but we cut our cast off. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to um, do one of these real quick? Break time? Yeah, I got to pee. I got all kinds of stuff going on. It's still cut. Uh, We're nope. so good. I'm gone still. I'm gone. There. Oh. If I'm good. Are we still live on Facebook? There it is. Oh, oh. and lost it. Pull it out a little oh, bit. There, never mind. Perfect. There it is. Stop. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. There. You guys are good. We're, yeah. We've been good. Yeah. Dude, it's it's it's, it's those splitters and those adapters, yeah. but I don't know what else to get. Do we have any live listeners still? If we do, those fourteen. <laughs> you guys are troopers. Clint, did you do anything with Ronnie Mac? Yes. Uh, I was Jimmy's mechanic for the end of it there, where he was right before he went to Valley. Wait, what does he look like? He's Jimmy Albertson. Jimmy? 
<laughs> I'm not going to know who that is. I'll show you. Jimmy Opperson? I want to see his face. These yeah. guys are pretty new to racing. Yeah, dirt bikes in general. They don't know who Top Jimmy is. Um, That's who Ronnie Mack is? Yeah. Are you ready? Dusty, catch my phone. Over the cameras. Oh, shit. Did you lose it all? Maybe we should get these four. Go back. How? Yeah. There's no back button. <laughs> Let's ask these 14 people who have hung out with us pretty much this whole time if any of them want to do trivia next podcast. Because <laughs> they're the real heroes, aren't they? This yeah. guy's Ronnie Mack. For real? Yeah. He's actually really fast. Yeah, Jimmy Olsen was. Yeah, he was. Quick. This dude looks normal. <laughs> this dude looks normal. <laughs> um, That's crazy, Clint, dude. how? When did Torres Motorsports start? Well, the everybody asks me all the time because it's like you're not Mexican or whatever. I get that. A I lot. was wondering that too. Yeah, and it's not, like not so much the racist thing, but no, yeah. no, not racist. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. just whatever. You're not. Indian or you're not this or that but so Matt back when we did supermoto they would be talking and I just was like pumped you know so I'm like grab the scissor stands and I'd grab like I'd always do something funny like to keep it fun and I'd grab like three of the scissor stands and I'd pack them by them and I'd be like what's up and just walk them in the truck and they're like Jesus Christ those things are so heavy but I'd act like they weren't even like nothing. Yeah. And there's three of them like <laughs> over my head and they're, they're heavy, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The scissor stands that we use for super. Oh, like, like you, it's like you a center stand in, that you jack up. Yeah. I have one. They're heavier than shit. Yeah. So yeah. I'd stack like all of them up and just have my arms straight and just walk them into the semi. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and they're like, you're strong like, like a bull, you know, Torres. I'm like, where do you get a bull from? And Ryan's giving me shit about my tattoo. I got a tattoo on my back that's wings across my shoulders. Mm -hmm. But when it peekaboos through my shirt, it's just the two parts of the wings that so looks like horns. <laughs> so I thought it was a bull. Like I had a bull tattooed on my back. No. Like, Torres the bull. So it was just like always stuck with me. And they're always like Torres because yeah. I get drunk or whatever when we were partying, you know, on a race or whatever and get all like ornery. <laughs> so they'd be do like, you actually have a tramp stamp? No, I don't. El Torres. I do have your name tattooed on my ass, though. Like, like didn't Steve O. He, didn't he say that to Mike? Or it just says your name? Yeah. Your name, yeah. That's that what keeps confusing me. <laughs> well, he was talking about Ryan Peters when he said it the first time. I was like, you really have his name on your ass? Mm. No way. <laughs> just Ryan Peters on your ass. Well, that's what people say. They're like, you really have Brent on your ass? I'm like, yeah, I got your name tattooed on my ass. Hey, did you bucks. find out if Donnie was racist? <laughs> so I'm not saying it. I'm saying what I have on my ass. Right. You know, like, <laughs> like Dude, you Hey, what? did you find out if Donnie was racing? Uh, I texted him, but no no text back. Must not be. Not looking good, fellas. You think of a bet? No, I said if Donovan was racing, I'd take that bet. All right. Then I'm not. Yeah, so basically that's how the name came about. So 2017, I um, was working. So when we moved back, um, like we did the whole Ben Townley deal and, you know, went through that whole year and, I came back here thinking like I wanted to retire like from that. I, you know, I was kind of burned out or whatever. So I came back here for like three weeks and just kind of went fishing and I don't ever fish. So like, you know, something. Some soul searching. Yeah, so I'm like soul trying to figure searching. it out like what I really want to do and I, yeah. I want to go back or not. I have not met my wife yet. So I uh, decided to go back down. And by that time, Tyler Keefe's the 
team manager. So we're talking and he's like, yeah, Travis Baker's going to come on board. We want you to be his mechanic and stuff. And I said, okay, cool. You know, it's a little easier, not so stressful, that kind of stuff. Cause there's another cool part of this Troy Lee deal. So after Ben, um, we, we won MX, the first Moto GP, American GP, Moto two after, unless he took us out, we would have won that day. We would have beat Caroli, everybody. Ben mm. was on another level at Glen Helen. He rides Glen Helen really well. So we qualified really good. We were like leading and Lessie come under that red bridge going back up the hill and just clean Ben out. I don't know. You can watch it. Right. If you guys ever saw that, but Ben come back and it broke the head pipe off the bike. So he couldn't ride it because it didn't have any power. And that, that track had big jumps, um, which in 07 is funny. When I worked for Carl Scanlon, I built, help build Glen Helen for like two months. Oh, yeah. So I built Damn. a national track. So like the red bridge you see there, I set that. And then like the big triple in the back and the other floater jump that K-Dub came over, like we built all that. That's mm. over in the REM section. And then Luke Krogh, mm-hmm. Kyle's brother, you know, anytime we were down there, we were always telling people like trying to recruit our buddies down there because just more friends that right. you know that would come down there. So then Luke came down there and he he prepped REM and Glen Helen for almost a year. Dang. Before he cool came job. back up here. Yeah. Dang. So just your brothers up here that were in moto, you just try to like enjoy it together. Yeah, you're young. Right. You know? Yeah. So like, hey, get down here. I got a job for you. We're right. at Glen Helen, you know? No bullshit. Yeah. Jody wants you, you know. I'm on the way. I talked to you, talked to talked him into it or whatever. So just cool stuff like that through. I mean, there's so many stories that we could go to. We'd be here till six AM, but um yeah, so basically with that, I don't know, I kind of lost my deal. So I come back down there, and that's when I started working with Travis. And uh, that's like that December I met my wife. She started working at Troy Lee. So if I wouldn't have went down there, I wouldn't be married. Oh, yeah, nice. Good kids. Man, all this stuff just happens to happen for you. Right. Yeah. It's pretty good. just happens in a way, yeah. you know, like for some reason, if you look at it, it's all a path. Like all of us. Yeah. All of us have right. a path of why yeah. we met that Big person. life event. event. Pretty much from the DUI all the way to Troy Lee. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. it's all like a path. Like yeah. if I didn't get the DUI and I didn't go back and then, you know, didn't want to jump and then go down south, like then yeah. if I would have just kept racing, not saying it wouldn't have been a bad life, but don't know where that would have took. Right. Just like all of us. It's not, yeah. no, nothing special. Right. But- it was just cool. Um, so it's kind of like maybe God looked out for me a little bit. Like I couldn't do it when I was a kid. So he's like, here, we're going to give it to you. But at the same time, like. <laughs> a safer way kind of to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. I don't try to get too into that kind of stuff. How, how long has Torres been going? So se- 17, I. So basically when I moved back, I married and then I decided, okay, uh, with Travis, that'll be my last year. So. She liked Montana too, so we we want we both decided we came up here, and I I got a job offer up here in the oil field to be like a project manager, or operation manager, or whatever maintenance manager first. So they built pads and stuff, so it was like equipment yep. right up my alley. That's what I used to do, and uh, we came up here, and she looked at it, you know, kind of looked at where we were going to move, and eventually uh, buy a house, raise the family. She's already pregnant with my first kid, my daughter Avery. And so uh, you're contracted, you know, just like everybody's contracted, all the mechanics and stuff till like basically October. So every year when you sign a contract, you, unless you, you can quit, 
like some guys do, like the freaking, uh, who is it, uh, the Rocky Mountain KTM, I think team manager quit. Uh, no, uh, Scuba Steve quit. Scuba Steve uh, quit, but the other guy quit too. He was just on Mathis yesterday. The mechanic? No, it was like the crew chief or something for. Oh, uh, Derek Rankin. Yes. Yeah, yep. he, he, he went back out. home. Yeah. Yeah. So you get burned out, dude. Like you get for, uh, chewed up. Husqvarna. Husky? No, he was uh, Rocky Mountain KTM. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I listened to that yesterday a little bit, but who's the guy from Husky? That was that Scuba Steve? Yeah, Scuba. Scuba. Steve. I, yeah. I know Scuba. <coughs> That's yeah, that he was one. part of it. He's been part of that when I was back. So you still see some of those old guys, and then they see you, and you're just standing. Like I'll fuck with them and go to yeah. the race, and then I'm just like standing there, and they're like, "Oh, oh, like because yeah. they haven't seen you for a while or whatever." But cool. But you get burned out. You get chewed up and spit out in that sport at that level because like when i first started as a mechanic i was making like 30 grand and driving the truck and doing everything i mean by the time you pencil in the hours you're working and yeah it's great and fun and that's good and that's why you always see young mechanics because yeah it's tough you know right you like ne making, it never stops either it's a grind yeah you know and it's stressful you know and teams change and people change and attitude and disrespect and it's tough man it's a tough deal to juggle and you're not doing good and then your sponsors you know you got sponsors to worry about so yeah. it's it's a lot of it's lot a of different pressure. level yeah it's a different level than what we we see what we want to see when we watch it but like being it and working it you're just like a carny yeah we feel, we see <laughs> the fun side of you're it. a rental car carny <laughs> yeah. like in a glass like all the time <laughs> then you're in the pit and then you come back and it's like sometimes you just feel like and, and not disrespecting it at all because I love it, but just like you kind of feel used and abused yeah, a right. little bit when you just grind and grind and grind. And then it's like, why, why am I grinding for a guy that's going to get 10th? Right. You know yeah. what I mean? If he's not putting in the same amount of effort yeah, that and, you are. He might be, but he's, you know, you know, he's not either. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. and, and some people just run out of talent. They're just not that good. So that's why like, no offense, Seeley turned into a great writer and a, I mean, he's super talented and we knew that right away. Um, I was Christian Craig's mechanic too when the bike broke. Oh, when he broke his back? Yeah. No way. So I have that. What happened to the bike? Uh, we were having a race motor. So we do our we do motors at uh, race motors. We run the valves. To, they're Dell West valves. We run them to 15 hours. And the bike had like 10 hours on it. Me and Maddie both decided it's one more day on that bike. And then we get the new 09 and, or the uh, 2010 bike, the Fuley bike. And so we went back out and did that day and you did a three, five, three dragon back and the valve broke and it no. was, it was within tolerance, mm. you know, cause we run the practice bikes, flat West Dell West valves, flat face to 30 hours. And on the race bike, we only ran them to 15 and then we shelf them. So this thing had like, it was under, under that. It was like 10 hours on the bike. It was Dell West valves are like. Top of the top. Like, yeah, they're badass. It's yeah. just a freak deal. <laughs> so it. then he's laying there paralyzed. And uh, that was tough. That was I, rough. I bet, dude. Yeah, and then like going to like helping. You're not helping, but just trying to be there for him, you know. Like just a shitty. It doesn't matter if you build the motor. We built all our motors and did everything. But just making that choice and having to live with it, you know. But not. we didn't do anything. We didn't. Yeah. Right. We weren't flirting with. <laughs> disaster. Disaster no. or irresponsibility it's like what happened to brian brian moreau though yeah. like that was a freak deal yeah. too you know yeah so it just sucks he just if he would have just went two more feet he would have just slid down the five yeah. fiver you know and he didn't he just ass planted right on that thing and it just broke all those vertebrae in his back 
So anyway, it's cool to see him back and doing what he's doing, and people can talk shit all they want that he's been in that lights they, class. For it's just like rocks, and you know he's been through so much ad- anniver- adversity. Anniversary. He's had adversity. so many anniversaries, <laughs> but it's just cool because yeah. I want him to win one this year. You know, because it is going to be his last year. I do believe in the two fifty. He said, but oh really? Yeah, it's yeah. just cool. Yeah. So we raised money and stuff like that for him back then, and did the Christian ride days and stuff at um, that picture I sent you with me and Seeley. We did a really fun ride day and then just raised a bunch of money and just tried to help. But just stuff like that, it starts aging you, you know, at that level. And then you get Townley, great guy, and just high profile, high stress, a lot of hours, you know. There's just, it's just tough, you know. Yeah, I I couldn't imagine what that would would have been like with uh, Christian, Craig, or whatever. Man, that had to have been such a... An emotional, stressful, yeah. rough time right there. That was gnarly. One of the craziest stories I wanted to tell tonight was uh, I was thinking back because I was in Denver. So you remember uh, Lakewood mm-hmm. in 09 when they raced under the lights? So I was Jake Moss's guy, and we were 50, 450 program, the kind of the entry level of it. Or, you know, we did six races that year for Troy Lee for outdoor just to dabble with our sponsors. That was kind of part of our deal with our sponsors. Getting your feet wet kind yeah. of thing. So we went there. And that was when he wrecked real bad and Weston Pike wrecked real bad in that stair step. And I think 250 guy, Stroop or someone, wrecked there bad. I think Stroop, yeah. Yeah, were you there? No, I, I wasn't there, I was but there. I, I was you there. You were there? Yeah, because I was standing. I got a picture of when he wrecked. I was standing right there, and I was like, oh, no, because Stroop was, like, one of my guys. And then I hated to see the path that he went down after that. Right. That was painkillers. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I don't – it wasn't – it was that night – so Moss wrecks real bad. He's knocked out and like messed up. Weston's messed up bad. It's like the two ambulance paramedics are like their first night. And Ellie, Chad Reed's wife, came over because Jake was from Australia and they're t- they're you know just she was like really worried about him. They got him taped to a backboard, duct taped head, mm-hmm. and he's puking. And I'm telling the paramedic, like, you got to fucking roll him over, man. Like, he's going to puke, yeah. and you got to roll him over the right way. And I'm like, why am I telling paramedics this? And, like, they're just kind of, like, in shock. They don't, like, kind of know what to do. And, and at, that Weston, level, at that level, you think they'd be like, okay, we know what to do. Yeah, like, and they probably do, but it's just, like, that time, it was, like, newbies. Yeah. So the story gets better. So Ellie's, like, talks them into... And I am too. I'm like, I'm coming with you guys. I'm going to sit back here with them. And they're just like, you know, a normal paramedic that's been doing that. He's like, no, you're not coming with. See you later. And then like, just shut the door and go. Well, these guys mess around a little bit more. And it's just like, they wouldn't make a decision. And I'm like stressing out. I'm like, this dude's taped to a backboard and he's puking and he's out of it. And Weston's just laying over here dead. I don't even know what's wrong with him. He's got broken. I think he broke his shoulder and ribs and he was yep. just out. And his face was kind of messed up. And so I got both those guys there. I tell them, like, let's go, man. Like, we got to go and get these guys in. So we start taking off. And Pingree stayed back because he still had uh, blows. And I think the it was the last 450 moto. So the 250 guys were gone. But anyway, uh, Pingree was the manager. And so I went with them. All of a sudden, the lights are getting dimmer. And I'm like, what? And I can hear them talking up front. Finally, I, like, get up there. I'm like, what is going on? They're like, we don't know. Like, we're losing all of our lights. <laughs> it's oh, pitch dark. And I'm just like, what are you guys going to do? Like, what's going on? And they're like, we don't know, you know, and they're kind of messing around. <laughs> I tell the guy, get out of the seat. 
get, get back here and get this guy. And I told the lady, I was like, you sit right here and you tell me how to get there. And I'm driving this damn thing there. You're driving <laughs> the it? I drove it. I drove it there. To the, no like way. The dude. Like so I'm like following this car stressed out. Right. Cause this, I mean, Jake's still not coherent and he's puking and they're rolling him over. I'm like, well, I'm a fucking, I'm not going to be part of this. And he dies. Yeah. Like, cause he's on puke or whatever. Cause he's drowned. Like, you know, and I don't know. I'm not a paramedic. I just know like your common kinda, sense. Yeah, yeah. Your duct tape. He can't move. He's puking and he can't get it out of his airway. Like he's like, come on. So that dude just kind of like gets out of the way. And I just drive this thing and the lights are getting dimmer. <laughs> did you guys dimmer. even pull over? Or did no. he just, he just, I just kept out? Yeah. Well, no, he pulled over oh, and okay. was like giving up. Like he just cracked. And I'm just like, man, this is the wrong night to be your first night, dude. Like, let's go. So I start driving. The ladies tell me where to go. And I'm like following this car and then get off the exit. And by then it's got good enough lights. And we get there and we get them in and get them checked out and all this stuff. And like Pingree calls me. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, dude, you will never, you'll never believe what <laughs> I just have no idea. Through. He's like, what? What's going on? And I told him and he was just like, holy crap. And now he is a firefighter and went through paramedic school. So he... I totally understand. I haven't talked to him about it. Like we talked about it in the past, but not recently about like, dude, how gnarly would that be? So that was just one of those cool stories. Like just random craziness, like (laughs) moto and besides the weather, you know, when you get to a national and the the (laughs) concrete buckets that hold the rafters down, went through people's roofs and stuff. (laughs) Like Millville, you get a bad storm and it took and, flipped the anchors people used to put concrete in five gallon buckets and then with a hook and then you'd hook the instead of like awnings it. and stuff yeah. yeah and the storm got so bad it took people's awnings and whipped those buckets up in the air and threw them like 40 yards away into someone else's camper and went through their bathrooms like just you imagine that. just chilling in your camper bang yeah like, just, what the yeah just now you got a now you got a five gallon size bucket hole in your camper yeah love like, that like houston reliance stadium in oh nine think it was or 08 and they had the hurricane and it blew everybody against the glass in the stadium and this big dust storm came in and we took our awning down and i'm like sitting underneath of the gate with matt and we're holding the the like the easy up that we have and i see the canada kawasaki truck driver stuck in an awning hovering off the, <laughs> off the ground and he comes by us all like, like save me you know like look at me like i'm i'm I'm, gonna, I'm gone and then the next morning you get up and there's like hondas factory hondas um awning. rafters were like half pipes like all these awnings were just destroyed it took the fence the pit p- fence you know like when you go to supercross they got the big fence that fences off the pit it took that and slid it like this and then just threw it on the ground and like threw it like 30 feet away Dang. like just the weirdest wind just weird storms when you're traveling too all the time, man. That's like, not really Kawasaki guy stuck in his. Dude, that Canada <laughs> truck driver. I always remember that face, like, like that face of like I don't know what I, I'm stuck. I'm desperate. I, he's uh. like this far off the ground, and me and I was like, Matt, did you see that? And he's like, Dude, that was gnarly. And that guy's on his own. Yeah, we're on. We're underneath, like holding our own, and he's just going, and he just disappears. I got like he was. Dude, it would have been a good Kawasaki sucks. Suck <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> so just random that's some random randomness for you guys on the team yeah oh that's awesome yeah so yeah so met the wife came back and uh uh just kind of got out of it i was burned out you know like i didn't ride i didn't i didn't go to races i watched it and stuff but i was so busy um trying to start a family and 
do all that stuff. And then, like I said, I never went down really a wrong road, but I just like finally got the itch again. I was like, all right, man, like kids are getting older. Let's kind of get into some racing and stuff. So then we started dabbling in that. And then I was like, man, why don't, what? like I, like I want to, I want to give back. It's right. Like, I got all this stuff and knowledge and thousands of hours of watching guys at test tracks and understanding suspension and, you know, setting bikes up and that kind of stuff. Why don't I just pass that on? And I'm not doing it to like cut other dealers down and do all, I'm just doing it because I love to do it and I'm not trying to like impede on anybody. I'm just doing it and if people want to use me cool. If they don't, that's cool too. Yeah. It's the you power I mean? of passion, dude. That's yeah, cool. It's just, yeah. I just do what I love to do and I'm trying not to like, yeah, I'm just doing it for me. You know, and it's just like, so I started kind of wanting to do that. That was my vision. So then I started Torres and I started the LLC. And then I started working for the city in Mile City and I sold our one house neck down. So then, you know, house doesn't own us. We can go and race. I wanted to go and take my boy and my daughter racing or whatever they want to do for sports, start strategizing. And yeah, the Torres thing just took off. I mean, obviously, because if you're passionate about it and kind of when people start understanding what i know about it um i think it it's just kind of both worlds like i'm I'm, i love what i do and don't mind staying up late helping at the track and doing what i love to do you know it's just part of if i help the sport grow in our area too and and, or anybody else that wants to do it and come there it's not like oh that guy's there too like screw that like the only thing my other pet peeve is like if someone's not capable of doing it and give someone a bad taste so like I'm not going to throw any names out there, but there's people that just think that it makes, they make it, we make it look easy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then people, oh, then the next year, the guys can't even put a bike together next year. They're a dealer, they're power sports, something, you know? And it's like, people are like, are you worried about that? I'm like, no, actually I'm, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, It kind of pisses me off. And they're like, well, what? Like, oh, I probably would. I said, not in the way you think. Like I'm thinking in a way of like, you're going to hurt a kid. Yeah. Like if you don't know how to put a bike together and you had me do it a year ago, then how the hell are you going to work on some kid's bike? And then, you know, that's what I worry yeah. about. Cause I, that's my stress now. That's my gray hair yeah. is people come up to me and they go, like he said it tonight. He's like, dude, I say Torres all the time. I'm like, I know. And then some dude come up to me and there's all these kids racing. He's like, man, you got a lot of motors out there, don't you? And I'm like, yeah. And I started looking at the track and I'm like, he's like, man, if something went wrong. Right. And I'm like, yeah, you could probably shut up now. Yeah. You know what I mean? How the hell just, would you yeah, say that? Yeah. 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 So you start thinking of it that way and it's like crazy. So I take it very serious. Like people are like, oh, you got to get a helper. And I'm like, dude, there's like a five percentile of people that I would ever want to work on our stuff to do it, what I yeah. do. Not that I do it. There's guys that do great work like me, like you do. Um, it's not about that. It's about that guy that'll do it right yep. and not hurt somebody. That's, yep. that's the main thing with it. So, um, it's, it's like even putting a bike, bike together, making sure that, okay, all the bolts are in the right place. Like everything's golden. Like, <clears throat> cause I know my brother had a place that he brought his bike and he's like, man, half the bolts were put in the wrong spot. Like, cause there's a certain bolt is a seat bolt and there's certain bolts that are shrouds and there's certain, you know, yeah, and just getting simple things like that. And you're like, if you can't do that right, wh- why would I trust you with the motor? Right. Yeah. You know? Right. So it's, it's, that's why I'm kind of a one man show, but then I'm, I always got to have my plate full. I'm an extremist. So I go, you know, and you try to diversify so that it keeps people rolling in and money rolling in. Cause now like I quit the city, uh, two and a half years ago 
basically during the pandemic. I live in eastern Montana, <laughs> starting a aftermarket base shop yeah. in eastern Montana of all places. But I'm willing to travel, and we travel a lot. You know, we're racing every weekend, and we we're there. So we have kids that are area guys that use us. We have some walk up stuff, and all we're doing at the at the track is we're not trying to like impede we're just trying to keep people racing if they're in a jam and no one is there so right. like, like, you go a, to, like like jetting or something yeah like, like jamestown yeah. remember like you saw me working it's like that guy was like he was like stressing because he wasn't going to be able to race and drove from you know wherever however far yeah yeah and it's like that's that's where we are there and then we do provide a service with you know improving suspension and i'm passionate about it man like i want to win yeah and if whether it's my kid or anybody else my my bad <laughs> Clicked on the wrong thing. <laughs> so, Phone's Bluetooth. Um, so that's kind of why why we do the Torres thing and why I like doing it. And um, yeah, it's just it's using all this stored stuff. It's it's there's so many guys like me that come out of it. It's almost like you come out of the army and like, what do you do? You know, you have so much stuff. Like, cause we didn't just go to. I didn't go to MMI. No, you know, yeah, yeah. like I learned. I cut my teeth, like. Yep through racing through Troy Lee and then learned how to do stuff, learned how to not do stuff. And yeah. then we, we learned really fast how to build and be a very competitive team at the top level with like a four of us. Basically. That's incredible. Yeah. You know what so I mean? Badass, so you think, dude. you think of that, it's like we were everything. I was suspension. I mean, we got pro circuit to do our suspension, but I would do and mess with it over in Tallahassee with their approval. Still have notes that no one will ever see that I'll never give that setting out to anybody besides anybody can't ride the bike that fast anyway to run that setting. Right. So it's just that part of it is like where I take pride. Like, you know, it's like we weren't just a parts exchanger. I built my own motors. Mitch would help us. And then Mitch got mad at me because he's like, I'm filling Townley's head full of shit because I would get the programmer and map it because he wasn't familiar. He had Kawasaki's. They didn't have fuel injection yet. And we oh, did. Yeah. So then I told Troy about it, Troy Lee. And it's like, yeah, man, we can't have our, our like enemy, you know, building bullets for our guns. And then that, that was kind of the parting of Troy. Troy and Mitch are really good people still. Right. They're but friends. That's where, good friends, right? Yeah, that's where you saw Troy Lee after I left. They kind of went to FMF. Oh, okay. And not Pro Circuit. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I, kinda, I never even thought of yeah, that. Yeah, so I, I went to a road race team. I'm like, I want this bike badass. And so I went to Bazaz. I think you heard of them. Yep. Um. And I was the, kind of the first. Didn't FMF and Bazaz work together? They had like no. a, a tuner for yeah. a KX250F anyway. Yeah. I remember that. Down the way. So like we were pioneering this whole deal. So then I took Mitch's pipes and I get bungs put in them. And I was like the first guy to have oxygen sensors in my exhaust. And I'd throw towels over the bike at the starting line and just to fuck with people. And then Honda would come up and people were looking and like, what's this guy doing? And I was just, I was like kind of like pioneering that. But there was a podcast with McCarty and he said it best with Yamaha, like those big teams, they can't do the changes like we can. That's why no. KTM right now is so good. You gotta because, go up the ranks. Yeah. So Yamaha, everybody thinks Yamaha sells bikes. Dude, they sell drum sets. They sell loaders. I Literally. mean, they sell generators. They, they cars, keyboards, computers, like <laughs> anything. They're so big that it's got to go up. Like you said, the body of the snake. So race teams are at the tail. That's advertising money. So when you go to do a change, it's got to go up the ladder all the way to Japan. Well, Troy Lee, we don't have to do that. It's like I could I could change the piston if I want. I can change gearing. I can change the linkage. I could drill a hole in the linkage knuckle to make the bike feel better and test a bunch of stuff. And then I rode a bunch too. So like if I did anything that would break, I would do like durability tests. 
So I would run a knuckle that I'd drill out, and it, I, could, I could notice a difference because I was riding quite a bit, and I'd ride the same bike we were riding, and then I'd go, Ben, you ready to try it? And he said, yeah. So we'd put it on his bike, and I'd say, I already have 50 hours on this thing, and I'm 210 pounds at the time, and it didn't break. You know, so and I'm so that, that gives him trust. Yeah, you know, so like in the pro circuit would do that too. They'd like say, here, here's some foot pegs, like you know, run them out, run forty hours on them. So just like shelf stuff and durability stuff. But anyway, that's where it turned me into that monster. Like I just loved every part yeah. of that, and we were able to do that. And um, I think that's why it was so fun because we could just like right now we get done talking or doing a photo shoot doing whatever and then we go back and just run the dyno till three in the morning and find a horsepower yeah out or of, like a out, half a percent out something. of out of literally like castor oil <laughs> like think we're crazy we're running <laughs> all these badass oils and we go to o'reilly's dump in castor basic oil and it's like a horsepower on the dyno and we're like what the hell, <laughs> what <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> let's come back tomorrow <laughs> you know and then we come back and we same thing almost one horsepower you're like, like you're like this can't be right i gotta be too just, tired or yeah, something th- yeah me and maddie me and maddie are sitting there like dude what is going on right now mm. just stuff like that because we just yeah. loved it you know yeah so that's why too when i met my wife i i knew that like they both were going to suffer too so i wasn't going to do as good at the race team and i wasn't going to be as good as i could be with family right. so you know in a way so it's like there's kind of a tear there. Plus, like I said, I was burned out. So yeah, I said, we come back, do that. I keep going back to that stage, but um, we come back, do the Taurus thing. Then Mason's getting older. I started working on Cobras. I got interested in them and I'm like, I want to become a dealer. And uh, my buddy, Eric Nelson is my partner in that. And uh, I ca- he's been having trouble with KTMs. Like he, he had the worst luck with KTM fifties, like brand new ones. And they wouldn't run at the yeah. gate and just was like so frustrated. And then other guys would run them 90 hours and be fine. So he's like, you just, I told him like, you know, Hey, just hang on. I'm going to go to Loretta's and want to do this. And he called me back like 20 minutes later. This was in 2019. And he's like, I'm in. I'm like, what do you mean you're in? You want a Cobra? He goes, no, I want in. He's like, I want to be part of it. That's cool. I'm like, cool, man. And I got a picture of me and Eric. We, you know, we started racing when I, like, together in the ni- 1999, and there's a picture of us that are, you know, together. We're racing some hair scramble together, like a four-hour marathon. That's awesome. You dude. know what I mean? And we yeah. did that one race in Valley. So we have a very good history. And he's such a good guy, you know, and very smart. That's so awesome. it's like, yeah, so we're, we're partners at it, and we strategize and do it. And, dude, like, it's fun. It's, that's and awesome. that's just opened up that whole can of, like, coming full circle being on a pro team doing what we did you know and then being legends in our own mind to to our own spec and then coming back down and then doing a full circle and getting kids and spurring it and taking kids to loretta's and trying to get them there i mean that's that's the vision i see it's like don't let anybody ever tell you not to go to an area qualifier or whatever it's like if that's your dream and you'd go there 20 times but the 21st time you made it yeah you know so that's what's kind of cool so it just gives, and it just helps the sport grow. Yeah, you know, you show sure. a little more local support. So that's kind of why I do the trackside stuff. Plus, I'm racing with my kid too. Right. Like, and I race when I can. Like some days, I don't. I don't race as yeah, much. Yeah, I seen as I you up to. in uh, Jamestown. Yeah. I was all stoked to see you actually because I didn't. I didn't even know who you were until I had a clipboard and I was like, oh, 
Yeah. That's cool. He actually rides too. Yeah. Like I didn't know because I didn't know any of this stuff, you know. Right. Like I seen the big jump. I seen one of them you posted on Instagram or whatever, but I didn't know that that was a thing that you yeah. went and did every year. Like, dude, that's badass. That's gnarly. Right. And all the stuff is just crazy. Crazy to learn. Yeah. And it's just cool. It's just like any of us. That's why we're here tonight. I mean, we're just, yeah. we love the sport and just cool. Yeah. And I love coming back home and then like doing the local stuff. You know, that's, yeah. that. I think that's so cool that like you go to North Dakota. How crazy was that? Yeah. How cool is that to go to a local race and it's that big? I was so impressed by that track too. Like yes. I had no idea it was jet. that good. And yeah, yeah, the Munchler, Jet, jet Munchler crushes does an it. Dude. Awesome job. Yeah. Every year he's like he's like us. Like he's just pushing it. He's anteing up. Yeah. He's he's kind of worried like he's got to step it up next year. And he does a, a bang up job and brings in, you know, like Kilroy. Kilroy, yeah. Dude, it blew that everybody was my away. Guy, dude. Everybody kept nudging me. Did you see that guy? I said, Yeah, dude, I've seen another level of that. But yes, I it's it's very impressive to watch a guy of that caliber come to a local track and then right. show everybody like what true Dude, and Michael Hicks was giving him a run for his money. Yeah. And then um uh Williams on the one sixty seven two stroke, that two fifty two stroke. Yeah, KTM. the other Williams. Yeah. There's um, uh, I can't remember the first name, yeah, yeah, but anyways, either. those all, guys were all, all ripping, fast, dude. All it was insane. It was such good racing up there. Yeah, and Bree, cool. Breeze was there. Oh yeah, Ryan Breeze. But, I, it was cool though. I'm pumped that Jet uh, got a hold of me to go do that. Actually, yeah. like, and, and we had a rough year. I mean, you think about it yeah. in the moto community. Jet had, you know, Cody pass away, and then mm -hmm. I built my track. Everything's going great, and uh, you know i'm i'm there at that race and i'm talking with cody i'm changing tires on his bike and richard warry comes over he's like what do you every time someone's at my truck if it's a competitor they're like kind of like what do you what do you get what do you got going on over here we're like we're making this thing stupid fast man like just <laughs> at each other just like you guys would you know like oh, what yeah. we do and uh, these are jet playing parts <laughs> yeah just just having fun with it and then you know i have that video of cody and richard just going at it then go back to the truck, start working all night, get a phone call. Yeah, Ryan Dittis passed away at the track, you know, and I'm like sitting there like, dude, it just like didn't even hit me. It was like crazy. Are you, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, he wrecked in the whoops. He went over the whoops and there's a double-double afterwards and he went too fast through him and carried his speed and his dad was there and watched the whole thing and his daughters. That's what kills me. Yeah, that's... that's it just, it's just hard. So then just doing that, dealing with that... You know, dealing in the flashbacks. I had my other best friend die at the track in Mile City, the other track. Oh, really? Come out of the service, Zach Smith. A good buddy of ours didn't want to race. And I said, dude, just let everybody go and just go have fun. You just come out of the service and he was engaged. That was in 2004 at the at that other track. You've been there, right? Which one? Uh, in Mile City, the, the good track, or not, I don't call it the good track. It's where they had that quad state national a yes. long time ago? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, I, I raced there a couple yes. times. That was a good time. So, you the, know, to start straight and you turn and then you kind of coil up that hill, up hill and you go up to that step up. Yep. He literally cased the double before the step up and it separated his spine. Tell me that's not your calling. Yeah, that's like a that, fluke deal. Everybody wrecked and he checked up and when he hit, he whiplashed and it separated his spine and instantly he was. Man. Like we went up there and I was grabbing his hand and he's squeezing it and you just feel it go away. And it's just like, so you have that and you have Christian and you have all the stuff. And then I'm thinking life is so good. You got, you know, things rolling your way, you think, and you know, Cobras and doing great and everybody's loving you. And then it's just like, dude, that double whammy. Then wake up the next morning and remember uh, Vandenberg 
Kyle Vandenberg and the Vandenbergs. Well, his daughter Foss races and they, mm -hmm. we do some stuff for him and he comes back to my truck. I told him he, that morning and he's like, man, you look kind of rough. You have a late night. I said, no, I, you know, told him did as his kid died at our track on my bike <laughs> of all things too. Like, cause I brought him here last year cause he went through a divorce and I'm not trying to tell too much personal information, but Ryan right. was, Ryan wasn't Ryan. He was not happy. So I was like, ride my two stroke, you know, like at that Honda and he come back, yep. remember number 20. That's why his number 27. is 27. Yeah. And okay. he's shredding. And I was always wondering. Yeah. He's we... like, who is this kid? You know, like he's not even a kid anymore. He's got kids, you know, he's just, yeah. he was one of the fast dudes back then. Like yeah. he's, he ripped. So it was just cool to see him back. And then he would smile in the pits and it was like this race in January last year. It's like, he's back. You know, yeah. Like I said that to someone like he's back, he's smiling. And they're like, yeah. And you know, Grables, they know that did his family really well. So yeah, we all grew up racing with Ryan. Yeah. Ryan's the only guy I ever had to share my number with. Oh, yeah. All the years I've ever went racing. 188, yeah. Yep, yeah, it's crazy. That is nuts. Yeah. And so, then, just a tough year. You know what I mean? Like, right. you just, it ages you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you really start thinking, like, what am I doing again? Yeah. But really, truly, what am I doing? Like, what are we, what are we doing? Is the city going to shut me down? And I didn't even care if they were going to shut me down or not. I mean, I just lost my basically my younger brother you know right and yeah. it's like so i went out there and i rode and just kind of went out there just to see how i felt and we have insurance you know we have like the one of the like the bmc we run the same program as they have for insurance everybody signs waivers and stuff so i mean we're we're good that way and i know the family well but just a bummer man yeah and un then unfortunate to yeah. wake up the next morning and have vandenberg coming to my gate crying and say Cody just wrecked and he's not moving and I'm like like hearing and dealing with what I had to deal with to get back home and then to go up there and Eric is there because Eric is basically like shy of being a doctor like he goes he's always helping everybody you know what I right. mean like he's kind of our go-to guy up there he's just he really knows the body and he knows how to take care of people before paramedics get there and I just remember running up there and just saying Eric just talking to you just whatever you need I'll just be right here just you know, and people are like telling me to go away, like, you know, like don't you shouldn't be up here. You know what what you're already dealing with. I'm like, I don't care, man. Like right now, whatever I need to do to help whatever situation right here, yeah. I can I can grieve later. Like this right. is this is gnarly. This you know? is current. So, yeah. so with Jet dealing with that too, I know it's heavy on them and heavy on a lot of people. You know, because you're the responsibility of that. Right. You know, I built a track and sold a bike to a, my brother that. You know what I mean? Like it's it hits. Yeah, it's yeah. not my fault. I know that, but, but still, still, you take some responsibility. You do for, it. for sure. Yeah. How would you not? You know. Yeah. You know, if you didn't, if you didn't take any responsibility, that you wouldn't care. Right. You know what I mean? And obviously, right. you do care for these people, and it's just, it's just, just tough, like, man. It's just we we don't see this up here. No, you know, I, I remember not, I remember exactly where I was when I found out about Ryan and Cody because right. we were putting on a race in Bowman, North Dakota. We were right in between the two accidents, yeah. and I, I didn't want to be there. I didn't want any no. riders riding anymore. I just wanted to be done. Yeah. Like it was it's, just a terrible it's just, weekend. It's a crazy, crazy time this year that happened to our, our moto community. And it, it shocked a lot of people outside of that too. But then, man, what else would you want to be doing if you did go though? Exactly. You know what I mean, like I, t I think of that too. Like, would you rather be, you know, ran over by a guy texting in a semi or would you rather be riding a dirt bike doing right. what you love? And he was doing what he loved and Cody was doing what he loved. He pulled the whole shot and he was leading. And Like you say, you know, smiling around the pits and you said he's back. Like, let's say you don't go do that, then he doesn't, does he come back? Yeah. You just get stuck in. 
a, you know what a mean? rut. Right, you know, yeah. yeah. Become an alcoholic. Yeah. Not saying he had a just problem that something, way, you know. Just something that drags you down. And then, yeah, just you see you see people that you used to know. And it's you see them. I, we all have them. And they're gray. They're like, they're not colorful no more. And you remember them like younger when they're like, man, those guys are like full of life. Yeah. You know, and it's just like you don't want to. You just want the you want that back out of them. So anything right. then, like anything that made me happy was dirt bikes. So if I know that person was in dirt bikes, I'm trying to get them in it. Yeah, like let's go again, man. You'll you'll have fun. You know, yep. like let just you don't have to go out and try to kill it. Just go out and have fun. And that's all he was doing. It's just a freak deal, man. But people don't realize, like, man, they look at us and they think we're all idiots because we all know there's a huge risk and this that and everything else. But like you've said multiple times, motocross brings us back to our zero. Right. Like it, it brings us back to who we are, you yeah, know, absolutely. you take your helmet off after a nice day of riding dirt bikes. You are a changed person on that drive home. Yeah. You know, it's good for the mind. Huh? It like is so good for the soul. Like yeah. if you, if I don't ride for a while, like I ride quite a bit, like during the week, mm-hmm. not like a lot, but I'll go out once or twice and it's just my Zen dude. Like yeah, it's just, yeah. I can practice and not race, but I do love racing with the boys. Like you said now, yeah. like the Dave Francis and, you know eric and stuff and we give each other shit on the line i mean i love that part of it and i know that i'm going home that night because i'm not going to send it too far yeah but i also understand and respect that when it's your time dude it's your time well you can fall over and wreck really silly and be, it could be it you know like well yeah. now think of all the covid and everything else going on i mean yeah. like yeah you know like he did all this crazy stuff and this is what took him out like yeah <laughs> it was kind of funny to to bring kind of some funny stuff to this so i i was up with eric so we had a weekend off finally and we go up with eric and uh we're on the lake and we're in his pontoon <laughs> his his uh father-in-law starts the pontoon and i'm stuck in the rope and the prop grabs it oh, and telling him to shut it off and i was like afterwards i'm like i'm like five feet from the prop going oh, into the man. prop no way and i'm like telling the wife i'm like is this it like yeah. this is how i'm gonna go like <laughs> jumping semis and i get pulled dude. into a pond <laughs> and eric was like geez man like that was gnarly you know like it's just funny you know but was, moto dudes will just brush that right off yeah. dude no yeah. worries you probably didn't even think twice right. did you yep. about it for the rest of the day yeah, <laughs> Woo, that was wild <laughs> yeah. no, me again yeah <laughs> it's funny but no it's just it's really cool i'm just i still after what we did this year, what we had going on this year, I just think that you got to keep going, man. Yeah. There's, there, it's, it's like kind of, do you guys listen to that Dave Goggins? Oh, the running guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's gnarly. Like, it's kind of like that. There's so many people out there that we affect more yeah. than we know. And especially doing what we do and being passionate about it. It's like, it's not about me anymore. You know, it's like about the kids and helping them and until I don't want to do that no more. And I sign off respectfully or whatever. That's cool. But like until that time, man, like I just want to, I just want to see that smile on a kid's face, you know, like old golden off or uh, Colden Colden off. Kohlhoff is Kohlhoff. Yeah, Kohlhoff. Kohlhoff, how do you say it? Um, last little race was, yeah, yeah. His last race was perfect. He went to go race. He couldn't race. And we had, Oh yeah. Bike parts. had problems. Yeah. And we're like, okay, let's figure it out. And we tried to figure it out. We got it figured out. And then he came back and then he's like, yeah, I, we made the mains and then he got like third and fourth in the main. And I was like, just, just that stoked. smile. Yeah. And, and I was like that right there, dude, that, that whole weekend made my whole weekend. What's cool though, is you get the smile out of B and then the smile out of Cody too. Yes. You know, yeah, his dad, he's like so relieved and yeah, pumped and yeah. he's like, 
and my kid did good too on top of it you know that's super cool that that makes it worth it right there like drive the drive home i'm like that's kind of like a good moto where you pulled mm -hmm. the whole shot and like ripping with your buddy and then like i did that in jamestown i don't yeah. know i saw that that last moto me and dave like had this battle and it was just like that's how i wanted to end the year on outdoor and the only reason why i don't race indoor i get it asked all the time especially here is because we're so busy and oh I, yeah and i feel like once i get my gear on there's going to be a setback and a kid's not going to be able to ride and then there's the choice right. do i just am i selfish and go ride because there's plenty of time for me to ride right and I, I like indoor stuff too but i just get i think i get a little too busy yeah. to, to, to be able to do that and enjoy it yeah know? well i like to catch up with you every time i see you but dude on a race day i don't get to talk to you right i mean we're both busy but you are busy yeah. you are always going at something yeah. And that's and it's good. I mean, you're either at the line or under your canopy. You gotta, that's, that's where you, you live. You gotta lay in the bed you made too. You gotta realize that I I developed that and made that happen. So people were, you know, yeah. it's reassuring them that they're gonna keep racing. So, yeah. um, but in a nutshell, that's kind of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, crazy man. Yeah. yeah, you guys ready for some tire poppers? Let's do it. Brought to you by Static Collective. Um, Mike, do you have one? I do. Okay, hold on. Let me go back. Right. It'll be quick. You don't even need a timer. Okay. Three, two, one, go. I fucking hate sub-zero temperatures. That's it. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's damn, sucks, son. Dude. I think he stole Dusty's. Absolutely miserable. And <laughs> <laughs> Look at him you over know, there. You know what? Fuck okay, it. I'm, I'm in a good mood, man. I ain't, I ain't got nothing to bitch about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, good one. Um Gage, do you have one? No, not yet. <coughs> do you have a... I'm good right now. Oh, my God. What do you mean? Like a what? pet peeve? No, yeah, kind of. It's just like... Sub-zero sub so temperatures are kind of a pain in the ass. Something that irritates you. But I don't mean to piggyback on yours, but... I've done the driving thing. Oh, what yeah. is it? Blake, you got one, dog? I do not. I'm on, I'm on Dusty's Holy page. shit. Just a good wave we're riding in I here, just, boys. I just wore everybody out. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. I'm going to ruin the wave. Um, mine is, you don't need to time it. Okay. It's Rushmore Crossing. <laughs> yeah, dude, that sucks. That's it. Dude, whoever designed and built that thing, fuck that place, dude. Your road's already fucked up. The two-lane thing, dude, like there's no traffic lights. That place is miserable. 100%. You know the light? Um, do you know what I'm talking about, Clint? It's like where Shields is at and Target yeah. It's like the busiest road in Rapid City yeah. and it's the second so smallest road. The four-way to get like back on the interstate, I was um, leaving there one time. I don't remember where I was leaving. Somewhere in Rushmore Crossing. The line went past Shields of people waiting to get through that four-way. That's like entire Rushmore Crossing. That's almost the whole road, yeah. Yeah. You have Sam's I'm, Club and Denver yeah, Mattress. Yeah, I'm like, there. screw this place, dude. I hate this. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Why don't you go to Lacrosse? I went the other way. I yeah. did. I went up to Lacrosse and went around. But as I turned, like I'm f watching, going by this line of traffic, and it went all the way to Shields. Stopped. Jeez. Like, this sucks. Yeah, I refuse to go over there. I hate that place. Oh. Solid rant. Thank you. Gage, you got anything bugging you? Uh, no, actually, it's been a good week and things are going good. Like, I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. Chris and I are the only two negative ones. Yeah. I got one, actually. It's, oh, uh, hell yeah. National Moto Dads. Mm -hmm. not, no. not as a normal, but just the guys that, like, get in other guys' ears and tell them, like, you shouldn't run a progressive spring. Okay, what, what, why? What's your reasoning why behind that well because 
this so-and-so said that. He said not to do that. We're crazy. I'm like, okay, so let's run lap times. But we do this, like, factory race team. Yeah. Don't tell the kid what we're doing, and we run it back-to-back and see where we are. And if he's faster on whatever, that's fine. Because I'm that way, too, with, like, my national kids. Like, we got Jonathan Getz signed on with us. I do his suspension. He kicked ass at mini O's, won three AMA titles, I think. Dang, you know? that's cool. But, you know, like I told his dad, I said, we're not, I'm not all about, like, you got to run me all the way or not. Like, if he likes my suspension but likes someone uh, else's motor. a Lynx motor, whatever, it doesn't matter what I think. It matters as long as he gets the best that he got. If, if he's on what he thinks is the best and lap times prove it, that's all we did our job you know what i mean so kind of like my pet peeves people that don't know what the hell they're talking about and then talking to people and putting it in their ears Mm, and trying to influence others Mm. yeah and just just those people that don't understand no offense where i've been yeah come on dude like i got thousands of hours of watching guys from shitty people like guys barely making main events to like the best in the world yeah not to brag but just to say, like, it's like a don't bullshit. Yeah, it's me. like it's like a, I'm a, I'm pretty yeah. logical about what I uh, reasoning behind our stuff. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it yeah. just you right. get that too, and people telling you, well, you should probably do this or you should do this, even yeah. with your business. And it's like, dude, just just stay in your lane, right? <laughs> you know stay what I mean? in your lane. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Nope. So that is my rant. There you go. It was over thirty seconds, so Sorry. keep talk, <laughs> keep talking shit to Clint yeah. about <laughs> his stuff. Uh, Gage, what'd you learn? Man. Clint seems some stuff like from the traveling and all the stuff. It, it's really cool to hear, you know, everyone's journey and where they're at and where they came from, and it's it's um, humbling, honestly. It's really cool to see, you know. Sweet, I appreciate that. Dusty, what'd you learn? That a Honda can go over two tractor trailers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as you're in fourth gear, fourth gear. Um, I would never think about that from you at all. Right. <laughs> I'm thinking about doing another one. Not not three too big, tractor, but like three a, tractor trailers. I want and my wife's like, I don't know if my parents will freak out. But I did it when she was pregnant with my boy I'll and my daughter. It. I'll watch it. But honestly, That's we want to do something cool. Like we what we wanted to do, but the fair board shut it down when I did the two semis is the the owners of that company had a helicopter and they were going to land the helicopter and I was going to jump the helicopter. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you we want to do something like, Oh my the God, it's getting out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the rotor spinning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we either be friends and can I be a part of this? Yeah. <laughs> Do you need a producer? We got yeah. producer Blake over I there. will train you on that. <laughs> I got nothing to lose. No, because I, I did one thing that fell through that I didn't talk about is when I did work for Troy Lee, I was coming back up here in 09 to do a jump and I was going to break the world record, the 250F world record and have Pingree Mediate and then have Moss of their video guy come up here and it just fell through. I was going to ride a like a race 250 that was legit and i think at that time the world record for a 250f was only like it was little it was like 250 mm. it wasn't very far which is far little your double no, semi was 240 right yeah it's like yeah. it's far but it's like it's obtainable it's there like that's that's cool like you know what i mean to think of that and jake moss was hanging out with Matto, and i could have rent could have rented their red bull remember when he did the red bull jump I was going to do it with that ramp. 
Mm. Oh, no way. That's yeah. a big ramp, too. So it's kind of cool because it just, again, all the people you're around and you just have the opportunities, but it fell through. Dang. Not a lot of people knew that, but. What do you think about in the air for 240 feet? It feels like forever. Yeah. It feels awesome, though, dude. Like when you jump that high and you can see over things like trees and stuff. It's How like, long does it oh, take shit. before you realize, like, yeah, okay, I'm going to land it? So you know right away. On takeoff. You right know on right ta- away, yeah. I didn't Even know for something. 240 feet. Even you on know, if you're, if you're like, woo, uh, you're even staring. on something that big. Yeah. yeah, like, you know. And, and you know, because, like, that year, I just practiced a lot. Like, I'd practice, like, once a week. I'd go out. We had a routine. I wasn't drinking a beer at all. Like, super whatever. Just spot on. And, like, we pull the ramp out there and tape it off, measure it, get everything, do a couple practice runs, hit it, money. And uh, we had, like, an engineer my, my, at, sorry, I'm mumbling, but my mom's office, she, like, they knew the projection of the ramp and they kind of built a scale of what the landing should be. So honestly, when you land the landing, it was like not that bad. Like butter. It's pretty yeah. dialed. Dang. Like it's just the projection of it, you know, and you land. 240 feet. It kind of screwed me up though. Like Dude. I had kidney failure in 2017. And I'm not saying that's what it was from too, but I was running a lot. I was kind of getting into 5K races. I was way skinnier than I am now. And all of a sudden it was like work, stress, drinking a little bit, all like conspired and my kidney shut down like in 2017. So I had to Same. battle back from that. But I had a strained issue on my back. I overjumped that jump in uh, one of the jumps. Like I went too far at, and I landed down in the bottom in the pocket. And dude, it was a hard landing. Oof. And I remember afterwards, like I kind of like my my guts were fucked up for a little while. Like I did, you just felt different inside, like you didn't break a bone or do that. But it's like, dude, I don't know. Jesus, <laughs> like, you feel old. Rearrange somebody of his inside. Yeah, Blake, what'd you learn? Um, I just had it that you jumped a uh, two uh, semis. <laughs> he stole dusties all that build up me stole dusties <laughs> oh my god uh clint what'd you learn that you guys are cool oh can <laughs> right on chalk that one up for us hey we never asked clint what he thought of our studio what do you think of our I, like studio? I like the whole place the fr- um, i like your place i've never been in here and uh, i think it's cool up front I like how it's done, and it's just, like, right up my alley, man. Used to be a dentist's office. That's what it was. sick, though. Like, it's just how they got the room still, and, like, kind of like you're, you want to go look at something, and it's kind of like you're secluded a little bit. Yeah. Not just wide open and kind of kind of focus a little bit. When I was talking on the phone, I could kind of tell. So that's cool. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. Front's a... Front half of this room is our podcast, and the back half is a paint booth. (laughs) Right now. (laughs) Perfect. Yep. Uh, Mike, what'd you learn? I learned that Clint can double as an ambulance driver. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Would probably, that was my other one. Which yeah. would probably be the guy that you want, because if it breaks down, he's got you covered there, too. So He can drive anything. Yeah. yeah. Clint's your guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if he's doing, like, an alternator swap on it or something in the middle of the road. Well, I thought that, too, because I'm a mechanic, and I know they have dual alternators, and I'm like... I don't know if they have dual belts, but I'm thinking as I'm driving, like, <laughs> this thing's got to have a backup something. It's an ambulance, right? Yeah, nah. It's crazy. Ford Ford technology. And to have those, no offense, not to disrespect them, but to have those kind of people right. 
in yeah. a situation like that, they, I mean, they better do some better training. So know? when you got to the hospital, did you pop the hood on the ambulance while they were no, working on the bros? No, I went, like, I went right in with them, and I was like in there like a, you know, like a freaked out parent, <laughs> like just stressed out. Like I, just, I told Pingree, I'm like, I just aged ten years. <laughs> Like, I feel so wore out right now. Like, that was the worst drive of my life. <laughs> so, really, who was the best person you worked with? Like, what was the most fun, the best? Just, um, Jimmy was fun. Albers- I think, Albertson? Yeah. yeah. Ben was like hard to work for, but it's because he wanted to win and I wanted to win. So, it, it didn't, I didn't take anything personal, but there was times like at, you know, Denver, we got second overall and, ghost rode the bike into me said it's the worst bike he's ever had oh. but he just he's just, you just come off the track it's just emotional yeah, and it's emotional like, yeah. just straight emotional and yeah you do you do take it to heart a little bit because it's like dude all week we've been training and this is the setting you wanted yeah you know so it's like there was some of that I'm, and I'm it's trying starts, i'm trying to build you the perfect bike yeah i'm it's, trying it's yeah and it never will happen no you know so it's it's a little bit of that because he's frustrated too you know yeah because he start he had setbacks that year he was in australia and he ruptured his gut so he was kind of behind that eight ball a little bit he wasn't as prepared as he wanted to be because if he was on like he should have been dude we would have won some overalls for sure because he battled like in redbud and lost that one last lap and ended up third or whatever i don't know if you guys ever watched that but he was beating reed and dungy at red bud the whole moto and got to the last lap and lost the front hit a hay bale and kind of like dumped it over and i was like dude yeah but we we did good that year we won a like i said a moto at the gp and then andrew short one of my nemesis the smiling assassin the smiling assassin dude that guy took us out took the water pump out at southwick and i the bike he was leading the whole moto gonna win bike lasted that long with no water in it and when when he hit him it broke the water cover so i i go all the way in the back it's sand and i got fucking fans throwing beers at me telling me i'm a piece of shit mechanic I'm oh, pointing down God. at the bike, like, look at the fucking water pump. It's broke. Yeah. You know, you fucking piece of shit. You know, like yelling at <laughs> me. I push that bike back and in 45 minutes switch another motor out and he leads that moto against Dungy for half the moto and then ends up second. And I was stressed because it's like, did I tighten that bolt? Did I do, you know, because oh, yeah. you're, oh, you're yeah. me and wide Maddie open. were going, like. Going wide open. Yeah. Yeah. Because. And tag team and something. You're like. When did, you come back you, to the you pit. You got that right. You got that right. Right. And you come back to the pit and you say fire drill. If you ever hear that at a pro national that, I mean, I don't know if they say that now, but that's. I fact, how, motor how long does it take? All hands on deck. How long does it take? Well, we had 40, basically 40 minutes to get it done. And we were done and up there with five minutes to spare. Mm. Full, Full motor, motor swap. Plus, plus me bringing the bike back to somewhere where I can get a goddamn side by side to pull it back. Oh yeah. You had to push it I back. Because I had to push it and back then, out of that moto, which wh- they were finishing the moto in the podium speeches, but still. So that was at Redbud? Yeah. What? No, uh, Southwick. Oh, okay. And then wash it and get it working. Yeah, you wash it, yeah. get it all done, start stripping it down. You pull the motor, get that other motor out, and let's go get oil in it. You know, and you, you practice those things. You practice taking wheels off, you know, just all that stuff. You're going out for battle, man. Like, you're, yeah. you're paid to it's win. It's war. It's war. Yeah, you're paid to win. And outdoors are gnarly. Supercross is really gnarly. Um, seeing it on a stadium floor like James Stewart, dude, gnarly. Like seeing it on, on what he would do on a bike is crazy firsthand. Right. But you got being, to watch that shit every weekend. Yeah, like on so the floor, jealous. It's crazy, and some shit you couldn't see or you're busy doing it. But yeah, just some of the stuff you saw like firsthand, it was like man, 
Like oh, some- an- another funny story I got to tell real quick. So Ben is afraid of snakes. <laughs> I'm coming out of our training <laughs> facility because New Zealand doesn't have snakes or bugs. And all of a sudden there's this big injured like rattlesnake. And I'm in this little Toyota red pickup with his bike. And I see the snake and I finish it off. This local is like, man, that is a big Southeastern. And I'm like, yeah, and some dude driving down the road. So I coil this thing up bring it home and i'm like ben i'm tired man can you come help me and he's like looking at me all weird he's like screw you man what do you got going on <laughs> he didn't trust it <laughs> yeah and he didn't trust me and he comes out there and i drop the tailgate and he screams like a girl runs inside <laughs> so we're always joking around he's like you won't and like you know doing stuff like that and i said you know it's wednesday night maybe and i haven't told dungy this i actually told him in a message because we talked you know and stuff like that and they were over at Carmichael's for dinner, so I snuck over to his house, and I put the snake on their front porch, Dungies? coiled it up, <laughs> and they come back. We didn't see him or anything, <laughs> so we, they go to train the next day, and we go train. We I left early. We come back, and Troy, I'm scared of Troy, by the way, because he's a big motherfucker. Troy. Dungy's dad. Oh, okay. Smokes cigarettes. He pours concrete. He's big just old a hoss, dude. Right? Yeah, yeah. And serious all the time. I come back from training and he's got one of those big John Deere tractors and he's mowing all around their place. Because <laughs> of the mistake. Yeah. yeah. So we get to Millville and we're sitting there and of course we're pit we're at the starting gate. Ben's got the dog house on the right, and then Dungy's right beside us. And Dungy looks over at Townley. Hey, did you guys put a snake on my porch? And D- Townley was like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. And couldn't even look at him. And I, I have sunglasses on, and I look look back at Troy, and Troy's just standing there, and I'm like, I'm gonna wasn't get, us. I'm gonna get my my butt kicked, you know, or whatever. So I heard just, Reed did that. That's what you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just kind of kind of cool stuff that happened. So then the other day, I was like, you know, said something on social media to him directly. Someday we'll have to talk about the snake on your porch or something. And he was just like, oh shit, uh, kind of that's funny. awesome. But yeah, so favorite rider. I don't know. They're, they're, Tr- Travis Baker was awesome, too. He's yeah. a cop down there now and just a good guy. Always positive. I was always right? wondering what happened to him. Jimmy was good, but Jimmy, at the time that he raced, he was he was stressed out, and I see why. He kept breaking his damn navicular and never got his his way, you know? His chance, yeah. 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 So Borkenhagen was fun, too, but I wanted to win, you know, because that's kind of what. So I don't know, really, no. I mean, Pingree was really good. Because I just there's so much there. You Pingree know? just seems like a he's fun just, guy. He was awesome, yeah, right. and I know it's not the same discipline. It was supermoto, but God dang, that guy was fun to work for. You know, yeah. he was just I just loved his whole demeanor. You know, he just the way he yeah. carried himself racing. He's just been doing it for so long and at that level, and just he just did it right. You know, so those guys were just kids. You know, the kids we were doing, they weren't developed right. totally yet as men and. Chris Blos is really cool too. Chris Blos actually stayed with me in the Love Shack, and then Miss Supercross at the time he was dating her, so they'd stay on a like a blow up mattress in there, and we'd always watch like Step Brothers and some other movie Jeez. all the time, like Clockwork, you know, <laughs> just the routine of Supercross. So I'm excited for Supercross. I hope I bet you guys are too. You know, yeah, yeah. We're really excited. Chris Blos is actually on my fantasy team. Yeah, he's good. Are you gonna tell us our fantasy team? Not all of it. Such a, that pieces. guy, Such that a guy has uh, a six pack since he was like nine or eight years old. He just was, developed a six pack when he was a kid and never. He's well, like just built like a 
Stu- he's just stocky. Just a and just, brick shit yeah, house. Yeah, that's what we used to call him. Brick shit house blows. Uh, <laughs> he's a Troy Berry. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the national version of Troy Berry. Right. <laughs> we watched him wad his brains out in Denver. Um, oh, when, is that the one when he When they started it? calling him zombie blows? Oh, like, yeah. dude, that was gnarly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what's his name at Race Tech has that video? Of him when he, he wrecked real bad there. Really? And then, yeah, and then they do the meme afterwards where they have, like, like the funny shit afterwards. Oh, yeah. I should have him send it to me because it's hilarious. You guys should watch <laughs> it. But, but anywho. It's only been, like, four and a half hours. Holy smokes, fellas. All right. Well, that's episode 16. Thank you to MX Connection, Gold Standard Cabinetry, Wasi Custom, Cobra Town, Torres Motorsports, Jonah Kelly, Dean Kelly Construction, the OG Static Collective, 4GMX Endure Motocross, Deadwood All In. Clint, thank you for coming in. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you, guys. It was yeah, awesome. Good time. Yeah, it's a really good time. Yeah. Um, thank you to the... How many we got left? We got seven people left on Facebook. You guys are troopers. Kudos to you guys for hanging in there with us. Um, we'll catch you on 17. It's Troy Berry. Troy Berry. Troy Berry. Troy Berry. Fucking Troy Berry. Hey, what about Alex? What is he up to? <laughs> What is Alex doing? McPherson? Yeah. Love that guy. Such a great guy. I fucking love that guy. Such a good guy. guy. All right. Catch you guys later. See you. Later.